Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. We're back. It is Monday night in Las Vegas, Nevada, September 16th. We are live outside the Lions Den. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're pumped to be excited and, and, and excited to be back. Very, very happy. We uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board with us. We've got a fantastic show tonight. It is centered around 1990s motocross and... Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight. We're gonna we're gonna reminisce. We're gonna rehash. We're gonna go on down memory road a little bit. We do have uh, some recent stuff to talk about, and uh, and with me to uh, to talk about that is uh, a couple of guys that that know that know motocross inside and out. Hey, don't forget you can get this show on Stitcher. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on uh, uh, the Pulpamex app. And uh, tonight we got Jeff Chicken Matasevich, Brian Swink, Mike Jones, and Cody Gilmore. Who doesn't quite fit the whole '90s motocross, but um, we'll 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 get there. Uh, with me in studio, Mike Jones. With me in studio, Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. Mike Jones. What up? Uh, with me in studio, oh, yeah, the you. great Kenny Watson, my old co-host, missing the show, demanded to come up and be on. Please, couldn't you handle it. Away. Bucks to get up here. <laughs> couldn't handle it away from me. Shit. K-Dub, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Uh, you made a special trip just for this show, correct? I made a special f- trip for my friend sitting next to me. That's the only reason I'm here. And for the show? No, for to see Denny. All right. And it's a lot closer to come to Vegas yeah. than it is to Omaha. And 19... when I go to Omaha, it gets kind of crazy. So uh, I thought I'd come here and we'll keep it chill in Vegas. Way more, way more mellow Vegas. Isn't that, does that, isn't that weird? It is. That is the 1990-125 Supercross East Coast champion, former factory rider. Former Smith rep, former agent to the stars, Denny Stevenson. What's happening? Last time you were here, Great Western Bank Show. Man, number one hundred tanked that night. We were having a good time. Budman, with every drink, every drink that Budman had, his his voice raised a few octanes, 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 and Uh, and he got redder. He was just yelling by the end of the show. By the end of the night, I looked at him like, Bud, you need to pronunciate the words. Like, I don't know what happened within a 10-minute span, but it just went. Well, hey, thanks for coming out here, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Hey, no, thank you very much. Making the trip out. Um, You know, we tried to do this a few months back, but uh, your schedule got busy, my schedule got busy. But uh, it's a perfect show for for 90s motocross. Uh, Mike Jones, Brian Swink, Jeff Matasevich. Speaking of Brian Swink. Who are you most looking forward to tonight? You know, um... Shit, I don't know. I enjoy all three of those guys. They've all been kind of a part of my career when I was much younger. The 90s motocross, like you said. Uh, you know, Chicken is obviously was one of my best friends, so it's always going to be enjoyable to uh, to kind of rehash with him because I, I don't really talk to him that much. So mm-hmm. it'll be, uh, when we talk to him, it'll be almost like I, you know, I haven't talked to him in a few years, a couple of years. So. Right, I'll just pretend nobody's listening live and just... We'll just you know, reminisce and yeah. just talk among ourselves. Yeah. 
I gotta, I gotta get one for you. Yes, Kenny. I just gotta, I just listened to my thirty-four voicemails, and one of them was from no other than Jordan Burns from Strung Out, mm-hmm. Moto Triple X. By the way, Strung Out playing Mandalay Bay. Yeah, we're not here to promote them playing shows. That's the eighteenth our... Wednesday, September eighteenth. Yeah. Okay, Las everybody Vegas. hear it. That's okay. the one plug you're gonna get. Okay, so, so suck it. Okay. So here we go. So yeah. he says, hey, uh, just got off the phone with Swink. Swink just called me. And uh, Jordan said, hey, so you're going on the Pulp Show? He goes, no, I don't know nothing about it. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, it's all over the you know Twitter yeah. and the Internet yeah. that you're going to be on the show. He goes, oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> so it's going to be very interesting if Brian Swink's on the show tonight. Uh, Swink called me last night. He was in touch with Denny on Facebook. Swink called me and left a message and saying, hey, man, Debo, I want to come on. Click. That, that's Brian. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I posted on Facebook how I was coming out. Brian responded, saying, man, it's great how Steve gets on some of the old guys. And I think within a few hours, he uh, slammed a bottle of wild turkey and called you. Which guy won't show? Jones, Swink, or Chicken? Swink. Swink? I don't know. Well, we've already talked to Chicken, so it sounded like he's he sounded yeah, like he's on. Yeah, but you never know. Could yeah. happen. It's been a two-hour window. Um, <laughs> Swink, uh, I think we've tried to confirm with him now three times. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't heard anything about Jones. So, Mike, I don't know. I think Mike might be in. Mike might be the most That's stable. Probably the best one, best bet at okay, this point. Okay, right, right yeah. Now. And Cody Gilmore. And Cody, We're yeah. hoping to get Cody, Cody Gilmore on. Cody is not from the nineties, <laughs> but he uh, he lives like it's the nineties. And, and he's your buddy from from Nebraska. We're hoping he gets a national number. He's gonna be real, real close. Right on the cusp. Uh, privateer, everybody can cheer for, and uses race tech suspension. There's two bonuses right oh, there. Oh, fantastic! And I've known him since a little kid, so um, that, that goes a long way. Producing the show, holding the show down. Uh, he's back after two weeks off, trying to figure out how to do his old job. None other than the Tis legendary. I almost forgot where this place was. Yeah, Tits. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, no problem. Uh, how long are you counting down sushi. the shows until you leave? Yeah. 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 How uh, many shows is that? Roughly. You don't know. He's trying to find a job uh, that takes him out of Vegas, which means he's out of the show. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So. Interesting. It's interesting to see his countdown and his yeah, effort. Nine. His effort is. Uh, yeah, slowly, slowly going waning. Down. We yeah. just walked in with gas station sushi, so we don't know how long he's going to He likes tonight. that sushi. I don't know if he'll make it through the show, <laughs> gas station sushi. He's not going to make it. I don't know. He likes it. He does have a bucket next to him, so that's I've, a good thing. I've criticized <laughs> his sushi choices, and he goes, hey, man, it's not that bad. If you're going to get sushi, go to BP. That's a gas station out here, right? Uh, I don't think they're – yeah, they're over here. Yeah, yeah they're here. on the West Coast. Okay. Yeah. Just make it um, tits, um, thanks for coming by. Yeah, Appreciate no it. And maybe you want to explain a little bit about what we're doing right here, a little experiment on yours? Yeah. Well, um, we'll see how well it works out. But there's a, an Love app that right, right now, apologies to Android users, it's only for iOS. You know, Shocking iPhone, that you iPad. would just pick an, I- right. an iPhone-only yeah. <laughs> right. application. Anyway, it's, a, it's an app called Vivo, V-E-V-V-O. Um, and what we're doing is we're going to try and stream it um, just from my iPhone. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's live only. If we decide to repost it later, we can. But it's uh, see it now or don't see it at all. So There we go, uh, Kenny. Live stream. Get on your phone. Keep find your it pants on the app up, store. Kenny. It's a free app. <laughs> and, it's going to be tough. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think if you ever kept so them on this go. long. Okay. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> way to, way to like, uh, innovate. However, yeah, I know, right? I'm, it's like the what's Howard the, what's the company's called? What's the company called? The, the app? Yeah, uh, Vivo, V-E-V-V-O. Vivo. How long until Vivo and your brand marketing for Vivo and your <laughs> turning this into a? I'm just getting my foot in the door now. Exactly, because yeah. yeah. this is how it worked with I'll Optrix. Get another part-time right. job with them, Kenny. Yeah. How is your Optrix doing, uh, by the way? Have you ever used it? Never used it. Gave it away. Thanks. So just to recap, 
<laughs> I really a massive, feel, I really feel good about this. A massive fight ensued the last time Kenny was in the studio because Tits wasn't sure if he wanted to give him an optics, and Kenny has done a lot for Tits. Tits I had, wish you would have lied right now and said that you use it all the time. <laughs> I really do. And I didn't. You know why I didn't use it? Because I was looking at the product. <laughs> and the, the way I am, I, I like to do the Pepsi Challenge and compare things. Mm-hmm. And I went to Best Buy, and I went to the Verizon store, and there's better cases out there. You're a liar. Okay. 100% you're so a liar. So I went and I there bought one for better cases out there, there he said. I went and bought one for 180 bucks, Right. and the okay. thing works like a, a freaking dream. What, what's, what's the thing you bought? It's called the Nunya case. Yeah. Right. The Nunya fucking business yeah, case. That's what I thought. Uh, and Tiss had to make a special trip to deliver I the Optrex. I, I, I know. Out of the kindness of my heart. I, know what he's... I delivered it to him. We did talk about this on a text message, and we said there is no chance Kenny's used that case yet. No. We all yeah, agreed no, on that. No, I, I knew that that was. Then why did you right. ask? If you don't want to get your feelings hurt. Um, I didn't ask. He asked. Okay. All right. Before we get to. Uh, to make Matt... you feel better, Tits. I have not used it. Love this guy right here. Uh we got emails coming up, voicemails. we got the BTOsports.com tweet at tits segment. Race Tech emails. Uh, we're going to give away uh, a shot at a Race Tech seminar. Uh, Denny, if you're thinking about a career change, maybe being a suspension guru, you need to take this Race Tech suspension course. Never too late to learn a new profession. No. I, I, but no, I, it's I, not. I don't think uh, – I don't know. We I've, got never, the... I've never worked on a bike yet. I think at 43 it's a little too late to start. <laughs> Good call, uh, Debo. Right? Kenny hasn't worked on a bike in 15 years. He didn't work on it when he worked for him. Trust me. <laughs> another another fist bump. Another fist Get bump. Um, he was happy with that. He, well, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, he used to uh, stay with me. And, just, with a, and the box fan doors never opened. X-brand goggle tear-offs and the NFAB uh, banging bars um, segment all coming up on the, on the, uh, on the show. So, uh, Chicken, Cody Gilmore, Mad Mike Jones, and uh, Brian Swink. So, looking forward to it. Watson, um, Let's turn a little bit – let's devote a little bit of time to the show to what's going on now since we last wrapped up the outdoor series. Thoughts on the series, Watson? Uh, Brock Tickle, ninth overall? Eighth overall? Cheese pizza. I don't know. That's a good question. Your thoughts on it? He got, not, uh, he got eighth overall. Eighth overall. He got eighth and he got ninth in Supercross. Thoughts on that? How do you think the outdoors went? Uh, I think it has some growing pain still to work out. Mm-hmm. I think the – the series, all in all, um, I think. Um, I was talking more about Tickle's performance, but whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. either one. No, either one. Tickle's, yeah. Tickle's performance. Um, I think he had his moments mm-hmm. where he rode really good. That's um, great. He had, he had a couple, couple top fives, which was good. Yeah. Um, but and uh, as a fan, he stayed healthy every round. So that's got to be. Pretty he stayed big. healthy he was, all year long. He was almost the only guy, or one of three guys, to score points in every moto, except their bike broke at uh, Miller. How about yeah, How about every main event and every moto? How many of those guys? In outdoors, Out, every Supercross two. main event and every outdoor moto. Oh, I need to look. Probably, See? probably two. Uh, Ryan Villapoto. Uh, Dungey? No, no, Dungey the Redbud uh, didn't get any points. Yep. So, wow. Um. Okay. So tickle. All right. So carry on. So, I thought he rode. I thought he had his moments. Um. Yeah. I think that his biggest problem with is within himself. Um. He is just. He's not a good starter. I don't think he's ever been a good starter, and mm-hmm. it's something that he definitely needs to work on if, if he's going to make it um, in this industry racing, being a racer. He looked like his sprint speed a little his, bit off. That too. Um, he he likes to set in. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. go and – There's know, no balls out. Yeah. yeah. Even even in time practice, he doesn't go he, – 
he rides this, what you see in practice is the times you're going to get during the race. <laughs> right, but right, every right. lap, which is good. But yeah, yeah he's, he's in shape. That. He's definitely in shape. I shouldn't say every lap. I think you know right. he's like everybody else. He slows down a little bit towards the end. But overall, his lap times been were consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely happy that he made it through every race and week in and week out he was there. And as you know, as being in the position that I am, I that's something very important to the team to make sure he's yeah. there. Considering we only had one guy, right? And he had the whole. I mean, it's a lot of stress. If you would have got hurt. Would you got to fill in or no? No. Okay. No. So yeah. So you did have a lot riding. Yeah, I, did, on I wasn't getting a call. No. 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 You're a more supercross rider, Danny. Yeah, um, that's very true. Uh, did I think in my experience, Kenny? Maybe you can help. Maybe you can ad- agree or disagree. And you too, Danny. Starts are like. It doesn't matter how many times you practice them on, on a Wednesday. It doesn't matter how many clutches you change. It doesn't matter how many gate drops you have. You either got it or you don't And and as a rider. And it's tough. It's tough to practice them on a test track and get better at them. You know what I mean? I'm sure Ricky and uh, and Berluti, everybody worked with him on starts a lot. But Yeah, it, it was, I mean, it's, it's within him. It's, you know, he's worked. And then you start thinking about things. Like when you start thinking about, oh, Berluti yeah. says this or Ricky wants me to do no. this. Or, you he, just got to go. He's – he, I think he he knows what he needs to do, and him doing it is one story. But uh, hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. like everyone says, it's contract year this coming up year, so everyone usually steps up two or three positions. So yeah. we'll see what happens with Brock Tickle. Silly season, not very silly this year. Everybody's kind of set in. Well, you probably have a good point with uh, you know saying we're short Weimer Tickle finished basically with the exact same three yeah, exact just, same spot. Just down. That's pretty smart. Where did you three. come up with that? Did you figure that out? Uh, I don't um, think it was that smart of me. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I mentioned it to you when you were talking shit on him, saying, oh, Tickle's, Tickle's not doing too good. I guess I shouldn't open that door then, huh? Kenny's mad because um, I said that they've been they've been spurned by different uh, – No, you didn't say uh, spurned. You I said say? striking out. Striking out. out we struck out just like JGR because the question was on their sweet little question and Q&A where people wrote and asked oh, questions. <clears throat> Will JGR ever have a top rider? And they've had the opportunity. They didn't get him. And everyone was beating up on him. And you stepped in and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. RCH struck out too. What? They haven't had those riders. You guys have tried. And it's different reasons and different things. And Dude, we tried one year this year to get guys. We've never been in. Right. How are you going to go to a top guy when you're on the Cowie team with freaking go-go dancers and go, hey, come ride for us. We have cool <laughs> tattoos. Beer pong too. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Right. This was the first year that we literally were legit and had to build a platform. I, I will say this: when you had Tedesco your last year, you're on Cowies. Mm-hmm. That was that was just 2012. 11, 12. You're correct. 2012. 2012. I he was here testing, and I, no shit, I thought he was on it. I thought he was riding great. I'm like, this is gonna be really good year for Ivan Tedesco. He was. He, he was doing 20s like consistently and like aggressive, and I'm like, man, these guys. They got themselves like he, this is a comeback year for Ivan. Then he, he got hurt. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Him and Grant freaking he has. Yeah. Him and Grant came together. Whatever happened there. Okay, but. so we got you got you got your take on tickle uh, take on the series now. Can you, first time back for you in God knows how long to the outdoor nationals. Um, I mean, you went to watch Shugel here and there. And I really don't want to get into it. Um, I I, I have some oh, issues okay. with 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 the whole series. Um, Are your issues re- same as what Hart was talking about in that Racer X interview? I don't know if you read that. And what was that? I didn't read it. Oh, okay. he, he said he did, though. He, he did say he did. did say I don't remember. I don't remember that part of it. No, Hart just said, look, uh, we need to be able to market our guys better, and we need to yes. be able to do that kind of stuff. Yes. And I said to him, 
um, you know, race Supercross has Supercross can maybe be a bit more. Uh, Supercross can be a bit more, a bit more enforce, forceful on that because well, they have sixty thousand people in their stands. Or 40, my 000. my biggest issue is at the beginning of the season. I'm sure John Ayers dealt with it in a friendly manner. No, very polite. No, no. very the, respectful. The biggest issue I had was that I tried to talk about this before it happened. And yeah. we were in Daytona, and we had a meeting, and I was bringing it up about a camera. And they said, you cannot use any camera but a GoPro. The Honda guys had a different sponsor. They couldn't even use the camera. And my deal was like, well, how are we supposed to get data? Like, from practice. And you have a helmet, a camera on someone. Okay, so if we can't use our sponsor that pays us money to come to your event and film it, how are we supposed to compete with the guys and have that data? You can if you use a GoPro. Right. Are you going to provide us with Go- GoPros? No, you have to pay for them. Well, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I made them. I made a comment in the meeting that, you know, I see this direction going kind of like the direction in Supercross, and that raised freaking some serious issues with some people. And my comment to them after the series was over, there were some issues. They came up to me, and that is what's going on there. I understand that they have sponsors yeah. that they need to they need to facilitate to. Mm-hmm. I get all if that. If anybody knows B2B, it's you. I get that, yep. and I'm all about that. But at the end of the day, who's out there so they can get sponsors, the teams and the riders? So if we cannot go out and promote our sponsors that pay us, have you, to go to these events, mm-hmm. okay? And they don't pay us to go, do they? The, the they do not. They, okay. you actually pay to be there. Okay, you, you so pay we pay there. them to show up, yeah. and they get paid by a sponsor for us to be there. So all we're trying to do is promote our sponsors so we can be to their event, and they're taking that away from us right now. Saying so we cannot super cost, though, to be fair. They're, and they're, and, they're, and they're that's what same. I'm trying to get right, at. Right. But in, in, to be fair... Supercross has guidelines. They could, and they're more lenient. You could sit down with them and talk to them okay. and say, "Hey, we can do this, this, this." And I'm not saying you can't you do that. Sit with, down with John Ayers, huh? Just couldn't. No, I, I, I don't have nothing. To, you, you're, you're trying to pick one with no, John Ayers, and no. I. No, well, well, JT and I have already done that on this show many I, times. I just don't <laughs> understand that guy's whole mentality, and I'm not going to pick him apart. No, but I know. you know, he'll be the nicest guy in the world to you, and then 15 minutes later, he'll walk by you like he doesn't even know you. Yeah. And I, I don't get the whole, you know the whole um, religion thing and how a man and this and that, and then he just snaps and turns into Lucifer on you. <laughs> so I, I, I don't get that, and I know he's there to run a business and do yeah. what he has to do. Right. But, the uh, next sport is done. I don't think that will happen, but <laughs> I just think we need to work together better, and right. I think that they need to understand. There's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. I think MX Sports needs to let us do what we need to do. Right. Um, you know, Three, four, five years ago, it was the Outdoor Nationals, and you could do whatever the hell you wanted out there. Yeah. It's a Wild West. And I think there needs to be, you know, I think there just needs to be some guidelines, and we need to sit down and work it out. Besides Um, that? Besides that, they've done a fantastic job um, with the racing. I think that that they're working on the tracks. They fix the tracks when they need to be fixed. A lot of teams are mad or upset about no intermission. Because, I mean, it is. It's right up against the clock, man. There's live TV. But How do you feel about that as a manager? I dig it because I'm out of there early. <laughs> as a fan, it was pretty gnarly. You know, I, Dude, I went to Millville. As a, and as a it, journalist, it was pretty gnarly. It started with the first motos were at 12.05. The second moto was at 1.05. The next moto was at 2.10. And the last one was at 3.10. Like, you would literally walk Dude, in. No. You, 
I barely had time to talk to anybody. Yeah. You know, I got it's there kind crazy of right how, when practice how, how starts. So I understand how busy everyone is in the pits. As a fan, even as a friend of everybody, it was pretty crazy, pretty yeah. ridiculously fast. You know, I mean, I, I, I almost it, – it's such a – you know, I like it to be drawn out a little bit. Yeah. As a fan, you don't even have time to go get a beer or anything. It's tough, man. But it's the live TV schedule. But, you know, as a fan at home, I love watching. I'd, I'd hate to have the intermission in between. Yeah. It's nice to go bang, bang, bang. But as a fan being at the races, it was definitely a, and well, I think, I think a it's. I think I understand where they're coming from. They're, they're doing that for the TV package, and that's going to make the series better and all that. And, and that's awesome. But once again, who does it fall back onto? It falls back onto the teams mm-hmm. that have to get their guys out there, that have to get the bikes ready, that have to get their rider ready. You know what I mean? It's and never in there. What's the rule? It has to be at least a forty-five minute in between. But the, dude, there's these guys. I mean, luckily we didn't have a bad heater. You know, where no, it was we just, didn't really have any, yeah. and we didn't have a bad mudder. Could you, know? you guys swap a motor out in that quick? I don't even. Yeah, you yeah, could, you but could. No, not one, not one guy. You, yeah, you, just you think would need if a helper. Just think if like you, were you John, and your dad, Cody you Gilmore, your, would be. Yeah. yeah, and I remember yeah. Dad did it one time at uh, at Binghamton. I blew up a motor, and he had one other guy helping him, and they got it swapped out. And that was, you know, I think that was even when you had a half hour between motors. Yeah, it's two stroke days. Too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Um, so all right, um, Josh Hill back or not? Practical will be. Uh, Practical is back yep. for sure, one hundred percent. Josh Tickle is Josh looking. Tickle? Re- I'm sorry, Josh Hill yeah. is looking really, really good to come back. Come back. Um, he's in Australia right now, has had a couple difficulties over the weekend working on those. And, uh, he's down there just to get seed time and mm-hmm. race. Um, he might be coming back next week to do some testing. Um, so that's where we're coming at. back to America. Yeah. There's a month break. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and what about this 250 RCH 250 team that, that rumor is out there? Show up at Anaheim and you'll see. Oh, Danny. It's it's that, that's, I, can't, I can't be there. Can't I'll never know. I don't talk about people speculating because that's all it is. is yes, speculating. No, it's, yeah. it's it's complete. Right. Horseshit. I know everything. It's, it's jab com- jab. I'll say it's complete horseshit. Which speculating or the team? Both. Okay. <laughs> Both are complete bullshit. Um, yeah, makes complete sense though. Denny, uh, again, uh, one of the guys you used to work with, Josh Grant, re-signed with JGR while we were gone. Uh, thoughts on that? <clears throat> I think it's you know. I'm, I'm happy that, uh, you know, he's an old friend and, uh, you know, I kind of helped get him on JGR back in, uh, when I was doing the managerial stuff for him. And mm-hmm. it was a good fit then. Um, you know, I think he, he eventually left the team, I think, that year because he wanted to move back to California because he was having a baby and stuff. He wanted his family around for that and uh, made a few couple loops around the, the pits and ended up back there. So yeah. and now I know that they're a little bit more lenient on what he does. And he had a decent year this last year. He seems to kind of get along with those guys and. I'm happy. Anytime uh, you got a guy that's not uh, looking for a ride, yeah. that's got to be good news. Watson, what do you think about that? Uh, Grant, Grant going back to JGR. I like that decision. Yeah, I, I like. I like. I think the JGR guys um, have a good program, and I think Josh is, is comfortable there. Oh. Um, I, I really, you know, think that you know. I hope he signed a one-year deal. So uh, he did. He did because I think if he has a one solid year under him with no injuries and continues to get good results, he's going to do really well for himself. Dude, next year, the end of twenty fourteen, everybody They're is all up. up yep. But but Ryan Dungey and Ryan Villapoto. Yep, I think that's that's about it. Yep. Wow, that's going to be insane. I'm sure some guys will settle beforehand. But. Well, if everybody keeps getting their ass smoked by those two, it seems pretty irrelevant then, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's a good point. Uh, Christian Craig retired, or actually just quit. Uh, if he, you, you, have, you, if you retire, s- you 
you have money that you just don't work anymore. I think, yeah, yeah. he just he's changing professions. Bum and, deal though, bummer deal. Kid was fast. He, I, it, I, he, I talked to him at Redbud, and you know, I told him, you know, he I said, hey, and I said we might have some spots open. You know, keep in touch. Yeah, I have that lights team. Lights team. Lights yeah. team. And I talked to him a couple times, and uh, that was that kind of came out of the blue for me. But you know, if you really think about it, it's pretty smart. He's had a, he's had injury, big injuries, yeah. like back injuries, yeah. back yeah. injuries, wrist injuries. And you know what? I think he has a good head on his shoulders, and I think that you know a lot of kids should really look to see what he's doing. Really, he's honest yeah. because I think yeah. he's honest with himself. Right. I think he says, you know what? I'm not making a lot of money. I'm jeopardizing my health when I get older. Yeah. I'm still young enough where I can go back to school, get an education, and have a career instead of you know racing for five or six years and be 27, 28 years old and don't have a pot to piss in, yeah. and then start over. Then you know what I mean? So. Right. That's that's um, my theory. Nice riding style when he healthy and went on it. Yeah, he was, he's uh, he was something to watch on a bike. He was definitely one of the kids who were capable, and that's why he, I think kept getting good rides from. Is he uh, was capable of any moment of pulling something out pretty spectacular. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call if you want to uh, chat. Moto Denny Stevenson, Kenny Watson in studio. Uh, Mike Jones, Brian Swink, Jeff Matasevich, Cody Gilmore, all coming on the show, and uh, Jason Thomas at some point will come on too. Which uh, at that point. Danny, can, I, can I uncork the Chad Reed question? Yes, then? you can uncork the, the okay. Chad Reed I'm question. I'm really then. frustrated with this. You know? uh, I've line... been trying to tweet with Chad. He'll he'll respond, but he just gives me no answer. <laughs> it's very it's frustrating. It's very you frustrating as a fan too? at home. You too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about Chad uh, not going with you guys? There was obviously Chad being Chad. He let it be known out there in the social media world and everything. Yeah, that and... was that was his. You know, we we've talked we talked to Chad a couple times, and yeah. um, he he's the only reason why he ended up going and doing his own thing is because he's feels really strong about his own program yeah. and wasn't ready to let that You wouldn't yet. take his his guys. No, you couldn't no, do it. Right. No, right, it wasn't right. that at all. And I think that had a lot to do with it. No, yeah, you couldn't take them with guys. Right. No, and yeah. I think that was a lot to do with it. He has a lot of faith in his guys, and he really believes in his yeah. guys and his program and his sponsors. And I, you can't be mad at him. No, we, yeah. I wish, we wished him the best. And, you know, we gave him an opportunity where he could have done really well and made some good money. Yeah. And But he decided that he wanted to do it, and it was, you know – would would you agree with me? His his options at this point seem like KTM or Cowie, Husky, right? Husky. I mean, are Husky if they pull it together, if they figure something out? Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. I mean, I've been hearing all kinds of crazy shit, but what what I think, truthfully, what I think he's gonna do, and this is just me, yeah, my speculating. No, not speculating. <laughs> what I think he's gonna do, right? For some reason, I think he's gonna team up with Mitch. That's I agree. I agree on a that makes sense thing. because Mitch has the program, mm-hmm. you know. But once again, but how is Mitch? Chad wants control. Yeah, and Mitch wants control, and two controlling guys like that teaming up yeah. is a recipe for disaster. And also, too, me. we all know Mitch Payton. He he's probably one of the few teams in the sport that are making money. You know, what I mean, he makes money from this team. Uh. I mean, he puts a lot into it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's got a very successful program. Is he going to lay cash out to Chad Reed's program? No, no Def, way. No way. Right. No way. Is so Mitch how- shutting down the four a four fifty team then? With, yeah, not with, having with it. With team going to two fifty yep. again, and yep. But they yeah. have it. But then I've heard like uh, he's got the truck still. You know, it's still there. And I don't know how that works. Or I mean, I guess it's better. Yeah, just, I don't know. I mean, I heard they small. lost. They they lose Traxxas. They lost Traxxas. Uh, I don't know if they lost on the 250 team, but that was supposed to be the 450 guy, and it yeah, never worked. Yeah, they right. lost them. Um, I know that, you know, Mitch is 
deal was because he wins races. And when mm -hmm. his program's not the way it used to be, I think a lot of those people that paid him a lot of money and when their contract's up, if he's not back winning, I think that's something that he's going to have to deal with that he's never dealt with before. Yeah. And, you know. So you think. You that, think... Guy's, that guy's program is far none the best, I think, even when he's not winning. Mm -hmm. So right. I, I, I think he'll be, he'll pull it. And I know he, he gives everything he has. You know, he yeah. puts it in front of anything. Uh, all right, AJ's on the phone. AJ, you've been on hold for a while. Thank you. What's up, man? Um, I just had a um, because you like earlier in some shows you said like the Supercross format should change a little bit. Yeah. So like this is like you know how they did twenty laps in the main. Mm hmm So I was thinking like every fifth lap was ever leading like the fifth lap like five laps going ten laps fifteen and twenty. Whoever is leading that should get an extra point. Just to change it up. Would they I don't just know. would they be leading the fifth lap only, or would they have to have led the most laps at lap five? Which one? What, what do you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have to lead the most laps. Okay, whoever leads the most laps, lap five. right? Uh, sure. You know what? I've said it time and time again. Just do something. Put a joker lane in. Change the points around. Um, they are bringing the semis back, Kenny. From what I from what I believe. Oh really? Yeah, bringing semis back. Did which, you have a part of that? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, you had a part with the, the name change though. I did. Okay. I truly did. Okay, perfect. Not and one last thing. <laughs> you sorry, sorry to cut, cut you off there. Steve. Yeah, no problem. Um. Okay, this whole two fifty points, you get a matter of points. So does that apply for everyone, including Michael Lexi? Two two fifty points being lights, right? What do you yeah. mean? What about it? Sorry, I missed your question. Like I mean, so like you're saying, okay, like you know how you lied to him like he won the championship, yeah. so he has to move up. Oh, he doesn't have to move up. Will Hahn, he, he, he has to move up. In Supercross, they have to move up. Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, so does that not apply for Nationals? Because I see Mike is riding yeah, yeah. the light spike now. Yeah, it does not. If does, that's true. It does not apply for Nationals. There's no, no eligibility rules in Nationals at all. And in Denny's day, you would see 250 Supercross and 125 outdoor riders all day long. Um, yeah, they didn't have specific 125 teams necessarily. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen now. If no. you, you can't seem to race... A different class. I don't understand that really. Yeah, yeah. Really I, I guess Will's going to try it next year. That'll yeah, be something yeah I think Will's going to try so, it. So, where would you guys see Michael Leslie finishing outdoors if he's riding the light bike? And who's, who's, yeah, well, it's, I, that's first, the word. That's, that's the first I've heard of this. That's the word. With like, who? His own motor concepts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Him and Purcell, right? I, I, think per, that deal, I think that deal's off for Purcell. So, I don't know. Um, that's a good I don't see it going that well, to be honest. AJ. I think it comes with a pretty, pretty significant uh, equipment deal at that point. Is he going to be able to have the same type of anything yeah. to compete with? Oh, yeah, Geico or Mitch? What? Yeah, because at the Verb Classic, he was racing a Honda, so I have no idea. Yep. Honda 250F. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, Kenny, what was this all about? What was the sign language and all that? Well, that's a good class. You can run the boring stroke in. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> don't start with that already. I'm just joking. Tony, if you're listening, that was yeah. a joke. Uh, yeah, d please, please. Tony, don't, don't freaking shoot me. You're out of your mind, dude. <laughs> that guy's going down. Uh, thanks, AJ. No problem. Thank you. Um, I don't know how Mike would do outdoors 250s. I think rougher. Rougher than... The, he, I, I think he thinks it's going to be easier. Do you? Hell no. <laughs> no right? Dude, those kids are freaking right. nuts. Right. Just watching, like you said, watching El Elsinore with those guys swerving and yeah. just... it's. 
It's a certain mindset that what, a 25-year-old, 26-year-old Michael Lessie may not well, be Well, it goes back to there's boy strength and men strength. There's yeah. boy insanity and men insanity. <laughs> and the boys are definitely not here on a bike. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. What's your question, man? Yo, what's good, dude? Nothing, man. We're chilling with Denny Stevenson and Kenny Watson, bro. Hell yeah. Old school shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, easy guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, ser- on a more serious note, though, but... uh. Kenny, you said that, like, you know, you kind of agree with Christian Craig retiring. And, uh, I mean, like, then you kind of feel that's kind of like a conflict of interest because, like, I feel like more people are going to wind up quitting, like, you know, in the next few years, like, more, you know, prematurely than they would have in the past because, you know, let's face it, like, being a pro motocrosser is kind of a joke of a career these days. So, I mean, like, I just wanted to see, like, what you really, like, what you think about that, like, where the sport's heading. I don't understand what you meant by a conflict of interest. How would that towards who? I mean, I guess kind of towards you. I mean, like, wouldn't you be kind of, like, out of a job in the sense that the, if it got bad enough where there was no riders coming up, like, not as many? Ah. Well, Hart, I got, I got, Terry Hart will never stop I got news for you. Uh, I'm a team owner now. I'm not a team manager. I'm a general manager, and I took a step backwards, and I hired a new team manager. So uh, I'll always have a job because, you know what? I work for Kerry Hart, and he is rich. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. There's it's, always it's, gonna be guys. It doesn't. Out. I mean, it's not with me. It's the whole industry in itself. I think that it might open up a lot of people's eyes where these guys getting 20th place need to make a living. You know what I mean? Maybe he's setting the standard, like, and people follow his footsteps and saying, "Hey, you know what? I ain't making no money. I'm getting yeah. hurt, and maybe it's going to open some people's eyes when there's, you know." 15 guys on the line. I don't know if you watch. I watched that Australian race. Dude, they have seven or eight guys in a heat race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I, I've heard, like, even at, like, the, the Seattle rounds. Like, I don't know if it was this year, but I think in the years past, you know, I haven't really – I just really kind of got back into riding probably about a year ago. But uh, supposedly they, they had a hard time, you know, keeping that gate full because, you know, the private, there's really no privateers showing up anymore. It's just, you know – there's no incentive to do it, you know. Why bust your ass for nothing, you know? When everyone else, you Hold know, on a second, there's a few Hold people here, making a bunch of money, and everyone else is just, Steve, you know, collecting the scraps. Steve, here's what. Here's a little, and and certainly everyone likes to talk about Wesson Pike, and how he deserves a ride, and how guys like Kenny are screwing him over, and things like that. But here's hey, I agree said? with the economical thing. Like I understand that there, if there's if there really isn't that much money to go around, no, but, but there's obviously someone making money. So yeah. I mean, I don't I don't believe in socialism, but, no, but you know, Steve, Steve, here's my point. I mean, here's my point. Weston Pike is a main event rider for the most part. He missed three mains out of 17. Last place in the main event pays two grand, plus any contingency you can get. If you're at a Weston Pike level, you can probably get a little bit of money from your gear guy, 10 grand or something. You can get, my point being, Weston Pike races Supercross and makes $8,000 a month. Yes, he's paying some expenses, but, you know, this poor privateer thing, there's a series bonus money too as well. I'm not saying they're getting rich, and I'm not saying... But this whole, like, these guys are making nothing is a little – it's two grand a month to make a main event. Two grand a race. I mean, weekend. okay, a main event, but, like, say, like, the, out, the outdoors, though. Like, it costs it's a tough. serious amount yes. of money to keep a bike. Yes. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a national rider and you're practicing two or three times a week, like, that's a lot of wear and tear on your bike. Danny was and four a- strokes aren't cheap. I feel like, okay, they make mo- – no, I'm not saying they're not making any money, but the cost of doing business is it ain't getting cheaper. Two to three times a week, Danny was a factory rider not even riding that much. Hey, however much they ride, you and I both know to keep a machine running. And if you're, you know, if you're a good rider, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say all riders beat up their bikes, but I'm sure, you know, a lot of them do. I think you have an awesome, I think you have a really good point, but 
this, the point that you're bringing up has been the point for the last 20 years in my eyes. The riders should get together, but they never will. Exactly. <laughs> Until that happens, it's, it is. And you know what? It is what it is. And people race motorcycles because they love it. And th- it's not going to hurt it. People are still going to race dirt bikes. And that's just the bottom line. And they choose to do that for a living. Yeah, no, the, the entries are capped. They're capped at 80, and there's more than – there's guys waiting. Exactly. There's guys waiting to get and in. And there's – you know what? Yeah, no one's twisting, no one's twisting their arm and saying – you're going to be a professional motocross racer. Don't go to school. Don't do this. They have the option. They have. And you that's agree what with me, ch- though, about the Weston Pike thing? Like, I mean, I, I, Weston's a great rider, but yeah. there's a lot of people being like. Oh, everyone wants to make more money in life. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everyone eight wants grand to- a month is not a bad living for anybody. It's, it's and, a hard living, eight grand a month for what he's doing. I mean, it is. I mean, but he chooses to do yeah, that. No, no, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. It's just like this whole concussion thing with the NFL. You know, just because these guys say they're going to get a concussion doesn't going to stop them from playing. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, you sign well, up. That's the way it is in our sport, dude, in you the NFL. Sign up for what you sign up for, you know, but you definitely got to, you know, it'd be nice if they made more money, like you said. And our I, I sport. Think, I think motor guys wish our sport. Yeah. I mean, I wish they did make more yeah. money, but uh, – it is what it is, and like you said, it doesn't seem to be waning the interest. All right, Steve, we got to run, man. Thank you for calling. And hey, the last yeah, topic. Take it easy. Hey, the last topic on with this guy saying, if you really go back and look at it, out of the last say twenty years in motocross, you could probably count on two hands how many people retired successful and never have to do worry about money. And those kids coming up and their parents know that. Yeah. So that's your decision if you want to chase that dream. And a lot more guys are making money than when I raced, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of guys are making more living. There was what not, was your championship bonus? Uh, $25,000. 25 grand to win a lights, a 250 Supercross title. Son of a bitch. Yeah, but, dude, <laughs> 25 grand was Hey, I was living good. large. Yeah, I mean, 1990, 170 grand. I think what I made for the year was a lot of money. I mean, but, and I didn't know any better. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, like, stoked. I wasn't really worried about the money at that time. You just yeah. want to race. Uh, Eric, what's up, man? Yeah, this kind of goes along with the guy before, like, uh, what about, like, Travis Baker? Is he going to be done and quit and give it up? Or I heard he, I heard he did, actually. I, I don't know for sure, but I heard Travis, Lance Vincent quit, uh, Travis Baker perhaps quit. Uh, I haven't heard for sure, man. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. He had a lot of talent. That was a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, for sure. Maybe And maybe we'll see him at the West Coast stuff. You know, I don't know, but it's one of those, one of those deals. Yeah, you know, you got to make that decision. Get in or, or get out or, or keep trying, you know? So. Cool, thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, Sinjin. Kenny. What oh. up? What's going on, man? Uh, you know who's not quitting, though, is uh, the number 74 of Jimmy Albertson. Who's, who's not what? Quitting? Quitting. You got two beds in your room? Oh. Someone that's not quitting? Um, no. Hey, my question is, well, first. Um, Kenny, what's the chanceability that you become the co-host again since you've been back in Vegas he's now? Not, he's not listening to you. Go ahead and ask again. He has his headset off. Is he back on headset now? Now he is, yes. Okay, uh, Kenny, what's the chanceability of you becoming a co-host again considering you live in uh, Las Vegas again? I think you do. I do not live in Las Vegas again in zero. What? I, th- I thought you moved back Ooh, to no. the, uh, you know, my business. Issues. My business partner won't let me do it. He says he hates Steve Mathis, and if I do that, um, you raped her. Oh, okay, okay, whatever, whatever. Uh, my question for you is, uh, <clears throat> I've seen that Brady Kiesel is hanging out with uh, Alessi, and I know he got that ride for Elsinore he rode on their team. Is is he going to be signed for next year I on uh, Moto Concepts? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Kiesel is a good rider, but I, I put Moto Concepts higher than Kiesel. There's like, I don't yeah. Oh, maybe Jake Canada's still out there needing a ride. <laughs> yeah, Moto Concepts will love him. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, do you see him on that team? I just no, nothing to shit on Kiesel, but I right. don't think he's deserving of that ride quite yet. Uh, I don't know. It's a good point. I'm not talking to Mike Genova right now. So uh, you guys aren't on good terms. Not after his insane text to me. No, no. Right, right now, I, I don't know. But uh, I know they were talking to Purcell for a little bit. I think that fell apart. Um, good. I don't want French people in here. There are a lot better riders than Brady Kiesel. No offense to Brady, looking for a ride though. Yeah, I, I would agree, but. Sometimes, as Kenny can tell you, speed is the last thing that comes in. Sometimes it's do you hey, bring hey, a spo- do you bring a sponsor? You know. Do you bring the money? Uh, is your sister hot? Um, I lots think of he does have a hot sister. I think doesn't he? I don't know. I, I think he does. Okay, That's Josh, yeah. she hangs out with Josh Hall. That's probably where I've seen. Oh, her. So there we go. Um, maybe you know, they're, they're, that's a really good family though. The Kiesels, they're they're really good people. Really, really good people. Yeah. So well, no, I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying. Right. Hey, uh, and he didn't really do that bad. I mean, he, he had his up and down. Yeah, he had some good races. Yeah, for sure. He switched. He left Rock River. He was getting like 15s and 16s and stuff on Rock River, and then he left Rock River to go back to 1110. Never scored a point again on a Honda. It was really well, weird. I think that was because 1110 is more consistent. You know, they're just a better team. Yeah. They're always yeah. there week in and week out. They they're, have great. Very, hey, let me ask you a question. Were they, very good point. Were they there every week in, week out? No. I don't think they were. Steve, let me they ask were. you a question. Why yes. are you always bashing? Eleven ten. Like I hear you something like on your podcast, you you and JT were laughing about someone won a eleven ten. No, yeah, one kid. of the one of the choices JT had for his fantasy moto because yeah, finished. but you guys were like like bagging on him. Like yeah. what, what's the inside joke there? Just that Chad Sander is just he's been unreliable for a while now with his team. You know he didn't. I show don't know what you're talking about. He's very reliable, but. Um, you just you just shit talk to everyone, man. I don't I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A good team. Yeah, that that's it. That's a good point. So, All right, well, have a good show, Kenny. I miss you. All right, buddy. Thank you for the call. All right, later. See ya. So, really? I, didn't, I don't know anything yeah, about that I, whole I deal. I mean, just, you know, they didn't show up in Minneapolis for P.J. Larson. So that makes them, like, that makes them worth getting bashed and talk crap on? Um, you when you know. don't show up for a race? Yeah, you don't know what happened. You, maybe uh, you didn't have the money. Maybe your truck broke. Maybe you ran out of gas. You never well, know. So you're going to... No, that wasn't gonna, just the only time. It was I mean, what happens if there's someone listening to your show that was maybe interested in helping him, and then you're bashing him? Uh, they can certainly help him. Um, what? Why would they go off my recommendation? Why wouldn't they call Chad Center I, I'm up? I'm just saying, like, I don't think yeah. that's... Okay, right, I'm right. just wondering and asking. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, RacerX, uh, RacerX, BTOsports.com, Pulpamex Show, uh, live on Monday night. Mike, Mike Jones coming up. Mike Jones, Mike Jones. You know that song? Yeah, that's a rap song, right? Yeah, yeah. Sung by? I don't know. Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, I know Mike Jones was a rapper. Yeah. Swing. Hey, Jess, why don't you look that up? I've got it. Yeah. Hit oh, you got it. Yeah, we could we could bring him into it. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. <laughs> Probably heard it a time or two. Oh, you've heard it. It's like a, um, it's a good one. <laughs> all right. What else? What else happened? Uh, Kenny, we've covered next year for you guys. We covered your. Your 250 team coming in hot. Yeah, that's gonna be. Series. It's a lot of work, but uh, um, yeah, we're we're definitely. Working hey, uh, on it. did we get Not, questions uh, for these guys for X Brands? Did you get those? Yes. From a you Corey do those, Moser. You do those real quick? No, let's. Uh, yeah, let's do those. Let's do uh, the X Brand goggle tear off segment. Can I go get a piece of pizza? No. It's the X Brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q and A. All right, here we go. Uh, X Brand goggles, uh, the goggle of choice of champions Ooh. everywhere. Pulp Show 13 saves you 30% off. X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. Um, Why did they change the name? What do you mean? Weren't they, weren't they a different spelled differently? It's X-Brand or X-Brand. You can spell it either. You spell E-X-E-K-S, or wasn't there X-Brand? Like and then there's letter. an X, too. There's two ways to spell it. 
Oh, yeah. I just, I'm wondering. I just remember when they came out, I was spelled one way, and then all of a sudden I see it differently on the straps later. It was X. Yeah, I don't know when it came out if it was always spelt that way or not. I'm not even sure. It was sure. not. No. Um, uh, these are uh, rapid-fire questions. You got 15 seconds or less to answer them, Denny and Kenny. Hey, our names Denny, rhyme. Denny and Kenny. That's cute. You guys should have, you guys have like tight. a morning show, Denny, Denny and Kenny, Kenny show. We didn't have fighting. When's the first time you ever met Kenny, Denny? When he was Deegan's mechanic, I'm pretty sure. Was it before then? No. Probably 1995? 19, uh, 95 was when I first met you. Because what happened was I went there, and I knew Denny a little bit from at the beginning of the season and um, during the Supercross series. And I was supposed to live at Deegan's house with Deegan and his dad and his family. And Denny and I, you know, hung out a couple times, and I was talking to him about it, like what a shit show it was, and I didn't want to stay there with his family. And he said, well, come on over here. You can stay here. Me and Don. No, no. he had his own spot. Yeah, yeah. So I got to go stay in his basement for, you know, Deegan was really okay with that, though? No, he didn't care. I, I mean, we had a shop. Like a, it was like an aluminum building that I used to go work at every day. Oh, okay. And I would just take off and go work and come back and hang out with Denny. Had a good time. Did he have purple Bill hair or pink hair? Junior. Uh, might have. I don't know. Bill Junior. There was a lot of people who used to come through our doors. Being Midwestern, right. J Bone would come through, Padge would come through. Bud Man. Bud Man would No, stay. I'll tell you what, Sometimes it was before when was that when I worked for Birdie. Because in, oh, in 93, I had that black box truck. Remember when Bud's bike used to break in half and we had to go get it welded, welded. from Junior? Yep. And take it down that to the shop. The yep. Cowie, yep. It, had, it had 27 like cracks in the frame. Yeah. yeah that was, it was basically a chopper. Kind of talking quality control back then wasn't, it, it wasn't Bud, the But That was all Bud had, and uh, he was getting the bikes from HSKS thing down in So Florida. how did Watson come into it? Because I was staying at his house, and Bud Man didn't have him. He didn't have No, him. I said, how did you meet him? You can't say you were staying at his house. I said, how did you meet Just from the races. Danny. Just oh, from okay. the races, all maybe right. through Phil and all those guys. All right. Swinkster, maybe down at Swinkster's, but. Yeah, we used to come down and ride at Swinkter's house in Ocala and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember like we used to we went to the Coliseum a couple times in Orlando or uh, Jacksonville or Gainesville. Gainesville. Gainesville, Gainesville yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's do this. We'll start with you. Okay. Totally. All right. I love yeah. this guy right here. Yeah. How many times have you left the circle since the end of the outdoor season? Um. Left the circle. What's the circle? Answer it and then and then explain. Fifteen seconds is three up. to four. Three to four. Uh, I, I travel so much, you know, and I'm going to Germany next week for the Mocross Nations. And oh, the circle. The, I, the yeah, I, I have a circle that I, I it's more in, of a square. Oh, it, here in, in town, yeah. around my house right now. Right. It's got, and inside the circle is a drugstore, the bank, a grocery store, restaurants, um, everything I need, everything I need. Can I, I get I, you outside the circle this weekend? Yes, because yes, the circle, yeah, airport and Excalibur are very far. My movie theaters. Just outside of it, so I got to venture. I'm just kind of a homebody. I don't like to go because I travel so much. I think I'm just like that. I, it gets worse you get, when you get done traveling. It yeah. becomes like I'm that way now. I'm like fuck it. I don't want to leave. Do anything. Like I spent 30 <laughs> years on the road. I don't want to even leave my house. Yeah, I just I almost had a panic attack coming here. I'm like I gotta go to the airport. Yeah, what do I have to do now? What, how many? Right. I, how many can I have two ounce bottles in a bag? What, I, I don't even know what's going on here. You know, I gotta go to down to California coming up here for for a story and stuff and. I'm like, I don't want to go, and it's three hours, and I'm just like... Yeah, I was thinking about rescheduling this thing again. <laughs> no, you weren't. Oh, God. <laughs> I think All we, right. I was going for Anaheim 1. Next question. All right, Denny. Which current rider would you not want to line up against in a dash for cash race? Well, I, th- I think it's pretty ob- obvious. I think Villapoto's got the raw speed, and I, I always said in four laps in Arena Cross, I could beat anyone in the world at just raw, straight speed. And I think Villy would obviously, you know, he could definitely handle the straight speed just... 
he, he's, he's fast. And, but nobody, nobody intimidated. Nobody. And no one else. I, no. Stewart, maybe he can go with some raw speed. But uh, I, I think he could take Dungey in a four-lap dash for cash. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> even warm up to rap, like 30 seconds in the race. That's yeah. already over. So. What was the biggest pot you won in uh, dash for cash? $2,500. Quarter ounce? Right. Yeah. $2,500. <laughs> $2,500. $2, and uh, usually it was at Denver or Dallas where the, all the rich, a lot of money was there, a lot of egos. Guys would be bidding and just throwing money yeah. in and they'd be drunk. And you'd be on a start line just going, it's getting how much now? Okay. Yeah. And then you start talking. And you know, it was, was it winner take all? Winner take okay, all. Yeah, so so nothing- you just stop looking at the guys next to you because it's getting serious now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to probably make more in 30 seconds. You could probably make all weekend. Was did you ever do a deal it? with your guy next to you when it was big money and going, hey, Let's just split it. We did discuss that, but then egos get in the way, yeah. and yeah, it's like you know what? <laughs> Never well, who's works. Gonna, who's gonna let win then? Yeah, right, right. so it was thirty. It was four laps, so two minutes maybe. I don't know. Tra- yeah. Lap time was twenty three seconds. 27. All right, next question. Okay, uh, Kent, who do you think would make a good team manager for the MyPlash Yamaha team? Steve Lampson. I think you're gonna be a future. You're gonna be a fortune teller here. Why? What? I heard he got the job. Oh, he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bullshit. You knew that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What, I thought Ryan Morris was. Nah, he uh, went to KTM. Went to KTM. Oh, see all this stuff's going on around here? Yeah. Why, was this on Racer X? I, didn't, I, didn't I don't think it was. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Was it no, on Lemmy Pol- got it, though. He did? Did you really know that? Mm. Well, he, he, wasn't he a team manager a while back? He's been, yeah, he's been team manager for Moto Concepts, uh, Team Tedder, um, MDK, Honda back in the day. I think he's in a struggle there, though. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, you need a, you need a, an owner that backs you, and I don't know if that owner of the star backs the manager all the I time. Think, yeah, I think he wants to he wants you know? to control it and call It's like the you shots. telling Hill something, and Hill going to Hart, and Hart being like, don't listen to him, just that, do this. Well, like I said, I don't know if you were listening. I'm not the team manager no more. Well, whatever more. you are. When so, you were. When you were. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have to deal with that crap no more. Right. All right. All right, second question. Steve, what is the biggest or best rumor you've heard so far this offseason? Porcel, I think it's the big news. Will he sign with anybody? Will what's he doing? Yeah, I know he was Are talking. We still to, talking about Purcell. I know he was talking to Valley, and I know he was talking to Moto Concepts. Valley, so. yeah, Valley's back. But Cunningham, right? Yeah, or or, or his team. That light, it's 250. Hard yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, 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 com- we're combining. Oh, okay. Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valley. Yeah. It's all coming. Yeah. That's funny because yeah. uh, that's funny because I don't I don't know if that he if he's done over there yet. Who? Kyle Cunningham? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Denny, tell us something about Godbod, a.k.a. Dave Castile, that most people don't know. Hold on a second before you say that. Keep in mind, Tits and Moser. They're very close. They very idolize close. Godbod. They, they want his life. They want to be him. They want, to be, does, in, they want to be inside of him. Doesn't? Creepy things like yeah, that. When did he, how did he become such a movie star? Is what I, I, I don't know. know. Okay. So with that in mind, don't break his heart. I, when he guys. has these guys like they're worshiping the ground he walks on. Like, he could shit in their mouth. Yeah, he has calf implants. For sure, he could. He has calf implants. He could poop poop in there. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Calf Calf implants. implants? And pack implants. That's not not real. Okay. He's artificially enhanced. I hope you're serious. He is. Next time, take a pin. Pop those son of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Time a gel squirt out. His eyes turn red. I think he's an alien. That's funny. He's he's in uh, Fast and Furious right now in Atlanta. Doing Fast and Furious. Yeah, I mean, really. Number seven, number eight. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. He... I don't know. I'm amazed by it. All right. I can't. Right, I'm glad I flew in his private jet one time, though. I did. Once, twice, too. Oh, yeah. But, man, remember he couldn't pee? Thought he was going to have a bladder infection. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you really have a jar of the Southwick sand? No. You are a fucking <laughs> moto geek. <laughs> 
Wow. Right. The worst part is he got that out of Dowd's pants. <laughs> Steve's all, no. <laughs> all right, next question. Can yeah. someone send that to you, or did you do it yourself? I'm not talking about that anymore. <laughs> I'm not talking about my job. If someone yeah. sent that to you, I could see, okay, but if you did that yourself, you got issues. All right, Kent. You're out of your mind, dude. Out of all the writers you have worked not only with. Did I, sorry, not only did I do that myself, a guy took a photo of me doing it and, was, and Twittered me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> so how, <laughs> At stupid, the race. how stupid are you going to feel when you go back there next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my sand and dump it out there. Dump it back. <laughs> did, okay. you, did, did you bring your own mason jar or did somebody give you one out there? No, Pookie got me the jar. Oh, so it was planned out. <laughs> oh, my God. Look how stupid you're feeling. Right? <laughs> I've to, never seen him to, quite as embarrassed. To be honest. He is so embarrassed be, right now. To I be honest. No, no. I'm not that I embarrassed. Think I got I think it's a good idea. I, I got it out. To be honest, though, when, when I brought it home, like, what? This seemed like so cooler, so much cooler when I thought of this idea. Now I got a jar of sand. It's just like an old baseball stadium shutting down, and they take the dirt and put yeah. it in the thing and say, yeah. oh, yeah, I got it. I, I understand. All right. All right. Only, next, next. only if I liked the sport that much. All okay. right. Kent, out of all of the riders you have worked with, who would win in a beer drinking chugging contest? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good, great good job, question. Ivan Tedesco. There we go. Oh, you know what? He's. Yeah. No, no. I need to. I need to bring that back. Kerry Hart will smoke anyone in a shotgun beer contest. You don't work for Kerry Hart, though. I don't work for him. No, like His as a rider. Name is a, as a rider. He. I said. work for him. You were on the phone with me with him when he was yelling at me. Yeah. I was talking uh, riders. Okay, you with. I'll give you that technicality, dude. I w- I helped him when he raced. Ivan, let's see who Ivan Tedesco would be. Okay. All right, All right Steve. Third and final question for yeah. you: Who will be the fastest rider to not have a ride next season? Bobby Canari. Ivan Tedesco. Oh, okay. There we go. Maybe Tommy Hahn. He, uh, Tedesco is not. He, he's looking for a ride. He wants to. Ivan no, Tedesco. No. If anyone's listening, is not retired. He's unemployed. If you ask him. Okay. Okay. Denny, what is the best party you have ever been to? Jesus, it's a Pimpin', good one. I don't Pimpin know. Ho? Uh, you know, Fro's Halloween party was pretty epic. We had you know Jordan the boys playing in the swimming pool, the helicopter. The cops came. Alex was hanging in the closet. Cops the came. Cops. Yeah. I mean, it was something like that movie with that Party X or Project yeah. X. It was basically something along <laughs> those lines. So I was okay. If you're gonna do time, it, do it right. We're trying to track you 15 seconds. Hey, 15 seconds we're going to do. Okay, right. third and final question. In their prime, who would win in a race between Tedesco and Haney? What? What? Come on. Just, I, I don't make oh, he, he had a really good questions going until then. Look, nothing against Haney, but Tedesco waxes him. Ivan, I mean, I, I mean, uh, Ivan's a national natural, champion. Yeah, he's a national champion in two Supercross titles. Uh, Jesus, Moser. <laughs> and I think uh, Josh... <laughs> I don't know. Josh is certainly fast. Head to head, head to head. I've seen both those guys go at it, and they're pretty even. But line them up on a a track and let them go race with you know what thirty eight other guys. It's going to be right. Ivan's another one of those guys we kind of talked about who uh, wasn't the fast amateur guy. One of the guys, yeah, good point. Struggled at playing, you know, playing Ohio. His first national, he he just had a van. He just yeah, and it's kind of just built a built a brand and built him up and confidence and got yeah. on the Mitch bike and went out and just yeah, good point. Became a rock star. Uh, all right, everybody, we're taking our first commercial break of the night uh, here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing Race Texas. Oh, I missed that sound. I missed that those days so much. <laughs> brings a, brings a tear, man, you guys a tear to my eye. Uh, race Tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, 
Free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix. Thank you. We'll be right, yep. right back with Mad Mike Jones. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA... Proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years' experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. 
Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Pulp MX. Finally a show your father will approve of. That guy's going down. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
Mix Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Some journey. We're going we're gonna to maybe take the off-season off from Van Halen for a little bit. Yeah, go ahead, Kenny. Oh, yeah. We're going to uh, – Denny Stevenson's in the house. Kenny Watson's in the house. Uh, we're coming up with Mad Mike Jones. And uh, we love it. We're going to also present the uh, winner of the uh, autographed fly racing helmet. Um, so uh, we do. We ask you to show show us your pulpiness, and uh, the winner gets a choice of Michael Burns' helmet or uh, Matt Gerke's helmet. We got the winner. We're going to come up with that. Is Better. it autographed by Jason Thomas? No, autographed by the rider itself. Oh, that's. We also really have a race tech contest to talk about. A race tech. Uh, Suspension contest that's super cool we're going to do because uh, we're good people. And Race Tech Suspension, the official suspension of Cody Gilmore, among others. Hey, our first guest on the phone, uh, his appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Neck Braces. Atlas Neck Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period of engineers and biomechanical experts. Then it was tested on some of the best riders in the world. Villapoto and Weimar use it, atlasbrace.com. And uh, don't forget, the uh, end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Atlas Brace has it all, and Atlas is a great sponsor of the show. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, let's get to our, our next guest. He is a longtime top privateer in the sport, Mad Mike Jones. Hey, guys, what's happening? What's up, man? Uh, not just watching the Steelers play Monday Night Football for my team. So, oh, hey, that's t- about it. <laughs> tough year to be a Steeler fan, but they are tied right now. So, it, it, it is a tough year. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, I'm glad to be on. Well, hey, uh, D- Denny Stevenson's in the house. What's sir? up, Jonesy? Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Long time, long time. You. Yeah, you too. Yeah, for sure. Denny, Denny yeah. said he just finished uh, cleaning off the rubber marks off his uh, thigh from uh, you in 1990. <laughs> Just now, got him finally off. Believe it or not, that was I—I I want to say one of my favorite races, but um, it probably wasn't because I didn't get the win, and I would have liked to. But he always ran me down. I think I had about maybe fifteen second place finishes between him and Todd D. Hoop. So, um, but uh, I was Mister Second for sure. But now nah, Denny was a good rider, and his dad was a great mechanic and and coach as well, and uh, we had some good racing. Denny, the fear. When you knew Jonesy was behind you, the fear you had. It was one of those moments where you wanted to get by him and get away as fast as you could because, you know, Jones is a good, smart rider. He's like, and I always thought the same thing. If I can mark, park somebody, I'm going to have to, I won't have to deal with him anymore. And Jonesy's like, man, if I can get him as quick as, if he gets around me, if I can nail him in a second corner, the next corner, we might want to even things up here a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up with Mike and uh, obviously in 90, I, I think one of the most, I don't know if even Mike remembers, I remember in uh, 88 was my first year racing uh, Supercross, and him and Todd Hoop were going for the championship. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the last round was Meadowlands, and I was between the two of them on the gate. <laughs> and I think it was, you know, whoever won that race was going to win the championship. Yeah. And these two yeah. sons of bitches were uptight, <laughs> let's just say intense, you know. And I think getting me the, the board goes up, and I just start screaming, yelling and screaming. And looking at both, they're like, "Look at me! What the fuck's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Nan, I just need to loosen you guys up," you know. <laughs> and uh, and that was uh, and, and you did good at that race. I qualified, for, I think, both classes that night or something. It was my first podium, I think, was that night. Yeah, you got third. Cause I remember that's an old school one I watched on YouTube or something. Meadowlands. Yep. And and like yeah, that one was a bummer because I led the whole series, and uh, my teammate was Mike Rocco, and he actually um, 
passed me in the whoops and got out of control and hit me before I went in the tunnel when I fell. I got dead last, and I think, I think I finished like fifth, and Todd finished top three, and I finished like sixth or whatever it was, and he won the championship by a couple points, and, and Michael Rocco come up to my mechanic from Finland, Pete, and he says, I'm a, I don't apologize, I'm so sorry. He goes, I don't go for there, man, he'd kill you. <laughs> so, but, uh, it, yeah. We definitely had some fun times racing, for sure. You know what's funny, and I didn't even realize this, Jonesy, was I was talking to Denny, and Denny suggested getting you on here, and I remember the epic 125 Supercross battles, but I forgot they went into Arena Cross, too. Like, I, I didn't... Oh, yeah. I, I just forgot all about that, so... Mad Mike and Denny Stevenson again in Arena Cross. Yeah, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we renewed the rivalry and the madness, you know. I mean, 90 was Supercross, and then... Uh, you know, I think I'd rode a couple of arena crosses, and I think we'd battled a little bit. And then I came in full-time in 97, and just we were right back at it. And, you know, four times a, a weekend, two main events, heat races, dash for caches. Uh, Jonesy was always uh, one of the most fierce guys to race with. I, I talked about Jonesy a few times when I, you'd not try and come in a corner, and I'd try and block you, and you'd bring the barrel and me and just put us both in the cheap seats. <laughs> so yeah, would you say Jonesy? Yeah, all remember me. It's in my video. But then same with uh, Buddy Antonez and – and, uh, you know, Swap. I even got called out of doing steroids by one of the guys because I was with a bigger boy, but I was just a farm boy, you know, <laughs> just like to get aggressive. And, and uh, yeah, I definitely went into arena cross, too, and Danny and I were always battling for the dash for cash money every week, and I didn't ride the whole series, so he always ended up getting the overall anyway. But, um, yeah, he could go, for, you know, faster than anybody for four laps, and I was probably that guy, too, because I wasn't in the best shape as everybody else, and I wasn't as smooth. Uh, but, uh, I did. I did get a bunch of wins though, so that was fun. Yeah, you had a you had a good career, Mike, and it spent a long time. And you know, didn't get a factory ride, but certainly made a lot of money and raced all over the world. And and now you're doing some riding schools. Yeah, uh, at Mike Jones MX schools, and and uh, you know, I got two real top riders. I got Brock Pappy, which is 12 years old, and I got Brett Welch out of Oklahoma, which is probably one of the fastest 14 year olds uh, right now coming up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've won a bunch of championships between the two of them, and I'm real happy to be working with them. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to stay in the sport, and I'm back racing again. I did freestyle for 12 years, from 99 to about 2011. Um, I didn't race at all, and I got a bike again because I'm at the races with my kids. And oh, cool. They, they get a kick out of packing my gate and holding my bike, and, and uh, some of the other uh, vet riders come up and say it's an honor to race with me and get my autograph while my Ten and twelve year old kids are holding my bike, so they got a kick out of it. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just having fun at it, and uh, anybody wants to check it out, you know, you can get on uh, Facebook and and find me. But I um, don't have a website or any yet. I'm as, as busy as I want to be at the moment, so because yeah. I'm still doing freestyle shows too, Jeez. and racing on the weekends, and taking care of the house and the pool and the yard and, <laughs> and the track and here at Steel City. So yeah, I'm as busy as I want to be. That's for sure. Uh, Kenny, favorite memory of Mike Jones? What's Oh. Watson. I mean, I one, that, one, that, one that you can share <laughs> yeah. on the air. Do should we talk about the the bottle flipping, the quarter tossing? What the, do you the, want to the, talk the about? The man can flip a beer. I'll no, tell you that. The bu- one that we can talk about. It's racetrack. Bubble gum. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you the truth. I'm, I when I first started to hang out with Mike, it was pretty much after the race. His race deal was done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I followed him. You know, when him and Danny, I just remember Mike racing. He had the all-red Hondas with the red anodized wheels. I always thought that was cool back in the day. Yep. I thought his yep. his shit always looked on point. Like, his bikes looked good. He looked good. And uh, He always wore some wild gear, yeah. too. Was it like, did you have like a Euro? Like, was it I think Jonesy, Karachi, would, right? I think Jonesy, anybody who would pay him, Jonesy would be on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I never, really, I never was bad to a sponsor and didn't switch for yeah, you know, one week, one year to the next. But I had some European companies. So I raced a lot in Germany. I won three Supercross championships in Germany. And, right, right. And I had a company from Holland called Ferrochi. I rode for for years. And then I had uh, another company, OBG, that was real big in shoes and skatewear and stuff. And and they had a lot of money and uh, they they threw some my way. So I uh, I guess I had to wear it. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah no, I was yeah. always the the guy that came you know come out with the crazy European clothes and, and the different kind of bikes. And now, I did Chelsea, have a factory ride uh, with Yamaha for three years. I just didn't have the box fan and, and the support that the guys have now. That's all. Right. Now, Jonesy, weren't you one of the first guys to rock a Red Bull helmet, if I remember right? Yes. Yeah, myself and Tommy Flowers, I think, were the two first athletes in the U.S. And and uh, I actually have a picture of myself on the podium in 1995 in Munich, Germany at a hard cross. And Tom Carson, I think, got second or third, and I have a rebel can on the promoter's headstand in front of me. So that's how far Red Bull goes back. But yeah, I mean, you're um, the first time. Yeah, you're the first. Good... First, I'm sorry, but yeah, you're the first time I've ever seen, uh, even heard of them. And I remember asking you about them, and you tell me that they're, you know, strictly a European brand, and you're trying to break into the U.S. and stuff. And you were, yeah, Red you Bull, were the groundbreaker, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, and then now uh, I don't, I don't ride for them anymore. But um, you know, they tell you as long as you're going to be an athlete and riding, you're going to be part of Red Bull and. That all changed when when the European guy came in and took over the U.S. So, bit oh. of a bummer, but uh, I'm still good friends with the owner Dietrich over in over in uh, Europe, and and uh, hopefully you know maybe I'll get a job with him sometime soon or something like that. Wow! But the reason I'm doing this club is I want to stay in the industry, mm-hmm. and I love motocross. Obviously, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I hope so. It was crazy because uh, I think we were what race were we at, Mike? I want to say Mount Morris maybe, and he came up and. He's standing there, and he's like, can I get some takeoff plastic? And I'm like, well, go talk to Berlut. And he's, like, standing there. One of my mechanics was like, some, like, big dude that was, like, limping was, like, standing here, like, asking for plastic. And he's like, who was that guy? I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I go, Mike Jones? He's like, Matt Mike Jones? And I'm like, he's like, dude, he had a mechanic belt on it. It was, like, carrying a pit board. Yeah, Jonesy was back this year I'm like, a dude, he's a, he, dude, he's one of those guys. He's in it. He loves the sport, and he's out there. He doesn't get... That's one thing Jonesy really never had was that, like, you know, the ego thing, not too much at least. Dude, he would sacrifice. Yeah. I know in freestyle, I mean, well, let's go back to X Games' best trick. Were you really ever going to – did you ever – uh, did you ever succeed, successfully pull a barrel roll when you decided to just jump off the side of your bike that night? <laughs> um, actually, I did in the foam pit, and I was, wasn't wearing shoulder pads. Even sometimes I wasn't wearing a helmet because it was a foam pit, so I was being stupid, but – um, and then whenever I hit the ramp going to dirt, I obviously put shoulder pads on in case I did crash, and I didn't have the rotation with my head. And, uh, yeah, it was called the barrel roll over and play dead. And uh, it didn't work out so well. And you played I dead? the Playboy Mansion party that Red Bull had to stay at Travis's next to two days and fly out when my mechanic drove my rig out. So um, it was an all-around bummer for the weekend for me, for sure. Yeah, I remember so, that. I think uh, uh, my ex and I were sitting, Michelle and I were sitting, like I think, about 10 rows up right there at the landing. and. They're telling you're going to do a barrel roll. I'm like, holy shit, I've never seen a barrel roll. When did, when did Jones master this? And man, all of a sudden, you just you laid that son of a bitch upside down and dove. <laughs> dove straight to it. Like a, yeah. I mean, that was a gnarly crash. And, uh, you know, obviously, it would have probably broke me in half. But, uh, yeah, you hit that clay at about 30 miles an hour head first. That Kenny, was gnarly. Kenny, you should have told your mechanic, Harry, let me get the guy back here. Let me put a crown royal bag over his head. Now do you recognize him? Right. Because that was Jonesy's move for radical jump. That was, yeah. uh, Kenny, I still... I actually still need a seat because I cut my seat for freestyle and I didn't like jumping my 450, so I just taped it back on and put the cover back over it. 
I can't get a full seat, so we need to get one someday. Yeah, no problem. I'll give you the number over there to Cernix. He'll help you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, I got you. Exactly. I, got, I got you, Jonesy. No, the thing I was, We're here the thing I was working for with Steve Roman. That's how I help him out. He's um, dating my daughter, and I train him, and, and uh, he's the one I was helping out at. Like, you know, Dill, I helped him out. And Don uh-huh. Morrison, the races I can, I go and that was cool help to see him out there. with the footboard. And yeah. Try to try to get in his head. You know, that's that's the biggest thing is mental training these days, and and knowing you can do it, and that's that's I think the biggest problem with uh, motocross and the riders is is uh, pretty much the mental end of it, not knowing or not knowing what to do or think they can. So, right, uh, Mike, yeah. how many how many countries have you been to in the world racing or freestyling? I mean, mm-hmm. good God! I actually, met, I, I didn't actually ever count. I've been to Australia over eighty times. I've been to Europe over three hundred, <laughs> and I raced in Canada a bunch. I won an outdoor yeah. championship in Canada for Chris Morgan and. Mm-hmm. I won the Toronto Supercross four years in a row, and I won a World Supercross Championship in '89. So I've been all over. I've been to India and and uh, Italy and Belgium, Holland, Finland, Sweden. Jeez. You know, all over Ch- Chile, South America, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand. So what a, yeah, I actually what a never career. really counted. What a career! But it's been know, a bunch. If 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 you know you, you you didn't care, you should write a book and just lay it all out there, Jonesy. Just lay everything out. I was I was going. I, I thought about that, but. I'd write a book that would sell millions of copies, and I probably wouldn't have any friends <laughs> and be divorced. And I would write a book that would sell ten copies, and and I'd sell my friends. So yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, but well, talking um, about Australia, dude, tell me about that last trip, you guys—the best of the best. It kind of fell apart there at the last, and did you still went down there, didn't you? Yeah, I was actually on the plane because I flew from New York with Qantas, and a lot of the guys got the call before I did. Obviously, I had to fly from the East Coast. It took me like thirty hours to get there, and. And uh, I got over there and I get off the plane. I guess it all was canceled. And Seth and Bob and myself and Clifford were over there, and that was a bummer. Um, I guess the promoter didn't have the money uh, to come up on the last day to, to put the venue on or to keep it going. So yeah, um, Look, looks like you guys made, flew home. Looks like you guys made the best of it, though. I think you guys had like little autograph signs and stuff. I think I was keeping up with some of Clifford's Instagrams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was some fans that flew in from uh, different parts of the country and. You know, two, three, four-hour flights, and and uh, you know we had a little uh, get together at one of the nightclubs, and yep. and I had an autograph signing and hang out, you know, with the guys, and that probably meant more to some of the hardcore fans than than actually getting to watch us ride, being able to hang out with us. So it was it was cool in the end, I guess, but you know it was a bummer that uh, we didn't get the full pay. That's for sure, because it was it was going to be a good payday for everybody, myself, Clifford, Bartram. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of guys going over. So Clowers, you know, a bunch of the old school guys were going. Dan Kennard. Um, so it would have been fun. And hopefully somebody gets the initiative to try it again and we can actually do it right and get some, get some people in the stands and make some money. You know what I still have in my uh, closet, Denny? I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> a 1988 55 Jones jersey from Gear Racewear. Uh, got it from Mike in Saskatoon in the arena cross. Oh yeah! Wow. What is Saskatoon? Is that Canada? Yeah, that's in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's in, Fifty-five. Because uh, you joined Winnipeg, Saskatoon for Night Out Entertainment. Yeah, with yeah. Ross Peterson. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you and Rollerball ever get into it? No. That'd be awesome. You know what? We never did because I, and I don't know why, but I was the first guy to beat him in Quebec City, and you know I did beat him a, 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 few, a fair amount of times, but I think I knew not to hit him, and he. I don't know if he knew not to hit me, but we just never got together. I can't really say I have a roller bar story, to be honest, and hey, I don't. But I would have to say he was as tough, if not tougher, than me. So that's right. I guess I was a fart smart, or, yeah, smart farm boy. Hey, you know what the funny say. thing was when Steve says, "You know what I have? 
I thought he was going to tell you about his jar of sand he has from Southwest. Whatever, dude. It's a it's a relic race. Dude, he, so he has a, a he has a jar with you, sand in it, and it says Southwick sand. Yeah, I actually led the Veronica Beach race over Gabor's and all those guys back in the day. Yeah, that yeah. was real sand. That yeah, was deep sand. Wasn't, but it wasn't Southwick. Oh, I led sand. for about two straightaways, but uh, Mike, uh, your best, either your best or your favorite year of your career. Uh, which does one come to mind? Is one one year when you were on it, you were the best, or or is there one season where you made the most money or you won the most races? Is there something that comes to mind? Um, wow. As far as um, racing goes, uh, boy, yeah, it's hard to say because, like okay. I said, the second place on the East Coast Supercross Championship two times wasn't my highlight. So, yeah. um, good job, Danny. But, you know, winning the World Supercross Championships was nice, and 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 I did you know very well in the late '80s in the U.S. and I got fourth. Uh, also at uh, Steel City and Bud's Creek and the 500 Nationals and led Ricky Johnson and and uh, John Michelle Bale and and uh, Jeff Stanton and and the, you know guys yeah. of that caliber. Um, so it's pretty hard for me to say for motocross, but obviously for my, the other part of my career, which was freestyle, was um, probably X Games gold medal in '01 and then '02 I got silver and I was making oh, probably a little over 500,000 a year. Kind of way more money riding the freestyle than into racing. And obviously the racing came on whenever I got out. So yeah, uh, I missed out on the semis and and uh, the stinky changing rooms in the top of the rigs. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like, like I said, just you know the money roll wasn't there whenever I did it. And same with oh. you know some of the other guys of my caliber. I mean, I was second on the East Coast twice, so I should have had a big semi and a real salary. And I was still out of my stretch van with my own mechanics. Yeah. So, um, job, but um, yeah, it was a great career and I had a lot of fun and. You know, I've had my injuries, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world for sure. And I met a lot of good friends, and and for me to be friends with Denny still, and like we still talk, and I saw him, or I talked to him a couple times, and I saw his dad actually when I went up to uh, Omaha for a show, and and now uh, you know still great people, and I I got a lot of friends in the industry, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Now you brought, didn't you bring Kibby? Did Kibby? Yeah, he brought Kibby over here, yep. right? Kibby, yeah, yeah. yeah, mechanic, yeah. Boy, that's yeah. Amazing. He uh, came over uh, with Andrew McFarlane and his brother in 1990. Eight, I believe he was my mechanic for Suzuki over in Australia, and actually Chad Reed was racing his first year of uh, pro racing, I think. And I come over to stay for three weeks, and he stayed for three years. <laughs> so, um, but now I just like the country, and and I think the the girls liked his accent, and he didn't mind that as well. And and I went to Mexico with me, and got the race down there, and uh, make three or four hundred bucks because Mike Craig didn't show up for one of the races, and he just raced his bike and had a guaranteed you know five hundred bucks to get twentieth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but he, hmm. he liked the freestyle, but he, he liked to, he, he wanted to be the guy that built the bike that was on the podium. And, and right. obviously he's probably the best engine builder we have now in the world. And him and Mitch Payton are right up there. So if anybody knows about the Geico Hauntas, he's one of those, the motors. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he's top at what he does. Denny, uh, I know we did a classic commentary to Pontiac 90 with you and Jonesy going at it. And at one point, someone's radiator hose flies off. Jones's? Jonesy yeah. did, yeah. Is that that just shows how hard he could hit you with the bike? Is, uh, I literally destroyed yeah. the bike. Well, that's what my... happened. I hit him so hard it smashed the radiator and tore the hose off. Uh, my point, my question to you, Denny, was: uh, Is that the most memorable race with Mike Jones, or was there was there another one? Well, I don't know. Another one, it? I it worked out well for me was Foxboro. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I crashed. I think the second or third lap went over the bars in a section like these little roller doubles, and the track was just ruddier in hell. 
And, you know, Jones or any racer can agree that when you're out front and on a ruddy track, I think it's I Jones, he got a, I, I raced four well, Manitoba titles. Well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, okay. that's what you say. But uh, anyways, the track was ruddy, and I think Jonesy got out front, got a little tight. I was in the back coming through just going balls to the wall with the ruts, and I caught Jonesy in the last corner, I think, and yeah. uh, and got by him. He, he threw his bike at me again, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just you just knew you were going to race somebody at 100%, and I, I always preferred that, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and that was – for me, it was a highlight. You know, it was another kind of a bummer, obviously, for Mike, for me. But for me, that, I had some so of my most – So your best, your best race ever was Mike's heartbreak. My best races, <laughs> my most mellow races are with Jonesy because they're the most aggressive, the most passionate, and, uh, right. and I was – I. Fortunately, came out on top, but uh, he was always, you know, those are my two favorite ones right there. Uh, Mike, we got some calls on the line. You want to take a couple of calls? Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, Brick, I haven't missed that one either, Denny. Brick. That's probably my worst one. <laughs> uh, Briggs, well, what's up? Good. Well, it was okay losing to you, though, because you were, you were a good winner for sure. You were a great sport. So. Thanks, man. He's a jerk. He's uh, Briggs, what's up, man? Not too much, guys. Hey, great show. Um, hey, Mike, I just want to say I, I saw you this weekend at uh, MotoFest, and I thought it was pretty awesome how you gave a shout-out to the sponsors in front of everybody. Um, it's a class-act thing to do. Uh, you're a stand-up guy, and uh, more people should get behind the stuff you're doing and just want to say thank you for the years of excitement you've given to the fans. Um, in saying that, what's, um, what's one thing you've liked the changes that the sport has made since you've been racing? And what's one change you would like to see them make over the next years to evolve? Um, well, tough question. I really appreciate uh, you coming out and saying that. But, yeah, obviously without the fans, we're nobody. And I think everybody in the industry knows that. But sometimes uh, when you're winning and you're on top and you're making millions of dollars, you forget that with some of the you know top guys. But, um, you know, I did a show for Moto Option Clothing this weekend, and it was a great event. I had fun. But, um, yeah, as far as – oh, boy – what has changed and what can I can't even really think. Um, uh, I think we should do like like qualifying. Okay, I, I like I, I didn't know like if you like, you like semis being gone, things like that. The heat racing, the, you know, running heat race for outdoor and and then you know running LCQs like they used to have real racing to get to the finals, not just lap times. Um, you know, those guys that can go out there and go fast for for a lap or two and make the finals, and I really don't think some of them should be in there, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's really the only thing I can think of. Um, I think the racing's good. It's clean. It's, you know, um, the Lopoto obviously dominates, so it'd be nice if somebody else could win a few races, but um, other than that, I can't really think of anything. That was too good of a question for me. You did good. Thanks, Briggs. Thank you. No yeah. problem, guys. Thank thanks for having me. It's always a All right, thanks. Uh, next question, uh, guy you might know well, Don Stevenson. Welcome to the show. What's up, Hey, Dad? Mike, how you doing? <laughs> he doesn't want to talk <laughs> to you. Buddy. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you know, you know, any show that's got that this has you on and Danny on it, I have to jump in the middle of. That's just, you know, that's the way I always had to do back then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I, I remember you trying to shake my hand after the Pontiac race, and I'm like, went straight to Danny. I'm like, I ain't shaking your hand. You were swinging a pit board at me with me, the number one finger. So I was like, I'm not shaking your hand. But anyway, I did. I, I did like ten seconds later, but. No, I know you. Oh were, yeah. You, you were the the best dad you could be, and you were the mechanic. You were the coach. You were the dad. Um, Denny couldn't have been a luckier guy to have you in his corner for sure in, in his whole career, racing career. So, um, yeah, my well, off well Mike, sure. I got to tell you that that all, almost all the majority of the memories that we have from '90 Supercross, you're in, you're in 99 percent of them because you were you were a factor every week. You know, it, you you could have ended up winning a championship just as easily as Denny did. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mister Second, but yeah, I, I 
I did have a lot of fun with Denny. If it wasn't Denny winning, it was me. That's for sure. I think I got pretty much second every time at every race. So, and I, like I said earlier on in the show, that um, getting second to Denny um, wasn't as bummer as it could have been to somebody else because he was a great champion and you know he wasn't cocky at all. And and uh, so, if I can say it that way, that you know getting second to Denny wasn't a bad thing. Then I got to bring up uh, New- I got to bring up New Orleans. Do you remember New Orleans? The altercation of the, the the bar that spilled into the street where you saved my ass. <laughs> uh, you know what? I now you have to remind me. I remember something a little bit about it, but three guys. Well, we were well. All the all the racers and the mechanics were all hanging out in one bar there in New Orleans, and and all the college kids were there, and they didn't like it because you guys were all talking to the girls. And I was then going to the bathroom, and there was one on each side of me, and they decided that they were going to take me outside and beat my ass. And I, we come walking out of the bathroom, and you said, where are you going, Don? I said, I'm going to go outside. These two guys think they're going to beat my ass. And you jumped up and grabbed them both by the neck and beat their heads against each other, and the fight spilled out into the streets, and I ended up getting arrested. It's <laughs> oh. like the movies well, or cartoon. I, I hope I saved your life, but the wrestling part yeah, was that's, good. That's, that's what Diddy and Michelle and I were running down the street, and you could hear the police car radios going, suspects wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and I'm trying to get it off me. Wow. <laughs> good times. Yeah, I, uh, good I sort of do remember that, but I don't remember the, the ending part. I've hit my head too many times. But, um, but anyway, I had to call in. I had to say hi. I was always in the middle of YouTube before trying to keep it from killing each other, so I had to get in on this. Yeah, this was actually Denny's yeah, so idea what? to bring Mike on the show, Don. Denny said, hey, let's get Mike Jones. So I'm like, all right. So. Yeah, I really appreciate that too. I was just great to be on here talking about all the good times we had, and to be honest, we never had any bad times. I mean, even that deal with Pontiac wasn't a bad thing. I mean, it was aggressive racing. It wasn't, you know, a major takeout or dirty where someone fell down and, and crashed and got hurt or anything like that. I mean, it was a little too aggressive on my part, I think. But um, you know, we, we definitely had a lot of good memories, and they definitely outweighed the bad, the bad ones if there was any. So. I appreciate it, John. No, and then, and then when, we, when everything spilled over in the arena cross, it was just kind of a continuation, but it was a continuation with respect and friendship. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure. Well, yep, cool. Definitely, 100%. Thanks, Don. Okay, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. later. Thanks, Dad. I'll hope to see you soon. Hey, Don, it's good talking to you too, buddy. I haven't talked to you in freaking 10 years, but it's good to hear your voice, man. It's Kenny. Oh, hey, Kenny. Kenny, yeah. good to hear from you, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Keep uh, Good luck with everything. Yeah, keep it on. You too. Good luck to good luck in the coming season. Yeah, thank you, Don. Take uh, care. Uh, okay, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, I like how your dad calls and doesn't even want to talk to you. Like, doesn't? It's uh, just about Jonesy. Yeah, <laughs> well, he sees me. He talks. We talk at least once a week, so we're good. Okay, all right, yeah. That much? Um, That's more than you did when you raced. More. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike Jones, M- Mike Jones MX on Facebook, yeah. and yeah, for the schools. Yeah, Mike Jones MX Training, and uh, I have a website here done before too long. But okay. I'm, like I said, I, I'm the farm boy at heart, and I, I I don't like computers, but I got the Facebook to try to help promote my uh, sure. schools and, yep. and that kind of thing. So I appreciate it. Had a lot of fun, guys, and uh, yeah, good luck with all you guys and Kenny for next year, and and uh, hope you'll see you guys at races. Right on, thanks, Jonesy. Great hearing from you, Jonesy. Thanks. See you, bud. Take care, guys. See you, buddy. All right, see you later. That's uh, so a Mad Mike Jones, everybody. Um, one thing I think. Well, I can think of Jones in, in two words. Sum him up. Not scared. Yeah. Not scared on or off the track. Or, out of control. Yeah. He's one of those guys that definitely, you know, but he's all pretty a, lucky. He's we lived a life. He's been around the world, like you said, a million times. He enjoyed every moment of it, and he's made a living of it. And, it's, you know, like you said, we love this sport, and regardless, 
if everybody's making a million dollars or yeah. uh, or ten grand, we're still in it at yeah. one point or another. Whether it I'm goes home. back to the beginning of the show. It's, yeah, you yeah. got to do it for yeah. the passion of the sport. And, and that is, and that you'll find you won't find more people as passionate about the sport as. As, as, the, as motocross guys, you know. Dude, he freaking lives on, on the motocross track. He lives <laughs> on the motocross track. I mean, he's literally taken some serious knockdowns. I mean, freestyle yeah, motocross. Yes, I mean, freestyle yes. motocrossers are, are a whole other beast. And I, you know, I've always never, I've never agreed with the theory that, you know, the motor, freestyle motocross guys are they're not the same. You know, I'm like, dude, they're the fucking crazy son of a bitch. Yeah. They're the ones that turn, go upside down. And, are, you know, everybody's risking their life, but they're pretty nuts. And I've seen Jonesy hit the ground pretty hard uh, a few times, more than a handful of times. And he's yeah. one of those guys that gets right back up and, oh, and make the next run, you know. Like I said, if he could write a book, if he could, his stories. and his, Yeah, he's yeah. got some, I'm certain, or uh, like, can attest. Swink's not, uh, Swink's not answering. I'd like, to, I'd like to just do a little it's... editorial on that book, have my little uh, chapter in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tits, no answer from Swink? I do remember one time him I'll and I, again. when Gibby's uh, Vegemite fell out of the van at one of the arena crosses and he was crushed. Who? Gibby's? Gibby's uh, Vegemite yeah, yeah, yeah. jar rolled out, oh, shattered. Not, oh, yeah, because you couldn't you get, couldn't get it back yeah, then. Yeah, right, I think right. the only way he got it was when mom put it in a box right. and it was like his last jar and he was devastated. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to try to get Brian Swink on the phone. Two time, 125 Supercross. Ch- two time? Was he two time? Yeah. Just one time. Two time. Both for Suzuki, right? No. Yep. Two time. No. Once for one, Mitch. Once for Mitch, one for Suzuki. Yeah. Um, Brian Swink to, coming, on, the big bike. coming on the coming on the what show. What year? Ninety and ninety one. No, 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 no. Ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, because yeah. him and him and an MC, right? Ninety one, yeah. Mitch Peak, and yep. Bud Budman was ninety two. Yep. Um, West Coast. That man, could, that Swinkster could seat bounce anything. Oh shit! Swinkster had some talent. He could seat bounce a curb over a triple jump. <laughs> it's I mean, just, he, yeah, he would just come out of the corner and just. And just pull back in a flannel and airborne it. In a flannel? <laughs> <laughs> he did like the flannel. He did Swink run rock flannel. And a hell of a goatee a few times, I remember. Dude, uh, I, I remember we were at the last time when I, was, I told the story before. We were at uh, Detroit, and they were doing some, like, you know, hometown Brian Swink, and they brought uh, him on the floor. And he's standing, like, in the staging area, like, on the side of the podium going, and I'm talking to Swinkster. He had a flannel. Shaved head. Shaved head, big-ass beard with gray in it, standing there. And one of the track guys comes up and says, where's your pass? And he goes, uh, fucking shows his wristband. They're all, you can't be down here with that. And he goes, yeah, I'm supposed to. He's like, I'm like, dude, he's doing an interview. He goes, I don't care. He's not escorted. He needs to get out of here. I'm like, dude, that's Brian Swink. And the guy goes, who's Brian Swink? I don't give a shit. Get him out of here. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's Brian Swink. Just that's like Peyton, having Peyton Manning down there. You know what I mean? It would be uh, in Indianapolis. Hey, uh, our last show, we had uh, some autographed fly helmet. Uh, Michael Byrne, Matt Gerke. We had two helmets uh, to choose from for, uh, for a winner. What we want you to do is show us your devotion to Pulp MX. Show us your creativity for Pulp MX. Show us uh, how much you enjoy the show and everything, the sponsors and everybody else on it. And uh, we, had, we got some great responses um, you're going to get a choose between Gerke or Burner's uh, custom fly race helmet right off their heads at uh, Lake Elsinore autographed. And um, we had some great submissions. We had some submissions that weren't so great. Weren't so great. It was a little yeah. hit and miss. A little hit and miss. That's okay, though. But thanks to everybody. Yeah. Thanks for everybody we for entering. all the submissions. Uh, we put it between a panel of myself and Tits, Swisscore, Moser, my wife, JT. JT. And basically came upon one grand prize winner, mm. and his name is Chris Gay. Chris Gay wins yes. the autographed helmet. Um, you can choose Michael Byrne or uh, Matt Gerke. 
and uh, it's up to you. I'll so. be getting in touch with you. We'll be getting in touch with you, Chris. Uh, Chris, to do that. Um, thanks to Fly Racing for that. That's awesome. And Jason Thomas, of course, uh, who's going to – let's bring JT on the show if we can. Uh, tits, uh, in case of Brian Swing. Keep trying Swing, sir. Shocked oh, he's not. reminds me. i got to check our fantasy football score. Me and I'm Jason shocked he's not, not answering. Right um, hey, uh, also, too, Race Tech suspension. Race Tech's been around since uh, 1984, the leader in uh, suspension. And uh, Cody Gilmore, Ben LeMay, top privateers everywhere choose Race Tech. And uh, we thank them for coming on the show. They've also got some really cool seminars coming up. Danny, do you know any of these seminars that Paul Thie teaches? I do not. I would have to go to one because I don't you know anything about that. Yeah, stuff. it's fantastic, man. If you're a, if you're a dealer uh, looking to increase the profits, if you're, looking, if you're a current suspension tuner looking to fine-tune your skills, uh, if you're a race mechanic or uh, work on a race team and you, you're interested in trying to learn from the best or a dad, mom, uh, a rider, anybody like that uh, that's thinking down the road uh, – Basically, the, the first step in these race tech seminars is a uh, suspension theory class. It applies to motorcycles, autos, bikes, bicycles, dirt, pavement. Uh, the theory behind it, the tuning behind it, springs and spring theory, suspension fluids, hydraulics. It's, uh, it's, a, it's no joke, folks. It's the next step uh, to bettering yourself and your education about your bike and, and what it takes to, uh, to get to the highest level. And uh, race tech is giving away their knowledge for free. It's pretty cool. Uh, their, headqu- their headquarters are in Corona, California, so you've got to be able to go there. And uh, the theory class that we are giving away, we're going to give uh, uh, one of these classes away. It is uh, November 2nd and 3rd in Corona, California. And uh, basically, this is a free deal. Um, we're going to give it away with the help of Race Tech, and you get to sit in and learn from the best, and you can take uh, um, another one of the classes that they have. They have uh, shop skills, trackside testing and tuning, and and an advanced class for guys like Denny. So um, we thank everybody for uh, for listening to the show. This is the kind of stuff we do for race tech for our fans and listeners. Uh, race tech steps up. So just uh, send an email to a pulp a show at gmail.com, pulpmexshow at gmail.com, and uh, tell us why you want to go. Tell us why you want to get a free class from race tech, and um, we will uh, award the winner. Uh, we're gonna keep this going for uh, so a couple weeks. About this, so. Two, three Can weeks? normal people get this air suspension thing that's going on now instead of oil? What is going on? I'm, oh, that's how yeah, old school Fork, I am. Air, air Fork. forks. Yeah, come stock on uh, Hondas and Cowies. They do today, yep. right now. Production bikes. Yeah. Yep. So would you learn how to do that with Race Tech? Oh, absolutely. The air? Yeah, they can tell you all about is it. That, how, how air replaces the spring. Is air easier to work on then than the oil and spring? Some people tell you it is. Some people tell you it isn't. If you're a top suspension tuner like Race Tech has, they tell you it's better. Uh, it's more fine tunable. If you look at a spring on a dyno, if you run a fork or on a dyno, right. you can see a hitch where springs start and end and stop and the different rates of the spring. There's hitches on the dyno, which is a hitch in performance. That you can feel, obviously, yeah. And they say you can. Air, smooth. Did everyone run those this year? I mean, I know there were a lot of guys who were trying them and stuff. Yeah, and some liked I'd them, say some by did. outdoors, Kenny, everyone was pretty much on them, huh? Yeah, I mean, the you top say? guys. Yeah. Can you pull your microphone a little closer? It's just like old Top days. guys, definitely. It's like old days. Interesting. Uh, hey, on the line right now, um, one of our uh, co-stars of the, of the show, he's uh, brought to you by Fly Racing, Fly Racing USA, the gear of choice for Short, Canard, Albertson, Pike, and many others. Uh, check out the 2014 stuff that's out now. Uh, Jason Thomas. What's up? Welcome back to the show. Went yeah, slow. welcome back to Kent as well. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he, JT. He's on full time on the yeah, show buddy. now. He's not. He's going to be every he's every moving Monday. to Vegas. Hey, every, the rumor the rumor on the street is, dude, you and your guy are going to be back together under one roof, huh? You and Reedy. It's the rumor on the street. Uh, 
I don't, not yeah. that I know of. Come on, dude. Let's let the cat out of the bag on the show. Let's break it here. Mathis, I don't, is, Mathis, is he moving in with me or something? I don't no, know Mathis told about. me a rumor that he is going to go ride for WPS 2-2 gear. WPS. Oh, uh, no, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Come on. Mathis told me. So it has I to really, be true. I really didn't. I'm, I'm just oh, serious. Yeah. There's no... Uh, you really didn't. There's nothing There's nothing I have to break you, news or anything on that. Um, Come on, JG. Uh, Denny does have a question. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, I swear to you. Denny has a question for you. Denny, yeah. Jason Thomas. Who's winning in fantasy football right now, me or you? Uh, I think I still am, right? Yeah, I think so. I was hoping I was AJ yeah. Green to score, but it wasn't. So yeah, no, it wasn't Bernard. So kiss now, my ass. Your other question, though, Danny. You're oh, con- I you're really want to know. Chad I'm just really upset that I can't get an answer from Chad on Twitter, and I, I want you to pull some strings, and I, I need to know what kind of bike he's going to be on. I, I need to know what kind. Well, of- every everyone that, that's the whole thing is like people are you know hating on him, but I really don't think he knows totally yet. I really don't. Yeah, that makes sense. Monster he, Cups like in I, a month. I think he's not doing Monster Cups. Oh, he's not. No. Yeah, because I mean, if I'm going to wear my, my get my new smoothie PJs, Chad Reed PJs, I need to know what color I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I think it, I don't think he's 100 percent decided. So it's, you know, everyone's complaining. Like I saw people, you know, like mad that they think he's messing with them, and obviously he likes to play it up. But I don't think there's been anything decided yet. So. They're mad because they don't know that's what bike our he's, sport. It's our sport. Yeah, our sport. They're mad because they don't know what bike he's riding. Ooh. Um. Well, you know, people are like mad. They think he's like playing games and stuff, but whatever. Well, it's 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 good it's a good marketing plan, really. Well, it's hard it's hard to tell anybody what you're doing if you don't know yourself. For sure. Hey, tits, uh, can you try and swingster for us? Thank you. Uh, we're supposed to have Brian Swink on. He doesn't seem to be making it. Not really. Big of a surprise. Um, uh, JT. So yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks to Fly Racing. Yeah, no worries. We, we gave away nice our nice little break we had there. Yeah, I liked it. It was nice. I feel recharged. Yeah, I kind of actually feel fresh, like for the show. I was, I was excited. Tits's performance, though, uh, hasn't been on point. Uh, the two weeks, he's really? got a little rusty. He does. So we're seem right like... back, and we're right back. You know, par for the course for Tits. I don't think Tits really seems he like he cares. He had some bad sushi earlier. He's been to the bathroom a couple times. You saying that Tits seems like he doesn't care is you funnier than you know. Because we we do talk about that. Yeah, yeah, he that, seems that. really disinterested. I think he's right now calling a 900 number. <laughs> I think he is, too. Yeah, I've seen him pull down his pants twice. And I don't is know it 1-900 pro race? <laughs> he's trying to get the results from Anaheim 84. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you only knew. Uh, the best part I've heard all night is Kenny saying he did not use the optics that Tits got him. though. Uh, fantastic. I haven't used mine either. Mine's still sitting on my desk. <laughs> oh, Man. Poor, poor Tits. He just threw himself off he his desk. He is the optics marketing manager, and it's just – his. his you know, some of the superstars of the sport, like Kenny and JT, are not using his product. Well, I think it's cool and all. I'm, I appreciate him giving me one. I just don't have – I mean, I haven't had a use for it yet, honestly. So right. So what did you do when uh, you were in the Bahamas? One, what were you doing in the Bahamas a few weeks ago if you didn't have use for it? It's a waterproof case, and you were in the Bahamas. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. there was a lot of alcohol Ooh, being consumed, bust, bust and JT wasn't the first thing on my mind. <laughs> hey, uh – Tits, what's the last four you have for for Swink? Mm, it's five eight six five. The okay. voicemail. So JT, like I was asking I uh, right Math is here about your travel schedule. He said you might be backing down a little bit much. You, I, I, how does one person travel more when you quit racing than you do? You're you're a world traveler these days. Yeah, it's uh, well, a lot of it's you know with uh, like the VIP thing that I do and. Uh, like the obviously the fly stuff, you know, I kind of have to travel, but the going still going to the race and all that stuff. Uh, it's been good. It's you know I don't really have to do it necessarily, but I enjoy going to the races, man. I, I you know that's kind of my extended family. So yeah, no, I understand uh, that for it's, sure. It's hard to just step away from it, you know. 
No, I understand. It. That that was probably the hardest part of me not going to the races any longer. Which just used to seeing everybody all the time, you know. And then, and like you said, it's definitely extended family. And but then you get used to not flying every week, which is pretty nice as well. So yeah, yeah, when for you... sure. I think if I had, you know, if I had like a a wife or kids or anything that was really giving me a huge incentive to be home on the weekends, I think it would be a much different story. Or, or, or like eight for me, dogs. it's kind of like yeah. All my friends are at the races, so you know, I kind of am excited to go see them. Um, hey, Nash is on the phone. Question for Denny. Nash. Gentlemen. What's up? 90s Powerhouse Show. Kenny's back. Oh, this Kenny, is good. If only we had Ken- Factory Phil on. Well, you know, my time will come. My time will come. I'm a patient man. Uh, Kenny, good to hear your sweet voice again, brother. Yeah, no problem. Looking forward to seeing you when you come to New Jersey. But let's get to the main event here. We've got Denny Stevenson, 90s icon Are you, here. Let me guess. You're going to ask him, tell me something about Factory Phil. That's what you're going to no. ask Denny. No, I'm not. Okay. He's That's a handsome man. I, like I told you, I'm 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 waiting for my time. I know Ping's going to bring him in one week, but <laughs> I, uh, it's it's all going to come together. Denny, you know, you rode a lot of bikes from the '90s. What was your favorite bike that you rode through all the years? You know, it's pretty tough. Um, we were talking earlier about that. You know, I, I rode predominantly Suzuki's. I mean, Kawasaki's kind of come up as an amateur. Uh, rode some Cowies during Arena Cross, or rode some during Supercross. You know, that Suzuki 125 in 1990 was a beast. Uh, I think by far we had the best bikes that uh, handled like a – you know, considering we only tested – I think tested, you had the best 125s. Best 125s. The yeah. 250s were 250s, pretty much yeah, garbage. Nobody liked the 250s. You know, when you test a Supercross track at Sand out at Adelanto, and then, okay, you're good for the next 17 <laughs> weeks. We'll see ya. Uh, <laughs> the bike just didn't work with a shit in a 250. But the 125, for some reason, man, that thing was money. You know, got you good starts. I could hit whoops as fast as I wanted, and the, the suspension worked well. And then, you know, you know, again, uh, in 2000, I rode Suzuki's again for one year when uh, Bud Man had done a bunch of development with Bill's Pipes and RG3 suspension. And, man, those nice. bikes, the 250 and the 125, both were, were awesome bikes. And, you know, I, I have to say that for me, they turned on a dime. And, uh, you know, for me, I always had a hard time turning a Cowie. That thing, and you need like a, a block and a half to get that thing cornered. But the Suzuki's, mm-hmm. you get the front end of dive and turn, and uh, I always did enjoy it, the Suzuki's. Nice. Did they help you turn into club rubber? They did, you know, that in a limo. So that always was helped well. So, you know. Very, very nice. Kenny, I'm going to parlay another question to you. Out of all your 90s bikes you worked on, what was the favorite bike that you ever worked on or particular bike? Metal to metal? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'd have to say 90, I'd have to say the ninety five CR one twenty five was a good bike. What about the one ninety six of Deegan's? The, no. that, that thing was a roach. <laughs> the one with the gold flake? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the same big year. Yeah, the big, the big board. Board. The gold oh, flake. Oh, yeah. Kenny, <laughs> hey Kenny, Kenny, what was, was that, that Michael Brady's awesome bike? Video that, that was on Racer X this week, where you guys were you know talking about Motor Triple X, and there was some really and I'm not being funny. There was really cool footage of you. Wrenching, running out on the track when Deegan won. That was, those are I just mean, all clips of the Moto Triple X videos. They just did like a, they just put a bunch of stuff together. I don't even know where that came from. I just re- reposted it. Someone sent it to me, and I just resent it. And I think dude, probably well. Jordan Burns had something to do with it. Uh, I think the Jordan's trying to relight the fire for Triple X. Dude, sweet. What do you think? When your turn's done with heart, you go over there and take the reins again? Bring no. Bring it back to the powerhouse? Definitely not. <laughs> I heard he's going to get into porn. I think. I think Kenny's riding that Kerry Hart train till you know that train stops. I would. I would. Why would you not? That's a <laughs> first that, class program over there. Till that JT, train you stops. could be JT. You could be a riding coach for Hart. That'd be cool. No one wants to ride like me. I think that, I think we got a pretty good riding coach. I don't know if you ever heard of him. His <laughs> yeah, name's Ricky yeah, Carmichael. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's won a few races. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's won a couple. He's run a couple. Well, hey, Denny, glad you came in the show. Guys, you're doing great. Have fun. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Nash. Cheers. See ya. Uh, geez, I don't know if we're going to get Swink on. JT school though, you, yeah, you'd, like if you're over six foot, you couldn't even. You'd have no idea how to tell you what the right. Yeah, 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 no, just nothing relates. Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, Gonzo has some questions for Denny. Let me let me try to call Swingster. See what he okay. says. Uh, Gonzo. Yeah. What's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, you got you're on the air with the great Denny Stevenson. Yeah, I was just remembering or wanted to know if he remembers um, coming to Greeley, 1990, for our championship. Oh, most definitely. Denver? Yeah, I, I always enjoyed coming up there. You know, they, they uh, it was one of those, you know, few races that wasn't too far from home. Uh, they paid me pretty well to come up. The fans were always great. The track was always good. Um, you know, that local SARC guys always hauled ass. Uh, yeah, I always had fun. I know that What's they brought up SARC. I think that's a series of Colorado, I think. SRAC, yeah. Yeah, so, and I know they brought up, I think Dogger was up there one year. They brought up Yeah, he was up there the same year you and. It was 1990, and Gaddis was there, too. Yeah, and I always did well for some reason. You know, those one-off races, I, I always had a good time. But my dad was pretty knowledgeable when it came to elevation, so the bikes always ran good. Wasn't that, like, David Clayball part of that at all? In you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was something like uh, Ed and Mike, Ian yeah. Productions, or Ed and Matt. That's right, because I know, I know David Clayball brought me up for a couple times when they raced in that Pepsi Arena, um, like next door yeah. with that horse arena. I came up and did those a couple, too. So um, Now, my first time uh, going to Greeley, the first time there, and uh, you were there in 1990, and I peeked over the fence, and I saw you there practicing, and I'm like, what is the Eastern Region Supercross champion doing here at our local race, you know? like Money, bro. I was blown away that you were there. Money and bitches. Money, yeah. Bitches and hoes and cash money. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, it was, it was always a close race. I, back in those days, it was a matter of just going out and making as much money as you could. And uh, they always tried, treated me really well. So, And the fans were great. Yeah. I think I'd take a big bag of gear and give away about everything I could. And, um, yeah, actually, you know, as a matter of fact, after the race, when you did win every main event they had, uh, you were giving out a bunch of gear and you threw your boot out. And a friend of mine caught it and he ended up fighting over a guy and ended up punching the guy in the face and taking your boot and... <laughs> We were all excited. Oh, the next good. day, he brought it to school with him. And That's we funny. Like, good times. <laughs> That's rad. Well, don't they tell you now at the races not throw your stuff at the oh, Nationals? I, I heard oh. someone say that. Cause they? They're, oh. I heard that at Millville or something. They told the guys not to throw their stuff anymore because they don't want fans fighting over shit, yeah. I guess. Like, hand it to them. Don't throw it in the crowd yeah, yeah, type yeah. deal. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, thanks, Gonzo. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate thanks, man. It. Have a good night. Thank you. JT, hey, we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, will you come back on for the BTO Sports Tweet at Tits segment? Um, uh, I could probably be. I could probably be persuaded. Uh, we're gonna have chicken on coming up. Cody Gilmore and uh, Brian Swink may or may not appear. We don't know. Um, All right. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Infab Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels. Black Ops Moto and Optrix all on board with us, and uh, we thank those guys. We're going to take our second commercial break of the night. Come back with uh, Jeff the Chicken Matasevich. See ya. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. 
The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. 
It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Saw Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us.
Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp Welcome back. Coming at you. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. We're back. That is Social D. That is Denny Stevenson's song choice. And why wouldn't it be? He has that tattoo on his leg. I do. That's what happens when you get drunk in Reno Valley with Bud Man and there's a tattoo parlor a block away. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, and the tattoo guy's like, man, I know that. He goes, I got that sticker in my rear window in my truck. Let me go trace it. And... and- so, looking back on it, you wouldn't have that on there? You- uh, you're kidding me. It's my leg, bro. Pals. Me, Fro, and Bud. We all got pals on our legs somewhere. Do you um, do you look at a guy like Kenny with all his ink and, and oh, think like you may uh, regret some of that, no, Kenny? No. I don't know. Well, this got some, at least got some cute girls. And he's got an armpit of a cheeseburger. So Yeah. yeah. And camel toe. And, and a camel yeah, toe. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what? He loves that. Because I, I, like, I've only seen him like once the last couple of years. Yeah. And somehow he worked that into showing me, at, I think at the track. I think he literally took off the shoe <laughs> and a sock and just put his toe right in my face. He's like, you get um, it? Uh, Social D, everybody. Hey, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're coming up with Jeff Chicken Matasevich 
on the show next. Former uh, Factory Cowie Cali- rider Danny Stevenson, longtime buddy. Were you guys ever roommates? I guess kind of you were, right? You lived with him? Yeah, I mean, I lived yeah. lived his family's, lived at his house. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, uh, W Wheels, Kenny. Uh, w Wheels, fantastic sponsor of our show. The exact same wheels Kenny Roxon, Ryan Dungy, Josh Hill use. Uh, and John Anderson at W Wheels, uh, fantastic company, great guy, and uh, the premier wheel set in America. For sure. I mean, uh, W, uh, there was another company that John worked for that we used, um, and the only reason we really used them was because of John's involvement in his wife. And, um, you know, we had a lot of problems back in the day with with wheels. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that, that are, are may, the price might be a little bit cheaper and the quality is definitely is not as good as, you know, the product like we run. We run a DID hoop with a, with a Talon, you know, carbon I mean, hub. So at the end of the day, you know, if you want your wheel built solid and it's dependable and you know you're not going to have a DNF or any malfunctions, you're stupid not to go to anywhere but W because they stand behind the brand. Speaking of, too, did you see Renner's wheels at uh, the X Games? I did. It's zoomed in closely and all that. Yep. Those are W wheels, and that was a badass color combo. Yep. I'm sure it handled the step up and worked right. But yep. the, the color, I, I like color it. was it? Oh, it was you have white spokes? It was bitchin' orange. And no, that's us. You know what the crazy thing is? <laughs> that's us. I think I remember someone talking about white spokes. <laughs> the crazy thing is I, I like to think that we're kind of the, the innovators with yeah. the colored spokes. That's kind of our M.O. Um, you know, we always said that, like, even when we were, you know, a privateer team and we were, yeah. you know, buying our bikes, we always wanted our bikes to – to stand out when someone, when our mechanics are pushing them through the pits, where someone would look at it, and if it was a, didn't matter what color the bike is, they can go, yeah. oh, that's a RCH or a Hart and Huntington bike because you could tell by the color of the spokes. Right. Hey, what and happened to colored tires? They worked like shit because the dye yeah, in the tires the dye. made them too hard. Uh, we can ask JT about that. He had to run them. I uh, did. did he? Yeah, yellow. He did. Uh, Even hey, the freestyle guys were bitching about him. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Next, uh, our next guest on the show, Pulp and Mech Show, presented Retarded. by BTOSports.com. Former factory Kawasaki and Suzuki rider. Two-time 125 Supercross champion, Jeff the Chicken Matasevich. Chicken, what's up? What's going on? Hey, thanks for doing the show. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for the chicken, call in, and uh, and uh, we'll get to it. Uh, Denny Stevenson, long-time uh, memories of Jeff Chicken Matasevich. Yeah, he was like yeah. The- Big, he was like the big crazy brother, man. I tell you, we uh, yeah. we grew up together and uh, in many wild ways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lots of learning experiences. <laughs> so, Good and who, bad. <laughs> hey, who was worse on each other's career? Who was worse? Who was a bet worse influence? Danny on? Uh, I think it was pretty much head on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even race. I, 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 I mean, we we took we rode, we practiced, we trained, but we had fun too. Yeah, oh, we we yeah. take two steps forward and about two and a half steps back. I think yeah. sometimes, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jeff, what uh, what's going on with you these days? I I heard you've been riding a ton. Uh, guys said uh, you've been motoring down at Milestone a lot and uh, and all that. So what's going on with Jeff Matasevich these days? Um, I gotta go do a race October twentieth, I think, in Mexico. So yeah, I've been riding a little bit and uh, trying to trying to. Go fast, trying. <laughs> trying to go <laughs> it's, fast. It's difficult these days, but um, yeah, just having fun. Yeah, yeah, on the bike. Still doing the family business, the the veg land and all that. Still, still, yeah, help. yeah. Still, still doing that. But yeah. uh, um, I, like I said, I've been riding quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, just trying to get ready for that race. Hey, Denny, how did how did you and Chicken meet back in the day? How did that work out? 
You know, I think it started, um, you know, my family become friends with their family or his, his dad and uh, stepmom, Dorothy, and uh, my mom and dad. And they, I think they all like to have a cold beer. And so they become friends. And uh, they had invited my dad and I to come out to California and stay with them up in La Habra Heights before, uh, before Jeff and I even knew each other. I remember, I, remember walk, I remember a couple of times Jeff walking out and looking at me and just going, who the, the fuck's this kid? I, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's my dad doing? Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah, get these fuckers out of my house, You're like, I'm man. from SoCal. These guys are from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where Nebraska is. Is, yeah. that, a, is that an island in Asia? <laughs> yeah, Denny being like, yeah, we can't go home because there's snow on the ground. And chickens oh. like I don't even know what that what snow really? is. What, what, you live like, in, what you live in uh, up in Mammoth then yeah. or what? Is it Scarface? I, yeah, is it Scarface? I didn't realize it snowed in Nebraska. Yeah, and so and so you know, it, you know this yeah. is we just become really good friends. And then when he moved out and got a house there in Anaheim Hills, and uh, you know I was riding for Suzuki at the time, and, and instead of them, well, putting, no, you're in, we, we came up through the Kawasaki program sort of together. Yeah, and then uh, so that's how we 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 really started, and then. Uh, Denny jump shipped over to the Suzuki, but we'd already become quite quite good friends. And mm-hmm. and uh, when I moved out of my parents' house in Anine Hills, and Denny would come out during the winter and and stay with me, and and we'd ride. And, and uh, I remember Chicken got me out of, Chicken, Chicken got me out of the Cowie track one day when I was riding Suzuki. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I think before we even left, got off the track, someone had called in driving down the 15 and said, hey, I see a guy out there yeah. on a Suzuki riding the Cowie track. Yeah, yeah. And Turner's like, chicken, do you have Denny out there, you dumb fuck? <laughs> yeah, I got my boss calling me going, I'm not, and we're like, haven't even loaded up yet. I'm like, what? Because Denny's like, no, we're going to get in trouble. I'm like, no one will know. Yeah. I'm like, right in front Half of God and country. There, yeah. We're getting phone calls. You know what was crazy? It was like two years ago, the Honda track, guys were jumping off the berm. Guys were jumping into it from the hill or something. And they yeah. were hitting one of the berms and jumping over the barbed wire fence. And in and yeah, practicing? At, yeah. And Cali track, you could do that too. You could jump, jump out. Yeah. It's like crazy. That, hit a berm and jump out. Right. Like, like Nick Way was doing it and J Law was doing it. And like everybody kind of knew the way to jump into the Honda track, do some laps, and then jump out. Pretty ballsy. That's pretty ballsy. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, uh, Chicken. So, yeah, you've been, you got yeah. a race coming up in Mexico. And, yeah. uh, um, of course, uh, you know, what about the vet races and all that kind of stuff? Did you see that vet motocross nations in England? Uh, that sounds like it'd be right. Yeah, up the aisle. They, they wanted me to go do that. And I told them, no, <laughs> um, I'm not really, I'm not really into racing anymore, but, uh, yeah. um, I, I enjoy riding. I ride a lot and yeah. enjoy that part of it. But every time I go to race, it's like, what the hell am I doing? You know, <laughs> um, it all of a sudden it doesn't become fun anymore. So, right, right. um, you know, I'm going to go do this Mexico thing, and uh, they they wanted me to come do the that vet deal, and mm-hmm. and I told them now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, Denny, the the big boss at Cowie, like Reed Nordine's boss, Yoko, guy from Japan, Yoko, uh, Bassmaster, Bassmaster, Bassmaster. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's the guy at Cowie. I mean, he's a big boss. And we one time, um, I myself and Wygan after the parade, so we're just bullshitting with him, and we're like, Yoko, you've You've, all these racers that come through Cowie, like who's you been your favorite guy, and who like we had no idea. We're like Wardy and and uh, you know these great racers have all raced there. Ricky and Seward, and you know he's a chicken, loves chicken. Bassmaster and you are tight, Jeff. No, he's like my brother. Yeah. Well, the story on that is I, when I was in Japan for three years, mm-hmm. they would you know I'd be, I'd usually fly in for the race and fly out, so I'd only be there for three days. Yeah, and. That when I did stay a week and test or something, 
he would pick me up. Bassmaster was the only one there that spoke good enough English to really communicate with me. Mm-hmm. So they designated him basically. He was my babysitter. Okay. If, if I went to the bathroom, he went to the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I he must have been busy. Him. He must have so, been busy with you then. So, you know, <laughs> we busy. we became pretty close because I mean you know we hung out so much in Japan yeah. and uh, he's a great guy. And then then he got sent over here and he calls me and he's like yeah, I'm in the U.S. now, but uh, yeah. and we still hang out. He likes to fish. Obviously, Bassmaster, that's what everybody calls them. But, uh, right. And when I got to Japan, uh, they were introducing me to everybody, and there was like 12 people, and they got funky names, and I couldn't I couldn't remember their names. So I'm like, okay, time out. I'm going to nickname you all, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go from there because I'll never remember your name. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, but, uh, the, the Cali guys tell me that uh, uh, they'll be working on Villapoto and Weimar's bike, and Bassmaster will come back and be like, Chicken is coming. He needs a clutch, a tire, and like everybody stops and gets Jeff the parts. It's that's, yeah. a, that's a good friend. I got, I got special privileges down there. Yes, yes you yeah. do. They're, they're, they laugh because yeah, they're like that. Everything stops when Bassmaster needs parts. And how about the fact that who James Stewart's favorite rider of all time is? Yeah, Chicken. Chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. him. Say- I'll, I'll, the first time I met him, he was like eight years old, and I couldn't understand a damn word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> we were at Tampa. Florida Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Reed Nordine told me, hey, we got this, you know, little kid that's faster than shit. Yeah. And uh, you're his favorite rider, so, you know, we hang out with him a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was James. It was James. And uh, so I met him then. And then a couple years later, me and Wardy were in Daytona. We were, we went to go do some testing before the race. And they told us, oh, yeah, that James kid's coming out. You know, to ride with you guys. We're like, okay. So me and Wardy are getting dressed, and James got dressed first, and he goes out, and he does two laps, and me and Wardy are just looking at each other going, let's just go home. (laughs) Because that kid, and he was on an 85 at this point, the kid was so freaking fast. Like, we were just like, we didn't even want to go. Right, out right. there and ride because the kid would have made us look stupid. (laughs) But he only went two laps, and he swapped out. Broke his collarbone and they oh. went home. <laughs> that saved you the day of an embarrassment, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, me and Wardy were like, whew, that was a close one. Because there's no way we could have gone that fast. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Hey, uh, uh, Jeff, um, in 19, so you won, you won two 135 Supercrosses, and uh, yeah. no doubt you're you know one of the best young riders uh, coming up in America. 1990, you're leading the 250 Supercross Series start to finish almost. Uh, maybe the biggest regret of your career, like near the end of the series, Stanton started coming on. You had a bad no, race. No, I just uh, I had one bad race. I think yeah. at Boxborough. Atlanta, and that just Boxborough? I finished. I finished like ninth or something, and that just that killed was it. it for me. Yeah, man, that was you, it. That you were, was it. I mean, it was a close close race, anyways. Bale and Stanton were close behind, but I yep. mean, I was always top three and had you, been that way all year until that one race and. You look and, uh, at the uh, you look at the guys that series that 1990 series that was so gnarly. Uh, it was you know Bradshaw started out, Jeff Stanton, Bale, yeah. Larry Ward. There were so many winners. It was well that was our plan. My pl- our plan was you know because we were hanging out a lot. It's 90. I was going to win the title. Yeah, and he was going to go win the title. Okay, and we were yeah gonna, yeah and we were going to go to Hawaii and, and 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 chase every Hawaiian whore we could. <laughs> Yeah, and so I lived well, up to I, think, I, I, I lived think up to my Jimmy deal. Lived up to his part. I think I fell. 
<laughs> but I'm pretty sure we still went to Hawaii. I'm not sure, but yeah. Right, yeah, the plan was still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plan was still, still good. Well, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, yeah, so, Jeff, was that maybe your best year of racing in a way, uh, even though it yeah, didn't Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. I mean, that year, the bike, I mean, I love the bike. I'm the type of rider that, I mean, if I believe you're going to pay a guy a lot of money and, you know, to go in, you better supply him with what that yeah. rider wants. And every right. rider wants something different, have a different riding style. And the 1990 bike, like, I just loved that bike. Right. It's through my style. 1991, they went to a perimeter frame, and I hated it. I hated the motor. I was fighting with my boss, Roy Turner, because Roy Turner, all three bikes were all the same. And I'm like, there's... We've got three different riders. Yeah, yeah. I want this. And why well, it was a big deal. In 1992, I finally uh, went out, went down to Cali. I said, give me three cylinders and uh, and heads and took it to my buddy, Steve Weidler, and said, I want to, you know, port these three different ways. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we'll see what we come up with. And we... It was right before uh, Michigan Redbud, and we went to Morocco's house and tested, and all of us were, I think, four seconds a lap faster with one of the cylinders that I brought. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're calling Roy Turner at the office. He wasn't there. And Roy was like, there's no way, there's no way. And they're going, listen, all three riders rode it, all three riders four seconds a lap faster, you know. Yeah. And but I only had the one cylinder, and so Redbud came, and I had the cylinder on my bike, and Roy walked up and said, "Take it off." And I'm like, "What? Let me take it off." He's all, "Well, it's not fair. You don't, you know, the other two riders not fair." And I said, "I don't give a shit. I went out on my own into this shit." Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm not taking it off, and that was a big deal and a big fight. And uh, yeah. but right after that, they copied it, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of supercrosses left, and I was on the podium, and Kurowski, I think all three of us ended up on the podium with the last couple of races to go, which we hadn't seen the podium all year. Yeah, yeah. Know? Wow. Um, so it's just my lack of enthusiasm, enthusiasm <laughs> when uh, the, the bike's not what I want. Is I don't even want to go to the race, you know? Uh, Denny can relate to I that. have a good Steve Weiler story. Uh, yeah. In 1990, when I won my first Supercross, I think I've told this before. Obviously, I always tell the same ones over because I only got some. <laughs> but uh, Atlanta Supercross, I'm 19, and I win the Supercross. And Suzuki's like, okay, good job. We'll see you next week. Cowie guys are like, fuck it. We're taking you out. Oh, yeah? So I'm 19, and I got Steve Weidler's ID because look, we look pretty much a lot alike. And Chicken and Wardy and Turner all took me to uh, the Gold Club in, in Atlanta. Nice. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, I'm like, obviously I had friends with these guys for a long time, and, right. uh, and they wanted to celebrate. So you guys, uh, well, go have fun. We'll see you next season. And the Gold Club was week. at NBA. They, all the NBA yeah. guys got in trouble yep. for it and, and we everything. went there, and yeah. – uh, yeah, I remember Chicken gave away his coat, and, and I think. And the best part was Turner was like, every, take every, anything Cali on, take it off, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, he's we were in that freaking place 10 minutes, and also one of the girls got a Kawasaki jacket on. She's dancing in it, and <laughs> on stage. Oakley's on, and Turner, Turner's giving her all the shit. And we're like, what? <laughs> and, 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 Here you are saying, don't take nothing in, right. and you freaking, oh, these chicks were beautiful. Like, oh, man. <laughs> and one of them gave, her, gave away her coat, and his credential was in the coat. 
I hate to say it, but I think Ron might be getting divorced. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I was I in mean, the hotel. I mean, you didn't do nothing. You just gave him a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, let's let's take some calls for uh, Jeff Chicken Matasevich. Uh, Mark's on one. Mark's welcome to the show. Uh, what's your question for Chicken? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Uh, so, <clears throat> this dude, I nicknamed him Tommy Lee after I first met him. The guy used to ride around on a TTR 125 in Bergen. North Jersey at a practice track behind Giant Stadium. And uh, we got caught in the rain. I met him, so we all hit onto the bridge. And uh, I was like, man, I wonder if they'll ever have Supercross back at Giant Stadium. And he was like, man, I remember one time at Giant Stadium or the Meadowlands, they had Supercross. and met these two girls with his buddy. And uh, they, had, they, they took him back to their hotel room, and there was gear bags in there. And they were like, who are you guys with? Like, who are you here with? And it happened to be Jeff Matasevich and Ronnie Titchener. So, like, once they figured out, like, all oh, these girls aren't worth, like, our, their time or whatever, they ran into the bathroom, the girls did. And as they were in the bathroom, they grabbed the gear bags and ran out. That's the story. I don't know if it's true. Was there ever a time between, like, probably, like, 85 and 88 that your bags got taken from a hotel room? No, my my bag has never gotten taken. No, your buddy made that story no. up. Sorry, Mark. And usually when the girls leave, they don't got no clothes, so <laughs> it's a little hard for him to walk out and me not notice a gear bag. Right, right. Mark, he had, like, specific details, like like ozone gear or something. I think Titchener was wearing that stuff. Yeah, no, it may, right. may, have been, may have been Ronnie, but um, nothing. I was not involved. Dude, if it was 85 yeah. to 88, I mean, Chicken was a West Coast guy. I wasn't you? even 80? there. Yeah, I wasn't even there. Yeah, 88... Eighty-eight, eighty-nine, or I think the oh, eighty-seven, eighty-eight were the two races in Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah, but chicken, I, I chicken, did, I did you know, chicken rode two of these. Yeah, eighty-nine maybe in the Meadowlands. Well, well maybe eighty-eight. You also. might not, I don't you know. might not remember but, your bag missing. It was New York. Oh uh, yeah, good Eddie, point. Eddie was right there. Never party done. animal. So, all right, so, so maybe, yeah. Yeah. could be. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, no chickens gear back. Not not taken by any chicks. Uh, Never. Chutney from Australia. Chutney, did I say it right? Yeah, buddy. Hey, Whoa. Oh, oh, hey, whoa. Your, your phone is checked Were you up. in Mars, dude? Is this, is this auto-tune? Hello? You sound like you're in the space shuttle. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm in a dump truck. I'm in a 300-ton dump truck, Cardin 9 in Western Australia. All right, sweet. Right on, what's up? Hey, going? Hey, I don't know a great deal about chicken's uh, career. But um, what was the, I don't know, I haven't been listening to the show, but what was his uh, best bike that he rode? The best bike was definitely by far in Japan, the three years I spent in Japan. Those bikes were three years ahead of the U.S. works bike, mm-hmm. and I think eight years ahead three of Three years ahead of the works? What was that? Three years ahead of the works bike? Yeah. Is that Kibby? And there was no, we didn't have rules. It was a full-blown, like, old-school work spike where you could change anything. And basically, oh, really? yeah. three, three, out, three years, three years um, ahead of, of the U.S. work spike, yeah. uh, Ryan Hughes and Emick went over to Japan for Supercross, and they got to ride my bike. And I lived by Rhino, and when he got back, He's all, hey, we rode your bike. I'm like, it's fucking gnarly, huh? He's like, we couldn't even ride it. It was so fast. And then you hit the brakes. And you hit the brakes, and the turn's still like 
20 feet away. Like, thing stopped, and um, it was amazing. Hey, Chicken, was that story true? Uh, two stories i got to know if they're true. The one is that uh, you had to cover up your tattoos in Japan? Well, I told him that because in Japan, tattoos are like a no-no. It's mafia-related stuff. So um, I asked him because, uh, can I get a tattoo? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But I got a big, like, did you get a dragon? My chest and, and half my <laughs> can arm. I, can I get a tattoo? It was a dragon. Like I thought, well, you know, Japan, a dragon sort of goes, but um, apparently not. They, they freaked out. I think they were thinking a little tattoo or something, and then so yeah, they they're like, I had my boss Kono was my boss there, and anytime I screwed up or, or did something wrong, I'd be like, uh, so Kono, maybe I get fired now, and he'd go, uh, maybe so, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. And uh, oh, go ahead. so Makono, um is my tattoo bad? Like maybe you get fired because of it? And he goes, uh, maybe so. <laughs> but, uh, so they asked me to keep my shirt on. Okay, so yeah, so it was true. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing, uh, MXA said that uh, your garage door uh, killed your iguana. One of them, yeah, I did. Oh, so that's true too. It is a bummer. Yeah. There was like a six foot long body hanging out of it when I came home from the grocery store. Oh. It caught it right behind its neck when it shut, because the lizard used to like run loose, and it would go it would go out in my front yard and sit in the sun. And then when it got too hot, it would come in the garage and crawl up on these tires that I had, yeah, and sit back there. And I guess we went to go to the grocery store and I hit the garage door and I guess it like tried to run in and it got caught. Oh, so okay, yeah. Chicken or Denny, did you see his iguanas and stuff? And yeah, all that? yeah. I mean, he had in his were house you, and on hills. Were you he like had, going, what's going on here? There was, we had a special room that he had to build. They built yeah. a, a big uh, uh, aquarium just for his iguanas. There was like it took over half the room basically. Jeez. And we, we had a rattlesnake. You'd let go, and then yeah, he caught a you rattlesnake. Didn't know where it was, and you, you decided to like. Live in the house until you found it. Yeah, he caught. We're screwing around the We're screwing around the driveway, and he catches a rattlesnake by like a broom, and he grabs it by the back of the neck. Car- I mean, he thinks he's fucking. Uh, yeah, you know, Steve Irwin. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. So he carries it, in, and he had a little uh, portable uh, aquarium or whatever. So he puts it in there, and we're going to buy. Well, let's go buy some mice. Let's feed this damn thing, and it wouldn't eat. You know. Yeah. And then it I remember we, we came home one one afternoon or from ride or something, and it was missing, and like. <laughs> Okay, what did you do with the rattlesnake chicken? It's like, no, what did you do with the rattlesnake, Denny? And it was, yeah, it was in the house. Good times. Yeah, I think I slept. I think I slept in the car. I went to a race, and my brother, I was going through a divorce, so he lived there at the time. And uh, him and I had this other guy, Chad, that lived with me, and uh, they called uh, animal services or something. They came out, got the rattlesnake, and cut its head off. Oh, geez. So they called me up. I was at a race. They called me up. Hey, your rattlesnake's dead. Oh. So I'm like, oh. But he always had crazy pets. He had a bobcat. You know, everyone for a while there, they got bobcats. That, a bobcat? A bobcat, like a pet. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't even. You couldn't get near the thing. It would just hiss at you from a mile. You know. And uh, him and Jerry, his mechanic, both had them. It um, was nice to me, but not me. No one else. else. Yeah. Then he bought a. What's chicken doing at his house? He, he tried to turn it into a, like a, 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 a an animal reserve. I think. Yeah. He could have bought a buffalo. He's like the pet detective. Hey. <laughs> a bobcat. He got a little out of thing. control for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, bobcat around. So, what kind of pets do you have now? An iguana. I have a. Don't you have a lynx? Uh, no, I, no, I just I got a dog. Wow, <laughs> just a dog. Let's leave it at that. 
Okay, I know what you got. I've never mind. I've, yeah, I've seen it, or I've seen pictures somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wherever yeah. he has. It's probably not supposed to have it. Um, that's crazy. That's that's nuts to have all that stuff back in the day. Wow. Um, hey, what's your best dogger story, chicken? Dogger? Yeah. What's your best <laughs> dogger story? One you could share on the air, of course. Uh, best story probably was he bought a a new boat, and he showed up for testing at the tally track, and he's like. <laughs> Turner, I gotta leave. I can't test today. I gotta go pick up my new boat. And Turner's like, "Are you for real? Mm-hmm. No, Ronnie. You're gonna sit here. We're gonna test, and then you go pick up your boat." And he's like, "No, nah. come on, Turner. Let me go." And Turner's like, "No, you know, we're gonna test." Uh-huh. So Ronnie gets on the bike and he goes in the turn and just like spins the thing out, and he like sits down on the rear rear tire and it like does a big old road rash on his back and he gets up and he's like. I can't ride now. See you. And Turner's like, he jumps in his truck, and Turner's like running up to the truck. No, you can't leave. And Ronnie's like threw it in gear and like did a big burnout on him and just took off. <laughs> and then went picked up his boat and then comes cruising by the Cowie track with the boat honking his horn going, <laughs> Jeez, classic. And Turner's like, oh, my God. Uh, Denny, can you imagine Roy Turner and the uh... – could you imagine trying to take care of those a two guys? Chicken, trying to take care of chicken and dogger. I, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I, he, was, I thought he even I had a problem. With, he even had a problem. I thought with me, Budman, and RT. But right. I think yeah. chicken and dogger would have taken it to a whole other level. I mean, I remember times I was staying at his house and it was winter. I think it was down in Anaheim. I think I had a broken hand or something. I, I wasn't racing, and chicken had to go had a had a, had a uh, radio show with Mark yeah. and Brian in the morning. Yeah. Well. Needless to say, we didn't make. He didn't make it. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. I'm not really a morning person. Yeah. Night owls, yeah, right. yeah. We went to get. He's the got car- a night owl in his house. We went to the car wash <laughs> and uh, we slightly got distracted for the rest of the, the evening. And uh, and oh yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah. a good another not a morning person. And my girlfriend comes Press to Anaheim, so she comes up to my house to make you know because she's calling my phone. I'm not answering it. Yeah, and she knows I'll probably sleep in. So she comes up to wake me up and. The day before, me and Danny went to wash the truck in a car wash, and then we met these two girls there. And so I'm laying in bed with one, and Danny's in the other room with one, and my girlfriend walks in to wake me up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Who are these whores, no, chicken? Who are these whores? My girlfriend's pissed. <laughs> Who are so, these whores? <laughs> so Danny comes out, and then I hear Tiffany. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, we're late because we were late. We gotta go. Mark so and Brian are waiting. We take off and we get to Anaheim and we're doing press day. And my brother calls me. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you mean? I'm at press day. You know what I'm doing?" What? He's like, "So, uh, seeing good movies lately?" And I'm like, "Dude, what? You know, what? What do you want? Mm-hmm. You know? Ah, I don't know. I just heard there's you and Denny made a really good movie last night. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" He goes, "Well." Apparently, you uh, you and Denny hooked up with some girls last night. You videotaped a lot of it, and then you left your video camera on your coffee table. And after Tiffany was on her way out, she decided, "Oh, camera, I'll take that tape." And right now, they're at her her house, and my brother's wife at the time, Mary, and Tiffany, and a couple other girls, and Tiffany's mom are all watching it right now. And I'm like, "Ah, Denny." <laughs> <laughs> Camera, yeah, yeah. Like, oh no! It was one of those big '90s, or it was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it had a tripod. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, big light. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, with yeah. his actual VH t- tapes were in it. 
Jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, um, with the best part, he used the chicken would somehow, when I'd come into town, he'd purposely get in a fight with his girlfriend so we could go out. I have to break up. Yeah, yeah. We're going to fight. We're breaking up. Oh, <laughs> Denny's coming to town, isn't he? Right. That's besides the well, point. The, the very next year, the very next year, Denny, I pick him up for Anaheim, and he's like, wow, I'm surprised Tiffany let you pick me up, you know, yeah. without her here, you know? And I'm like, no, nah, you know. So we're driving, and it's like 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, you know, you feel like just going to the house or what, you know? And he's like, nah, you know, I'm all, let's, well, I'm all, oh, there's a bikini bar I heard about right by the house. <laughs> and I've never been. I go, let's let's just cruise by there and see let's what it is. I've never been. You know? <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, okay, cool. So we walk in, and we sit down, and we're like looking around. And then he goes, oh, no way. Look over there. Look up to the right. And I look up. And they're having a bikini contest. And sure enough, there's the girl from last year that we got in trouble with. And she looks down and sees us, and she's like, oh, and we're like, no way. Because I was planning on being good, you know? We're just going to go for a little bit and then go home and then go do press day again and, you know. And so I'm like, come on, Danny, let's get out of here. Let's just leave. And we were sneaking out, and that girl came and grabbed me. She's all, where do you think you're going? I'm like, um, I'm leaving. She's like, no, you're going home with me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then me and Jenny went back to her house. and, oh. and Everything uh, starts out with the best intentions. Everything's got, best intentions. Start out we yeah. trying to, was, you want to go riding, was, you want to train, you want to go to press day. And, and, and then, you're, so you're, like I said, it's either one of us have good intentions, the other one never did. And, that, <laughs> and we would always lead us straight, the other one lead the other one astray. Right, so. right, right. One guy would be on a straight and narrow, trying to work hard, trying to do the right yeah. thing. Yep. And, <laughs> Man, that's terrible. No, oh. The best one was Tampa, though. When we went to Tampa, we stayed in Tampa for a week. I mean, then there's two Florida supercrosses or something. So me and Denny are like, well, let's just stay here, you know? Why not? No bike so, or anything. Let's just stay between. Let's just stay. Yeah, we didn't have no bikes or nothing, but we were just going to stay there because we just didn't want to fly home. So we're like, well, let's just go get, like, find a nice hotel on the water somewhere in Tampa and we'll just, you know, yeah. kick back. Well, yeah, it's cool. So we find, I wonder, I don't know, some hotel right on the water. And right in the parking lot, there was a damn Hooters. It was a so residence in, because we always got residence in. Yeah. There's a Hooters, you know, at least maybe for entertainment too. over there. So we go over there the first night, and we bring a couple of the waitresses back, and <laughs> we went through every single waitress in that restaurant that worked there in, like, four days. And it, they were, like, hooking us, oh, we're going to hook you up with this girl. Me and Danny were like, dude, this doesn't have this, is like, Twilight Zone. Like, this doesn't happen. And it was crazy. It was it was a good week. The nineties, my nineties, the motocross scene in the nineties was, was good. Well, that's what I think. Dean Wilson t- tweeted a while back when he's like, "Man, what's with all the brothers getting married and shit?" You know, why all these? <laughs> screw that, man. Right. That was kind of chicken yeah. last theory as well. <laughs> screw that. Yeah. Screw that, man. We ain't getting married right now. It's a time of our life. Oh yeah. man, yeah, the good times, no doubt. Um, and it was funny because, like you guys said, like nowadays, if two factory riders are like, "Hey, we're just gonna stay back in between races. We're not even gonna ride." Just the teams would freak out. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be happy. I mean, at all. we, I mean, we had a lot of fun, but we did. We ran. I, we did. We did run. And, I think we were at the gym. We went to. You run away from chance chasing. We, we ran down the Hooters. <laughs> we ran back. <laughs> ran yeah. down the Walgreens. You know. Yeah, I mean, we. I don't know. We had a good time. I'm not even sure what year that was, but I do remember that we stayed at a residence. We'd always stay. We'd always stay at a residence in because took his wife. Because you got at the Anaheim Hills house. There's like. A long like driveway, and then the house sat out on like this cliff, 
And then he said he, he pulled up to the top of the driveway and he looked down at the house and he's like, man, if those walls could talk. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Chicken, chicken, that's the same house you rode the Moto Triple X. No, crusty, 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 purple, yeah. uh, purple rain, purple rain video. Yeah, yeah. Through, through the Harley off the back cliff thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was, I thought that was triple X. No, no, it was crusty one, and the bike uh, didn't even run. They had to tow it up the hill and push it down the hill. We towed it up the hill and post, and yeah, they made a like added a motorcycle sound to oh, it. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was oh. it, he coasted. It was coasted. Yeah, with the mannequin on because it didn't run. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, hey, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show, man. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was it was a, a good time. Uh, thank yeah. you again and. Man, I feel like you guys could probably go for another few hours. Yeah, probably could, but yeah, probably be best if yeah. you stopped it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank God we're both divorced. <laughs> uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks, bro. Yourself, man. thanks, brother. Love you, bro. All right, that's a, that's Jeff Chicken Matasevich, everybody. How come you don't do a podcast with that dude? Well, he's been asking. I've tried. You, I've tried. You know, I think I, you got I, a good that's shot. That's the first now. time I've ever talked to him. I've tried to do one, and Denny. Got me a number that didn't work for a while, and then uh, and he had asked for a while. And then someone, one of the Razor X guys, got an interview with him. Even uh, the blue, I seen it like five minutes with. Okay, and uh, I was like, "Whoa, he has he has been found." So yeah, yeah, and well, uh, yeah, he wasn't. And you know, even today, you gave me his number for the show. He never te- got back to me. No, like he, he didn't even text me. I texted him, and he he contacted me on Facebook again. So he's just I, elusive. He's just so excited. He's on Facebook. His daughter got him on Facebook. He's like, right, he contacted right. me. He's like, "Look, bro, I'm on Facebook. My daughter says I'm an idiot." <laughs> And uh, she's 15, so yeah, yeah imagine no, having a 15 year old uh, daughter. You know, Swiss Corps, one of, one of the Pulp Mech show employees. Kenny, you sure. were? Yeah. You don't like him, but you're aware of him? Yeah. He loves chicken. His favorite rider ever. Wants me to do a podcast so bad. And I'm like, dude, I'd like to. I can't, you can't, just can't find the guy. You He's can't. got, I mean, that three years in Japan. I know he, I wanted to ask him, I couldn't remember what three years those were. You know, I know he, I think he battled RT at least one or two of those seasons. Yeah. And then he battled Lewis. And Kyle was one of them as really? well. Yeah, wasn't he? He wasn't done by then when no. Lewis went over. They were both there. Then they both got clipped because they wanted to keep it in their country. They he, yeah, they stopped. They got they big decided, money. You know, big this, money, right? When there was one of those guys. There's a there. bidding war. We're, we're tired of bringing them, pissing our money away to Americans when we could just yeah. have our own guys do it. Yeah. And I can't believe like like uh, and Lewis. I don't know about Chicken. He mentioned it, but Lewis would just go there for the race. That's what Chicken. Yeah, it said like same. not stay back. And Tishner actually went there and lived. Yes, Tishner was there the whole time, yeah. and they, those guys like. I, like week to week, they would go back and forth to Japan to go race. It's Thirteen hour fight. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, hey everybody, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. A um, couple things. Um, Jeff Chicken's Je- Jeff Chicken Matasevich's appearance on the show brought to you by Showy Helmets. Fifty years of helmet technology. He Showy wore a Showy helmet too. He did. Then he wore he wore Bell first, and Bell then he ended up in then Showy. Then he went to Showy, yeah. And uh, uh, 50 years of helmet technology. Uh, Josh Grant wears a showy. Justin Barso wears a showy. Uh, Danny, you probably wore one at some point. One of the best helmets out there. And uh, we thank them for coming on the they're show. They're all right. They're fantastic. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, check them out, I'm showy. S- yeah. VFXW. They're okay. They're okay. I have good helmets. A couple showies up there. Those are bells. There. Those are showies, bro. No, those are bells. I've got knocked out at all of them. So, that's, you know, they're all fantastic. They're showies. <laughs> they don't look like, they look like Bell Moto 5s. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. Danny, you know those are showies. Turn around. Those are those are bells, right? I think is that a JT? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. An HJC. You guys are being assholes right now, and both of you are being assholes. No. Yeah, you are. I can't see it that well. Was Danny, remember, remember all those times, Danny, when we partied? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we'd stand and talk and complain at the part shows that we were tired of standing around there. Yeah. No, we partied back in the day. I was there at those parties. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. He was there. He came to Omaha that time, remember? 
No. Oh, yeah, we'd never let a freaking Canadian party with us. No. Never. <laughs> no. Kenny, can you cover up your tattoos? I'm offended. Right. They're kind of, I didn't, he's got some cartoons. They're pretty hot. What's up? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, coming up with Cody Gilmore, too. Uh, privateer hero uh, Cody Gilmore is coming on the show. One of uh, – Denny, would it be correct in saying you're mentoring Cody? I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know. Wow. I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I – well – I should take a more of a responsible role, but I just enjoy having a good time with the guy. He's just a great friend, and right, he likes right. to have fun. He should have been racing in the 90s. Um, uh, he would have fit in perfectly with those stories we've been talking all weekend. That's all, all you need all to hear about Cody, though. He should have been there in the 90s. Yeah. So, um, Hey, uh, a couple of emails here from Ray. need to hook him up with Dean Wilson. They could be a good, good duo. I think so. And most guys are all stoked when I went about him. You know, he's he's kind of came out of nowhere and been crushing the last, yeah, last he's, season. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, Titch, you want to get him on the phone? Can we can we get to our next guest here? Yeah, he's been, he's been on the show before, right? Didn't he overcome? Yeah, he's been, he overcame he's, some like health yeah, issues. Yeah, and, he's yeah. been on a few times. Uh, here's an email, uh, dear Mathis. How do you feel? You single-handedly ruined Matt Moss's career in the United States. I remember how you mocked him on the show. He has kicked ass in the first round of the Australian Supercross series. Did Jake win or Matt won? I thought Matt. Jake won. Matt won. Okay, Jake got second. Uh, yes. Uh, he has kicked ass in the first round of the Australian Supercross Series. Josh Hill and Pike had nothing for him. Hole shots and super lightning speed everywhere. Corners, whoops, everywhere, I tell you. It's no coincidence that he has conven- convincingly beaten JT's prodigy, Pike, and Kenny Watson's favorite rider, Josh Hill. Suck it, Mathis, and keep up the good work. <laughs> uh, Moto Man. Seriously, Matt Moss getting a factory Suzuki ride was weird, right? Out of nowhere. Weird. I mean, then he had struggled with injury and stuff, but. I loved Australia. I still understand how he got that ride. JT said it was a rock star Australian thing. Like, rock star is big down there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, was it? Who was the other guy? It was two guys that rode for Suzuki that year. They're kind of random. Um, no, I don't know. Roger hey, Thane. Chris. Oh, Chris right. says, uh, "Hey, Mathis, I am flying to Vegas for the Monster Cup, and was wondering what you could recommend for seats at the Sam Boyd Stadium. What is the best viewing area?" Also, I just wanted to thank you for all the moto things you, you produce, blah, blah, blah. You should feel great about your uh, – I don't want to read that. Can um, I tell them where the best seats are? Um, it's on TV at the Spearmint Rhino. I was going to tell you that. How about at the sports book at the Hard Rock with a beer in front of you? There is no bad seats in Sam. No, there's it's, not. It's pretty good. It's, it's, yeah. it's, if you like sitting on a, a hard-ass bench all day, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I'm not I remember sitting when on I, that bench. Right? When I worked at Smith, I'd always leave. I'd leave right when the 250 main started. So I get the hell out of there and be back at the Hard Rock having a beer before everyone else got back. Yeah, because I mean my job thinking. was pretty much done. I mean, yeah. you should try. Well, you got to do interviews. I, I do everything. I'm immediate. Kenny uh, was sat in his car and flashed his lights at Chris Blows when he was. <laughs> on, I was on, on my way on out. Thunder Valley. On Thunder Valley. <laughs> they, they, they were on their way out, but they stopped to watch it from the car. Right. No, we were leaving, and I'm like, oh, this is this is done." And we're looking at the, the times, and, and Tedesco he was hurt, so he wasn't racing. He's like, "Dude, Blows is in eighth. Every time we get to the car, he's like, dude, Blos is in fifth. He's like, dude, Blos is in fourth. And I'm like, dude, we can't leave. He might podium. And if he podiums, I'm not here. I'm in trouble. So we went to the fence. And every time he came by, I'm flashing my lights. Like, And all the security guys are like, get out of here. I'm like, nope. Flashing my lights, giving him the woo. <laughs> Team manager of the year right there. That is Well, it, runner man. up. Runner up to J-Bone. Yeah. He was runner up. Well, J-Bone. J-Bone. Boy, these guys have all – it's pretty crazy how all, everybody so got a, a, a crazy job in the industry. Dino and Dana and – yeah, yeah, think about that, right? Like, you know, everybody was a pretty. J Bone's all respectable, and him and Kenny, when he, when Kenny was on the show, J Bone, J Bone would come up, call in, and they would, like, they both have dirt on each other, right? But, but they didn't want to tell it. But you could see, like, they're both responsible. 
All I, I say to J-Bone is... Maybe they'd start a story and then finish yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. say to J-Bone, no, I, go, I still got the video from Southwick 95, bud. There you go. <laughs> you wanna... and, he, and, and, and then he's got one on Kenny about yeah. Vegas. Dino. Uh, yeah. No, Vegas hotel room. He's Cat got killer. One. Cat killer. Yeah, there's... Uh... Um, and so they, they kind of like, they stop each other. <laughs> I don't know what we were th- people were thinking with video cameras that time. It's like, hey, let's cap. What was yeah. that? Where, no, no. Get rid of that. Yeah, J-Bone, remember back in the day, he was like that guy, like Fro's guy. So he got the factory job. And he go, always thought he was better than everybody else. Like, what? why do you got to go that route? Why do you got to dye your hair? Why do you got to be an idiot? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, J-Bone, you're no better of a mechanic than I was. But, dude. But you had pink hair. No, but your friend gave you the job. It's not like Kawasaki hired you because <laughs> you were so superb. But I think he knew that. Didn't he? No. <laughs> Denny's not. No. 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 <laughs> you could not have shook your head any, any, quicker. any, any quicker. No. No. Um, He's I a mean, J-Bone lover. There's a, there's a, I mean, a lot no, of guys. I, like, I do like J-Bone. I, I, I don't know. know I, him I like then, J-Bone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I go, we have a lot all history, and that's what, you know, when uh, – But when like I, you said, all you guys are in positions of, like, power in the industry. It's yeah. Like, well, I, I, I mean, that's the first guy I went to when I started working for Josh, and he was, and he was looking for a 450 deal. I'm like, I'm going to go to one of my buddies, and, you know, he's the easiest guy to kind of work with. And the, Yeah. The best thing is J-Bone can't live down Fresno, you know? the uh, He must the hate that. Filthy Fresno's white smooth, trash hookers. He's got to hate that. Oh, he can't stand it, but people yell it to him all the time. It's got to be funny. And he's funny. always like, uh, Oh, yeah. And Coy's just got to be shaking his head like, uh-uh. Well, they, somebody wrote a letter into HR. Because uh, he said that on a, on a Transworld video one time. He said the line. They made him say it into a camera. And somebody wrote HR at Joe Gibbs Racing and said, this was what your team, your team manager was saying. And they're like saying. a fully Christian company. Did they have to apologize? Oh, yeah, for it? Jerry Bone got in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah what was yeah. the line he said? What was it? Uh, white, uh, some Jack and Cokes and white trash uh, filthy hookers. Let's yeah, go get them yeah, or something. Yep, yeah. yep. That's when he's driving in the car with yeah. the girl. I've seen someone post that. So he, he, they had someone say the line and filmed him when he said it? He said it. Jerry Bone said the line. Right. Yeah, because yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. It? So and now anyway. we try to get him to say it all the time. Yeah, he's probably that's probably never say those words again. No, exactly. Hey, let's get to our next guest uh, real quickly on the show. Uh, he's uh, Denny Stevenson's protege, uh, one of the top privateers in the sport, and uh, a good old guy. Uh, Cody Gilmore, what's up, man? Hey, man, how are you guys doing tonight? Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. What up, Gilly? Hey, how you doing, Denny? How's Vegas? Man, it's, uh, it's uh, I was you should have came, man. I Cody, we thought he died. We thought we my wife and I were discussing <laughs> if Denny OD'd and doesn't well, doesn't make because we were we were in contact with him until we is he just never responded anymore. I, yeah, I, I probably would have had yeah. a heart attack from about eighteen Red Bull and vodkas. Who's that, responsible? It's highly possible at Denny's flip phone. You never know what he's going to get. At least he has that tablet he carries around on his shoulder now. <laughs> well, I, I just didn't know who. Was I responsible? Both right here. Was I responsible for you if you didn't make it? Like, I, I don't know. If you put me up in a, in a housing or a group and fly, area, you here? And fly me here, uh, there is some type of responsibility. So yeah. I will have to check with my attorney you know the, for next time I come out. The South Park, you killed Kenny. It'd be the, you killed Denny. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but we, hey, we, we wanted to segue with him about the numbers. Yeah. You're going to be close, Cody, huh? Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, you know, based on what you guys had on your website, it looks like, you know, maybe 99. You know, never yeah. know. Yeah, I it's think gonna it's be... going to be super close. I don't know really how, how all that stuff works, but definitely going to be close. Well, neither does the AMA. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if uh, DeSalle, Strybos, I don't think they get points. I don't know if Narita is on a license or not. Narita matters if he gets points. And uh, you just never know. There could have been a... All three of those guys aren't. You don't think so? No, because they all ride a, a, a different series. Yeah, I, but they, who knows they, what a they, license they applied for, though. It's stuff I don't know. They don't. Yeah. I guarantee they yeah, don't. Yeah, if, if so, I think you're going to be 98 or 99, Cody. So. 99 is yeah. a sweet number. Mike yeah. Healy. Wayne Gretzky. 
He's I like 99. That would be a cool one. Yeah. Who? Wayne Gretzky. Who's that? 99. Greatest hockey player ever. I know you know who Wayne Gretzky is. I know. He's got a really hot daughter. No, I know. I know who you know. Um, uh, Cody, uh, you had a good season. I understand Danny tells me you broke your collarbone. Yep, yep. Uh, it's kind of a bummer uh, this weekend. Saturday, case to jump and went over the bars, broke my collarbone. So it looks like I'm going to be out about six weeks. So kind of a bummer, but I guess at least it's still early. Still yeah. have plenty of time to get ready for Supercross and stuff. So is the yeah. Is the plan still to do all the Supercross again? Is that what uh, you're working on? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. definitely the plan. So I want to do that for sure. I mean, I love racing, love going to the Supercrosses, racing them things, and just uh, really getting out of Nebraska during the winter time and not having to worry about the snow. And mm-hmm. have a bunch of friends, you know. It's like you guys were talking earlier. I was listening to the show. You know, it's just good to go see all your friends during the winter. And I like to get back to Nebraska, hang out with my friends here during the summer. So. You know, not racing outdoors kind of works good for me, and mm-hmm. there's no way I could afford to race outdoors anyways. When, and I spend quite a bit of money just to get to the Supercross races. So, so yeah, just pretty uh, much doing it for fun and having a good time, you know, but definitely want to do the Supercrosses again. Do you feel like you should maybe get a different mentor than Denny? Do you feel like Denny's, <laughs> Denny's mentorship, like Karate Kid, he's your Miyagi, I, I – I, I, it's well. Um, I'm teaching them all the things I, I not to do. I definitely can know where you're coming from. He's actually dude, he he does have a lot of good advice for me. Um, I don't really follow his training regimen advice or anything like that. I kind of do my own thing. So uh, he's always told me he's like you know motocross comes first and you know do your stuff and you know we have the rest of our lives to you know party and hang out and do whatever. So that stuff definitely comes first, you know. But um. Yeah, no, he definitely does actually have a lot of good advice for me. So to to give him too hard of a time, it would uh, I can't do that. And we actually actually had some uh, plans. He was going to start helping me with a little bit of riding and oh. kind of a little bit of moto coaching and a little bit of that type of thing too. Kind of dab his feet in, into that and come out to the track and maybe help me just do motos and you know maybe tell me you know you know maybe try this here or this that because. You know, really, I just kind of go ride by myself. There ain't that many people that ride around here anymore. And uh, yeah, we were gonna do that, and I kind of bummed myself up. So we'll have to see if there's snow on the ground or not by the time I can ride again. Otherwise, it's gonna be back to the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how uh, the bumps on the lake's gonna feel on the old collarbone, but um, I'll probably have to sell my boat so I can go race this year, Denny. So damn we'll have it. To say goodbye to the say say goodbye to the boat. Um. I don't we'll know be floating if, in a raft next year. I don't know if there's a rider in the pits that Denny uh, is improved as much as Cody did this year. Like he's a good rider, always been a good rider, but this past year in, in Supercross, uh, Gilmore stepped it up, and, and here were some really, really good rides. Yeah, I mean he, uh, you know, we're always at home, you know, cheering him on, you know, whether watching on TV or whatnot, and uh, you know, I got a chance to go up to Minneapolis this year, and um, you know, to actually see him ride and uh, see his aggression and just see how big a pussy he was going in the first turn, <laughs> but yet and yeah. have to start last and and, uh, and and then go up and see the lap times. And he's literally, you know, in his heat race, I think he was fifth fastest in his heat race and got a, got a 10th and right. ended up having to go to last chance. And, um, and you just knew that he was right there on the cusp of getting it. And I think it goes back to just having confidence again. And, um, once he saw what he was capable of doing and, and his, his conditioning was good in his heat races and his main events and stuff. And once he qualified for the one, I think, you know, he wanted a tear and qualified for the next two and, um, 
you know, like again, good, uh, good little confidence goes a long ways. And I think Cody's got it. And I, you know, I'm a little bummed you got hurt because I can kind of put you back a little bit. But you know, I know he's got some good friends out in California. When he gets back out there to get back on a Supercross track, I know Bud Man's a big fan of his as well. And I think he seems like he's got a lot of good guys in his corner who will, you know, everybody could use a little help when you're a privateer. And, and uh, Cody's such a good, uh, a good kid, and uh, and just has a lot of respect for the sport. And I think he'll get a little bit of help that you know guys will kind of help back him a right. little bit. Well, that's good. Yeah, I agree. He's right, you're right there, man. You're close, and it's a stack field too. So, um, you're gonna stick with Cowies and uh, next year again. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the plan. Uh, I've had some really good sponsors that have stuck with me pretty much ever since uh, I came back from my cancer. I pretty much had started racing again. I've had the same sponsors in Yankton Motorsports. They pretty much, um, pretty much, if I say, you know, I need this or I need that, need a bike to do 450s, they they have it for me. So it's pretty awesome having uh, that kind of support. Uh, other year I got a couple 250s from them and did West and then you know the last minute I wanted to go do 450s on the East Coast so they helped me out so they've been good help and I, I like the Kawasaki's a lot too they've been good bikes I rode for Team Green for I think of nine years in amateur so just kind of used to them and you know kind of know them they all kind of feel the same it's kind of weird but right. they, they've always felt the same so and uh, I like them. race techs is a big tech suspension is a big part of your program and a uh, big part of our program too. We couldn't have this show without them. We're giving away a, uh, a free um, free seat to a suspension theory class, which is a super cool thing that Paul feed uh, does there down at race tech. And uh, just write into the pulp show at gmail.com. Why you should be the winner of this and uh, why race tech should select you to get a free seminar. Uh, they do a theory class, a shop skills class, Trackside testing and tuning and an advanced class, uh, all in November in Corona at their headquarters. Um, so Race Tech's been a big part of your program, Gilmore, for a while. Yeah, man, them guys are super awesome over there. Chris Riesenberg, he's uh, working with them guys now, and I've been, you know, great friends with him since I was on 50s. You know, we grew up racing together. And then um, Rob, who's over there, and he's, uh, I think, in charge of all the settings and pretty much all the motocross stuff and everything. I've uh, I actually worked with him before he was at Race Tech, and he made the switch to Race Tech, and I made the switch with him, guys. And I'm a diehard uh, Rob Brown, Rob Brown guy, and uh, he's at Race Tech now. And right. man, their stuff's been awesome. So I couldn't uh, couldn't ask for anything better. And like I heard you guys talk a little bit earlier about the Air Forks, I got them on the Cali 450. I love them things. Rob threw in a setting on. Uh, First time I got, I went out to California this last year, the week before Anaheim, started riding, got a week of testing in, and <laughs> the first setting, though, I, I, I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah, you guys know what they're doing for sure. Um, hey, uh, thanks for coming on, Cody. Appreciate it. I know it's late where you are, and it was late getting you on, but uh, uh, really appreciate it, man. And, and Denny, keep it up, Denny. Whatever you're doing is working. I be yeah. I mean, everything yeah. I'm not doing, you keep doing. Cody. Just keep doing, yeah. <laughs> and what's the best part about yeah, Code Man is I've known him since he was a little kid. He used to ride the 60 class at Arena Cross. Okay. So, you know, he's hearing a lot of these stories. He's heard a lot of stories, Arena Cross stuff. And but and it's funny he was there, but he was probably eight. I think. Right, 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 right. So now he yeah. and now he gets to live that madness. Fantastic. Thanks, Cody. Man, appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on and send Denny Hellman one piece. No yeah, promises. Yeah, no prom- I got almost, one more night left, but I'm actually staying at the house, so I don't know what trouble I'm Sweet Jesus. Here. I thought we lost him for a minute. So, for a little bit I hope there. I, I don't know. I might sneak out. <laughs> All right, man. Have All a right. good night, guys. Thanks, Thank Cody. You. All right. Uh, hey, Kenny, uh, thanks to Cody Gilmore for coming on. Good guy, friendly guy. Uh, I didn't He's know him Midwest. at all. 
I didn't know him at all until like Vegas. I think he comes up to me, finds me, introduces himself, and you know I put a name to the face now. And yeah, I, just, mean, I was like, wow, this guy's really cool. He's he's, he's a he had huge, a funky hat on too. Huge he's, fan of the sport. Good dresser. Oh yeah, he had his snappy glasses. Dresser. Yeah, yeah, snappy dresser. He's got some style. So I mean, he's yeah. big him fan and I of fit sport. in well because we were snappy dressers. Both you of were, us. I think, in cargo shorts and uh, and you look like a basset hound. I saw that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's just nice to see another kid from the Midwest. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Iowa's put out some pretty talented guys over the years, Justin Brayton being one of them right now. And Teddy Mayer. Teddy Mayer up in Canada and doing well. And then, it, you know, Cody just kind of, you know, he had cancer, man. Uh, he, had, he, had cancer on his, right. he had a tumor on his back. And, you know, you see a young, vibrant kid like him catch something like that, and then you start seeing him at some of the races. You see him around, and he, he looks like an 80-year-old man. He's just, you know, white, and he's yeah. hunched over, and, he's, you know, he's just he's coming back from a gnarly illness. And to see him survive that and come back 100% and now qualifying for main events, one of the, you know, one of mm-hmm. the most gnarliest series in the world, I just take my hat off to him. You know, I'm a huge fan and, uh, and lucky to be a good friend with him. Uh, right on, everybody. Hey, th- we're taking our last commercial break of the night, but before we do that, Kenny Watson uh... – Worst Connection, a company that's near and dear to your heart. You've used uh, pretty much everything they have over the year, your years as a manager and mechanic. You yeah, have a garage. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've known Eric a long time, and Eric's always been a supporter of me, whatever I do. Yeah. He's always whatever believed Whatever team in, you're on, whatever. Whatever. Right? If yeah. it was from Ty Birdwell to Brian Deegan to Scott Sheik to Plano Honda, Phil Lawrence, anybody – um, even when the the whole H and H thing started up, uh, there was there were some issues about you know us using a different you know lever or this and that, and they've always stuck behind us, and I'm glad they do because they I think they're leaps and bounds ahead of everybody in their category of a product. Their brand is phenomenal. They're always innovating stuff and coming up. And yeah, their new easy their new easy start thing that well it's not new anymore, but yeah, their easy start device, which I don't know if you guys use that or not, but many most people do in the pits. Yeah, those I mean just from the easy start, the their their whole shot button is above and beyond of anybody's. Yeah. You know, there's the first and foremost I think their stands is pretty much from day one. They're the ones that came out with the first aluminum stand that was pretty bitching. And then you know I think PC might have copied them a little bit, but their stands are phenomenal. Their perches, their you know their their long, their whole shot device, their radiator guards, skid plates, everything they make. Um, if you don't have that, check it out because it's definitely the Work, cream of the crop. WorthConnection.com. Sure. Uh, did it work good on the uh, 167? Worked awesome. Yeah. You know what? The, th- the crazy thing about the 167. Yeah. People, um, do you get tweets about? I get the odd tweet about no, like somebody. People, people don't. People tweet love me. that story. But think about that. I mean. Back in the day, you you went to a worse worse connection, perch and yeah. lever yeah. because of the pull. Yeah, the pull was always butter with those things. No matter, I remember the CR125 always had a notchy clutch, but you could put one on a Suzuki. But what are you doing that for? I remember the Hondas having a notchy oh, clutch oh, when I raced Arena Cross. Uh, I was yeah. a green, yeah. So I mean, I don't care if you put a fork on the end of a Suzuki clutch; those things are always butter. Yeah. But a fork, <laughs> just jam a fork just, in there and put the a... cable on it. You oh, can pull oh, oh. it. Oh, I see a fork. Yeah, a good one. So <laughs> I, but when you put that on the Suzuki, it made it margarine. You know what I mean? It made margarine. it from butter for margarine. It was just so butter. And I think that still to this day, even on the four strokes, it's definitely a help. Yeah. Thanks to Eric and the Orcs Connection for coming on the show and, uh, Proud supporters of Kenny Watson and Denny Stevenson and myself over the years. And uh, yep. Tits, you may have some more connection products on that Subway Honda that you own. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I know you don't know what kind of pipe you have, nah, nah, but, yeah. but you do. You probably have worse connection on there. Probably. All right, everybody. Last commercial break of the night here on the show. We're going to come back with Jason Thomas. Uh, uh, the- BTOsports.com tweeted tits segment and fab banging bars. 
and uh, and much much more. Kenny Watson, Danny Stevenson here, and uh, we thank you guys for listening. We're back after two weeks, and uh, we couldn't be more excited. Stick around. Hey, this is Eli Tomac. I ride for Geico Honda. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. 
So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Race Tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Race Tech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. 
Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. That uh, that right there, that music strung out by uh, Kenny Watson's choice. Watson, uh, good job on that. Yeah, they're playing Interbike here in Vegas. If anybody's in town, check it out. Wednesday. Wednesday. Where are they playing? Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Check them out. Interbike strung out. Hey, Deegan will be out here, too, I heard. Truck what, race. What, um, Big truck race. What speaking. is Interbike? Just mountain biking? Bicycle. Bicycle. Bicycle trade show. It's basically the indie dealer show of bicycles. For bicycles, right. correct. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, and how so did... if you want to go and get a new basket for your 10-speed, uh, that's where you go. Uh, how about a bell? They got bells. <laughs> they got whistles. They got tassels. They got flags. Flags. They got everything from two-pound road bikes to flags and tassels. These guys should keep me another couple of days. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, and Jason Thomas, welcome back to the show, Jason Thomas. Oh, thanks. Uh, Tits, um, would you like to uh, talk about one of our sponsors on our show and, and what they offer to the listeners and everything? I would love to. Okay, please. please Are you going to talk about that sweet case? Yes, about Perfect. that sweet case. Perfect. JT knows a lot about that, too. Yeah. I do. Yeah, thanks a lot for, you know. I'm an that. owner. There you go. So am I. It's an awesome product it says there. I have a 1985 flip phone. Do you have one for that? <laughs> We're working on those. Okay. That is what I, JT used to carry nonstop, one of those Because if you give me one, I promise not to use it. Sidekick? <laughs> it's not a sidekick, but it's the one before the sidekick. Like kind it's of an like, LG something. It's my, it was my son's, and, yeah, I'm using it. All right. So anyway, so unless yeah. you've had your head in the ground like an ostrich, You've got to know that the new iPhones were announced just this last week. I, Kenny, dude, did you know hear about the new iPhones? Uh, I just There's got no one. I got an iPhone. Didn't hear about it. I just got a new iPhone five. There's another new version. Yeah. What does it do now? Nothing. Really. Bad. What are you talking about? It, for the normal person, it's for, it's nothing. It's really not that big of a deal. For the Moto guy, it does a lot because now it will do 120 frame per second video, which means that you can use your iPhone and it's probably as good as a GoPro. We don't actually have them in our hands yet, so we don't know for sure. But that's super slow motion. It's awesome. So now you can go and... Is this an iPhone commercial or an Optrex commercial? It's both, okay. actually. Because the new iPhone 5S and 5C works and actually works perfectly with the X-T5 and the Photo Pro. So you can use them as an action sports camera. Or if you want to go and be like a, you know iPhone photographer, you can do that. So go to Optrex.com. Use the code PULPMX and get 15% off your order. Support the show. You'll get a wonderful product at the same time. Danny, if you, um, you know, you, you've been here. Uh, thank you, Tits. Uh, you've been here um, two nights. Um, you've been up all night for two nights, we think. No, I slept. Okay. I just, I, I came in when I saw you. I had some, you know, some free comp drink tickets on the flight in. Yeah. Had a couple of drinks with you, bullshitting and stuff. Went up to my room that about five six o'clock was that about the time you left? Yeah, yeah. About six o'clock, I went to my show and I went to and I, I went to I went to, ST, and... I went to STK for dinner yeah. steak place in Cosmo. Yeah, my dinner was ninety dollars. Yours alone? Yeah, yes. because you you buy like filet with a lobster tail and all. You I mean you you go big, don't you know? I let's, got. Let's be honest about it. Well, okay, but I got a ribeye and a lobster tail. Yes. Yeah, exactly. What do you expect? That's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, didn't they have like a pork chop or a ham? Their cheapest steak was uh, forty three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you had a great dinner, but I'm just saying when you say that, it's a little misleading. Like, if you order the most expensive thing they have, it's going to be expensive. You know the thing I miss most, and Jason's right now enjoying this that that lifestyle, uh, an expense budget. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Ate, yeah. I ate better than I ever ate in my entire life when yeah, I worked Yamaha, for Smith. Yamaha thirty thirty dollars a meal. Oh, at Yamaha a, a meal. 
It didn't even matter. Anything. I'm just like, dude, Smith, yeah. I'm like, done. I'm, I'm expensive. At, at uh, Geneva Supercross, you get $120 a day to eat at the hotel. Wow, that's a lot of food. Right? I would order like two dinners. Like, I'd like, have a lunch with me at all times. <laughs> just uh, carry a doggy bag. Kenny, like, what, do you guys, right? what do you pay your guys per diem? Uh, 30 bucks a day. A day. Yeah. A day. But they eat, you get breakfast at the hotel for free. Yeah. And they eat at the truck at lunch. And they get thirty bucks for dinner. Right. Suzuki used to pay me ninety dollars a day when I fly well, out. I was at Yamaha. That was the same thing. Ninety dollars a day, and that's when I stay at Chickens. So I'm literally just making ninety dollars a day. Yeah. Just to hang out. Right. So we'd go to Mimi's every day. Go down the mall. Maybe pick up another flannel, new pair of Doc Martens. You know. <laughs> a social distortion tattoo. You no, know, a new tattoo or something. Yeah. I mean, right. that, like I'm, I'm making money not doing anything. Did that chicken interview get a little weird? Or were you okay with that? I was okay with it. I, okay. I, thought, I knew there was some good stories with it, and that was the one, I, the Mark and Brian one. I thought it's kind of a classic one for us. Right. Um, you know, you never know how far someone wants to take it. Me, I don't really care. We can go all the way and just – and when he brought the camera and all that stuff, it was pretty pretty damn funny. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're okay with that, though. Well, I, I was think thinking, oh. No, I'm, not, I'm single, so I have no problem with it. You know, right. I'm fully aware that I was a pig back then. Right. So. <laughs> What's changed? Well, uh, I'm 43 now, so, so older. You're an older pig, pig. <laughs> kind of like kind of like you. <laughs> yeah, oink oink. Uh, high fiving is going on. Yeah. Uh, tits, do you think that Denny, for his late night uh, adventures, could perhaps use some of the 810 products solutions? Some of the, you know, the you know, it couldn't hurt. It help his stamina. Help you go all night long. Man, I tell you, 810solutions.com. The number eight. I, I, yeah, my sleep pattern's a little messed up. Like I said, I fell asleep after you left. Yeah. Woke up at like midnight, twelve thirty. Yeah. Went out till ten. Um, without naming slept any names. All day. Without naming any names, Denny, you told me a story where you and some other top factory riders had a little bit of a battle going on. A little point system. Yeah. I don't know if we should get quite into that. Yeah, don't, don't, dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> Why the hell would you even go into that? I'm not naming any he's names. Not, no, it doesn't good. matter, but I'm you're not... naming him out. He you know he's part of it. No, it's good. But he's yeah. just said he's fine with that. He's single. Yeah, but that's good. We dude, probably Steve. Should. Oh, God. You guys are crazy. This guy is all hey, about radio, well, all we about to, listeners. We played basketball, man. We liked to play hoops. And yeah, like the races. on Saturdays. Saturdays we did. Yes. Larry Ward was actually used to, really good. used to piss me off because uh, as you were. You no know, one invited you? No, you had Friday practice. Your bike got trashed. And Saturday, you would spend building it. And as you were working on your bike, you would just see riders with golf clubs, basketballs. Uh, they're just – they're gone. All and you're day. like, hey, I'll be here. Yeah. my balls hey, Can you imagine gonna... flying in a Thursday and going home on a Monday? Right? Could you imagine that schedule today? That's, that's, oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, that's horrific. But then mechanics really didn't fly anywhere. They were there yeah. all of the time anyways. Yeah. But as a rider, you're home two, three days a week. Hey, you know who's yeah. really good at basketball and a mechanic? Long anchor. They had long anchor. Yeah. That dude had arms for me. No, to but use. he was. Are you kidding? Or? He's, he's, no, no oh. he was good. Yeah, he has his. He was arms were so long. I thought you were kidding. No, and we would take, strike me as we natural. would go to any basketball court, you know, park anywhere near a hotel, yeah. and play. And Rhino would want to fight everybody there. He was Shocking. so aggressive. He was Shocking. so aggressive. Yeah, just just run from ball to ball and tackle you. Uh, Ramsey was had a great outside shot, but yeah, I mean, we we used up Red a dog, lot. Of how was Red Dogs game? Red Dogs game. Uh, you know, fantastic. Those, I can't remember. I those really gingers thought. don't play much basketball. I don't think. Um, JT, Unless you're Blake Griffin. He, yeah, true. JT, true. Uh, we did a podcast earlier, Denny and I, and it'll be up in uh, maybe a week or two on Racer X. And uh, he uh, gave his account of the Jacksonville Arena Cross uh, scuffle. Oh yeah, classic. Yeah, dodging fans coming out of the stands. The race within a race. <laughs> it was incredible. I, I, I like even Bud said, you know, how many times do you, are you on a track racing? While there's a sideshow going on, uh, a WWE event, 
And, and, I, and I was telling uh, 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 Steve, me, Steve, JT, that uh, how Mike Kidd almost kind of he, he'd tell you guys, hey, you guys won't be doing that. But meanwhile, he's kind of winking at you, like, hey, hey, feel free to take each right? other out. Oh, there. he loved it. He loved it. I mean, the more you could cause problems and cause controversy and sell tickets, he was pumped. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 if you guys could really not really cut that out and kind of like bump you, you know, we would almost yeah, we, yeah. we talk about maybe just scripting the whole series one year, like let's just script it, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, hey, uh, earlier today on the btosports.com uh, tweet at tit segment, we asked for some questions uh, for our guests, Jason Thomas, Kenny Watson, Kenny Stevenson, and, and the responses came flooding into uh, the tits legendary. Uh, btosports.com, use the code PULPAMX, save yourself money. You know, uh, I've been pumped by the response on this, BTO. Couldn't be any happier, JT. And uh, you're, you're riding with the BTO guys, and we're... We're all in together in this, and uh, BTO's excited. So, um, JT, you have your BTO Sports VIP program coming up for the Monster Cup. Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, I'm basically haven't really even talked about it too much, but I'm I'm wide open for Monster Cup. So, anybody out there that's interested, uh, can email me, Jason36 at AOL. Um, Who and gets all the will, money? Uh, Who makes all the money? Do you get it or the team? Uh, I don't really make that much. After I buy my flight and hotel and all that stuff, I really don't make too much, but it kind of gives me a way to go to the races and still this, be around. Is this so. a VIP experience? Yeah. It I, is, yeah. yeah, I, so I, 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 thought, I don't know what that is. Doesn't Fly pay for your uh, for you to be at the race? No. Oh, really? No. Okay. I don't work for Fly at the races, no. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this no, is. There, he had mentioned it when we, when earlier when I was talking. It's a pretty cool idea. What is explain it, JT, if you, if you can? I don't know. Uh, basically, yeah. So um, you can basically sign up with, the, with me to be a part of it. You're basically a part of the team for a day. So oh, nice. uh, I take you around all day, watch the race uh, in the press box and hang out. And I, uh, We do uh, <clears throat> track walk, and you basically get to hang out in the truck, watch practice, have lunch with the riders. And, and honestly, like, Andrew's incredibly good with, with – uh, with the VIP is like way better than I ever expected anyone to ever be. He's really engaging with them, and I mean it's a pretty cool experience. I mean it's uh, you know pretty unique in the in the sport and kind of gives people that one on one experience that you know you really don't get you really don't get in the stands. So pretty cool. Nice. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up tonight, actually, I just remembered, JT. Maybe you can back me on this, Kenny. I know you were not a believer in this, but maybe you could just uh, stay silent and let Denny make a judgment before we get too far into this sorry tits uh can we get to your segment in a little bit or, or whatever you're doing what are you doing are you streaming tits is trying to stream a show tonight well remember davy did that he had his phone he was doing something castillo was he was oh. sitting there he oh, had he his phone doing okay. something tits has his optics and a tripod and he's streaming the show um is this working tits should Okay. I see really no reason anyone would want to watch this. Well, Kenny, they want to watch Kenny's back right now. I think you'd be surprised. That's why I moved over there so you can kind of see him and see you because before oh, okay. you were being blocked by, by your Darth, Darth Vader. Vader doll. So that's so what are you going to ask? Okay, here's my idea, Danny. And you tell me if this isn't a fucking moneymaker, okay? Here we go. He dropped an F-bomb. And, that's the first one I've heard all night. If you're – you've got a great job right now of decking and framing and all that. If you need money, though, this is what you need okay. to do. If things hit rock bottom – Say you lose your job because you're here on a Monday night Could instead happen. of, you know. Here's what you need to do. And I Our ran, sport's not big enough, but go on. I ran this by Pingree. What did David say? He's a pretty intelligent guy. He was on the fence about it. Kenny thought Ooh. it was the stupidest idea ever. Well, that's, then it's got to be a moneymaker, okay, right? Okay, so for sure. what, there's a lot of fans of our sport, and they're all over the world. And people from Australia and Canada and Europe come to the, California. They tour Troy Lee. They tour Pro Circuit. You know, this chaparral, they want to go to these places they've read about in the magazines, right? right? This is a big deal. Isn't this what this kind of MX Heaven already is? 
Hold on. <laughs> okay. Now you having access to behind the scenes and being right in there with some of the greats of the sport. Not after tonight. You 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 won titles. Um, I propose you get a, a medium-sized bus, school bus. Uh, it doesn't need a school bus, just some sort of bus, some sort of transport. Tour of the short, short, short bus. Short hotel bus. shuttle. Nice. Hotel oh, shuttle. Those are nice. Okay. With a stripper pole. Sure. Yep. Um, what you do is you advertise to foreigners, to people all over America. Us three in this room, when we party and we, we hang out together <laughs> back in the day, we take this shit for granted, okay? Right. We take this shit for granted. But trust me, what we did, it was fucking cool back in the day. It was. And JT, you too. So. Okay, thanks. Um, here's what you do. You, you take people to iconic places in Moto where shit went down. So and he's saying, like, take them to, take them to Chicken's house. Take them to Fro's back, like, where Fro's house was. Yes. Take them to all those. You just take them around. Club, okay, like, for example, Club Rubber. You take them to where Club Rubber went through. You take them to In Cahoots. You take them to some riding areas, like the, where you used to be able to ride. No. Mimi's. Nope. Okay. Nope. You know where you're forgetting? What? Motocross Mondays, dude. Supercross Sundays. What, what was that place? I don't know what you're talking about. The club. What was it? I, I, mean, I lost it. We partied a lot. Santa Ana? Galaxy R- Theater? R- no, Riverside. After that. After that. Uh, club Rubber? No. No, it was in Metro. The, Metro. Okay, so. Club what, Metro. So what you do is you get, a, you get on a loudspeaker. You pull up to, like, somebody's house. Hey, everybody. You this saw is, this on Krusty Demons of Dirt. Yeah. Jeff Emig's old house. Here we go. Um, hey, over Fucking here. Awesome. I, I, <laughs> over here, I bang the stripper. From uh, Anaheim, uh, I won Anaheim, or I went to Anaheim. And I went to Anaheim, same thing. I, I, I went and picked up this chick over here, and we did this. Hey, look at everybody. This is Michael Brandis' house. Wah, wah, wah. Where, Fucking lame. Let's oh, move on okay. with the and, show. And you take him to Troy Lee and do all that stuff shit, too. But you basically take him to this iconic, you know, all these places called Rubber. You're like, hey, Factory Phil and I uh, went in those hills, and let me take you to these back of these hills. And, Deanza. Okay. What do you think? That's fantastic. It's terrible. I don't know. I, what? You'd have what? To, I don't think he won't. You could tell him terrible, but he's not going to agree. He's yeah, going to go, not, no, no. I don't care what you say. It's a great idea. It's, and it's, I said, why don't you go do it then? Well, I need someone cool to do it because I I can't go do it. I had at least five to ten people on Twitter say they would pay for a, tw- a tour. That's they would what, pay. That's, that's, that's one trip. Put, they tell, would pay tell, for the tour. How much are they going to pay? I I mean I I threw out a price of like two fifty per person. Okay, doesn't, doesn't they? Doesn't that? What's the guy from Sweden? The guy that brings people. He doesn't in. take you to Club Rubber. I think he takes you to places. Don't he doesn't they take the guys like there is around. no Club Rubber though. It's well, down, it's dead. Yeah, but Burned you take the them there, like the empty lot. You, you just take them, them to the lot and, and go right here is where it happened. Right, there's gonna be here. all these euros with French guys. Yeah. This was where Club Rubber once well, was. Steve, why don't you like, put your money where your mouth is and do I'm it? I'm busy. I'm too busy. He's really but, off, yeah. But I'm telling you, Pingree thought it could work maybe. No, maybe. Pingree no. was wondering, do I have to dress up in like a, a, a uh, uniform? Do I have to, do I have to call, get a hold of Palm to get some of his clothes again or um, something? Yeah. Like, take him to, you know, hey, uh, here's Fro's house. Here's Chicken's house. Here's the Hooters. Uh, you know. This is where I got my tattoo in Marino Valley. Okay. There, there we go. go. <laughs> there we go. Hey, me and MC... Me and MC picked up a hooker right here. I, M- MC never picked up a hooker. I'm kidding, but he's got, he's really crossed the line now, hasn't he? I'm kidding. I'm way over the line. Always, always. Still That's why I'm out. Far. That's why I'm out of here. Listen, I can't, I can't have effect. I can't. What do you think, my... JT? Is he jab, lost jab. his mind? He's lost jab, his mind. Jab, jab. He's lost his mind, huh, JT? Uh, this show really it pushes the envelope. We're on the cutting edge. We are. Of, uh, listen, you know, five the... to ten people on. It. Listen, people, right now, if you're listening to the show. Uh, at Debo360, D-B-O-360, tell him you would pay for this tour. Okay. Tell him. 
Because if anybody's got stories. Why don't you do one in Omaha to, do a little, to check it out? <laughs> right. This is the river. This is where it all started <laughs> right, right here. down here. This is where I rode with Deegan right this here. This is Patty Murphy's. I we got to do a lot of fights here. Which is now I, a Walgreens. Yeah, I this is Champs. This is where I got Omaha. hit in the face with a uh, freaking beer mug. Bottle. bottle. Listen, and yeah. you know, here's Factory Phil. Factory Phil picked up uh, this chick from their bar. They went in, the, in this car in this parking lot right here. They did it. Dude, like, why do you keep saying that, dude? All Just, these dudes are married. No, but I'm saying you guys, I'm giving examples. I don't know if that really happened. It exactly. I mean, it That's did. what I'm trying to get at. So I'm why say it? I'm just giving an example for Denny to like. For Denny, some... for Denny to do it. Denny doesn't want to do it. God it's damn, dude. Crazy. Okay. He lost his mind. You know what? Yeah, I think you. he's been drinking. Fuck you guys. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you someone's hey. sitting here. Pingree <laughs> likes it and JT likes it. So fuck I you. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't know don't you drag were there. me into this. I thought you didn't know you were there already. Um That guy's going down. All right, okay. BTOsports.com, tweet it tit segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from... Fucking good idea. It's horrible. At Devo 360, everybody. It's like a good way for a lot of guys to get a divorce. That's, it's going to end badly. I'm just... I don't... I don't need, you don't need to bring those stories up. Just epic stories. That's yeah. every story you just brought up involved it. I was making examples. You were, I, you were dropping some bad names. Always. Always. And then he goes, dude, I was just joking. After this guy's like, dude, my okay. wife just kicked me out. Uh... <laughs> Says the, man, I did in says the man who accused Mike Alessi of running an overboard on this show and said, oh, That's not going to cost his marriage. I don't know. That ain't going to uh, cost his marriage. Cheating. It's cheating. It's cheating. Dude, you're Reputation. an idiot. Just admit it. You, you say. Yeah. Michael Brady's ran a big war. You think? At Binghamton, I think. Remember that? Here. How he's ripping well, the holies? Dude. And he's like, he's 98? Like, yeah. Going up the what hill. What bike was he? Oh, Kawasaki? Cowie. Oh, when he left uh, Varner. Honda. Yeah, Varner. He was freaking ripping Up him, those dude. hills. You're just and, like, you oh, go, pack, go up the hill. Like, uh, Mike Craig. Mike Craig. Craig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Because he would, that's when they were paying whole shot awards. Was it? Oh. And he would Craig, make, he'd make Craig a, in 99 had one 100%. Yeah, Absolutely. He would yeah. make like $1,000 in whole shot what awards. What about Frank? From Frank with his little girls? The the, 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 oh, the Frank, your ace? Yeah, Frank from Skull. He'd always yeah. have the little tr- the little girls. What do you think of her this week? <laughs> I like that jab, guy. Jab, Kenny. Jab, Kenny. Well, he had those U.S. tobacco checks. He was fine with me. Yeah, Frank was cool. Uh, all right, Tits, you, you've gotten, what, thousands of requests? Thousands of questions? Probably like 25. Okay. And uh, you picked the best ones. Here we go. Yeah. First one. Yeah. Bob from Omaha. Friend of the show. I never met Bob from Omaha, and we literally live a, a few miles apart. Tits, tits and him went for a dinner. I did. I ch- I've asked him out one night to grab beers, and uh, he, I think he had plans. Hmm. So. You could take him on that tour. <laughs> he would probably sign up for that tour. He, he would. He, he would. Bob would. <laughs> Mim would go. Mim would go in a second. Mim, Mim Dano. Mim would Nash, fund Nash would definitely month. go. Nash would go. Nash would pay double. <laughs> would Sinjin go? O'Rourke would go. Sinjin would not go. Man, I got an it. idea for you. Moser might go. Moser would want to go for free. Short, if Andrew Short was a part of would get his mom to fund it. Hey, why don't you do like – DMXS does in, in um, Atlanta. Do a, do a, put together a pulp MX party for all your listeners. I would love to see those fucking people show up, and you as the host. <laughs> where where are you going to be, Kenny, to see these people? No, do it at Anaheim, and you're the host of the party. You know they usually have like you know Kerry Hart or yeah, Deegan yeah. or these guys host the parties. Be posted by Steve Mathis himself. Come party with oh, Mathis and the Pulp MX fan. You'd have Mosher running around with Daisy Dukes on. We could have we could have Furley throw the party. Who? There you go, Furley. Furley will throw it. Who? He Furley. still does them. He still does. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I'm buddies with him, and he, uh... I'm too busy on this tour. 
He's uh. I gotta make this tour. He's well, well, you could do the grand finale of the tour, the party. It all ends at your play at your party. It ends at your party from Anaheim. They do like all that it. all week. They I, go to the Supercross and they go across the street and I go like to it. the go to the Pulp MX if, first if annual. Vital could have a party. You know, absurd Pulp could have a party. DMXS. Yeah. Well, Vital has one. You know, it used to be the Motor World party or something. They yeah. all meet at uh, some restaurant. Listen, Kenny, you mock the show. <laughs> How many people a weekend do you get photos taken with that tell you they loved you on the show and they want you back? Zero, or, because I'm in the truck all yeah, weekend. Yeah, bullshit. I don't. I, 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 he I, hides out. I the run truck. into I people. Have to find I, him. I run into people who tell me they saw you and they, like, they told you blah 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 about the show. I've never seen him outside the truck, and, he, and I don't. No, I'm, I'm with you. I don't see Steve, him. Steve, I don't give a rat's ass that people th- like me on the show. No, I, I, I'm you not can't what, hide. I, you can't hide in the truck from Moser. He's coming in. Yo, yo, that's for sure. <laughs> Mosher comes in. Look, we just named... This isn't my livelihood, bro, this show. Oh, like, I, it no is no one said it is. No one said it is. This is not my livelihood. Uh, my livelihood is just talking shit on the internet. That's my livelihood. It, it, it pays well. It pays well. Um, I can see that. We just named 10 people who would give you $250. What happens after those 10 people do it one time? It's done. They spread the word, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. You're in in it for a bus. You're in it for a a grassroots program. (laughs) So how much does it cost to to buy the bus or rent the bus? I don't know how much a hotel shuttle old bus is. You probably rent one. Yeah. I'm sure. steal one. Yeah, you can just go to the local Holiday Inn and say, hey, let me hey, borrow this thing for the yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, you know I, I need a ride to the airport, and you mug the guy, steal it. <laughs> yeah, you just hold him up at gunpoint. <laughs> you know what you, you do? carjack the Listen, Holiday Inn shuttle. You do the same thing that you always do. Call Castillo. Yeah. He'll fund it. He'll handle it. Spray paint Pulpa Max on the side. You're good. Yeah. Right. Hey, great idea. There's your backer. Get, see if Dave Castillo, he's a very smart businessman. Ask him what he thinks. After he shuts no it problem. down, he, he wants says, nothing to do with it. He won't I even, guarantee you he wants he, nothing to do with it. He won't even answer the phone Take call. him to the ranch, too. you got to take him to the ranch. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great drive. Three and a half yeah. hours up there to go. Ah, this is can, where it happens. You can, South of France. You can stop at Renthal. You can stop at MXA. Oh, Renthal. You know, this is Renthal, the size of this room now, <laughs> since Magru bought it. This okay, is Renthal. Let's do this, Tits. Come on. Quit, quit stalling. Sorry. All right. Bob from Omaha. Uh. He says, uh, wow. JT claims that Steve has a habit of incorrectly attributing quotes to Jason. What is the worst or best example of this? I would agree with you. He, has a, he, has a, he does that just not to JT, but to everyone. I, I have one, but I want JT if he can come up with anything. The, the best was a podcast that Steve did with James Stewart. Boom, that's where yeah, he explains a full story to James Stewart, how I was defending James uh, to a fan that was calling James a pussy on to both of us. But ah. the whole problem with the whole story <laughs> was that this was about Chad Reed, not James Stewart. But ah. he told this whole story to James Stewart, and then James was like, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, thanks to him, blah, 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 goes into the whole thing. Never even happened with James Stewart. It's about Chad Reed the whole time. Ah, James Stewart, Chad Reed, same guy, same thing. Look at Twitter right now. Sign me up on the Motor Tour. Hashtag Club Rubber right now. Another guy. Tell him how much it's going to cost him. I said two fifty. Okay, where's show. he from? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Actually, I got another tweet. Uh, just stop, Mathis. Sorry, but lame. Okay, so we're one on one. It happens. One. We're one on one. Hey, batting fifty percent. Yeah. Um, tits could drive the bus and sleep in it as well. Nice. There we go. Yeah. You didn't pay he's for looking a for a new job career. I thought you guys yeah. said he's leaving. No, so. he's, yeah. Okay, all right, next question. And then you could lay down in front of it, and Mathis will run it right over you. That's standard. All right, uh, KTM 321. This is an open question, but probably more for Denny or Jason. Uh, what is the most important thing when you're looking for an attire? Is it traction, predictability? How for long a they tire. last? For a tire. Oh. I would just hope it didn't go flat. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a stupid question because it matters what train you're on. Yeah, Jason, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean traction's always traction's always key. That's the whole you know point of a tire. What's the best tire to run at Southwick? A Pirelli sand tire. <laughs> that's what. That's the kind of question that was. Right. Okay. Uh, Nash in the chat room. Steve, the tour is a solid idea. Twice a year. That's all you need to do. Twice a year. So just make some You'll extra spending cash. You'll pay off that yeah. bus in no time. You'll <laughs> pay it off in seconds. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this dude? I'm gonna borrow. I'm actually gonna borrow your haulers. You're mad Kenny. because you're getting outnumbered right now by the fans. The fans are speaking, Kenny, and you're mad. Oh yeah. If you had the Aeros car, I think you could work. Yeah, with the very, still yeah, have the very back seat. All right. All right, next no overhead. Qu- next question. All right. Um, EMA Racing. Uh, how does Tedesco have the option of keeping his number, but Brownie doesn't? Brownie had to earn 25 points, and he attempted to do it, and he did not do it, so he could not keep his number. Uh, Tedesco didn't have a ride uh, to prove that he couldn't hold on to the number. You gotta, and there's nobody really looking for it because – um, nobody wanted it. I think maybe they wanted it. Maybe there'd be an, uh, no, a deal. No, there's, but... a, a, there's a rule. You have, uh, you have a year, a, you have a, op- a year option. If you don't race because of injury or you're retired, whatever, yeah. it's, you don't, no one can take it. Yeah. Did, did Ivan race in, uh, I say, is this 11? his second year? PC. Or 12. He no, he raced in tw- 12. 12. He raced in 12. He uh, didn't race in 13. Yeah. yeah he, he rode pro. So someone's taking yeah. three. Uh, is Tomac taking three? Tomac's taking three from what he told me. Yeah. It could change. I'm surprised by that. Do you like this numbering system, Denny? I don't. I okay. despise it. JT, I hear you despise, despise it as well. Oh, the super cost. Yeah, super it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the permanent numbers is, is relevant, I think, if you're Ricky or Chad. I think it's pretty stupid. And the fact they're letting two of the guys, super cross guy, get points is even more ridiculous. Yeah, I have a hard time with it. You have a guy, you know, let's call it a, a guy that's getting ninth place in the 250 series, the light series, and he rides eight races and he gets. Ninth overall with good points, not you know top nine points, and you have a guy that rides seventeen rounds of Supercross, and he's makes the main event every week, and he's getting fifteenth or you know seventeenth, uh-huh. and that dude's going to have a lower number than him. But it doesn't. But it's not irrelevant anymore because the numbers really aren't that much lower because you're just w- bumped up anyway. I was so. speaking to uh, an owner of a 250 team, and he told me that how are you going to market our guys, our superstars are in the lights class. A lot of them are. So how are you going to market them if they have different numbers every year? And I'm just like, nobody markets anything. We, we had to agree to disagree eventually. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how – I don't think there's that much merchandise being sold. Yeah, I want to know how you're going to market okay. a guy in the lights class when he's out of there in two years. You're not, and also, too, you're not even there at seven or eight races. You're not even there in yeah. the building. You're not, yeah. not around. You're irrelevant. It's just stupid. It's unbelievable. JT is very angry. This is I haven't seen. Well, the guy. It's just like we're talking with Cody. Cody has 14 points yeah. in the past. That would have got him. You know, he qualified for three 450 main events, yeah. and he's getting probably gets, might get shorted because some clown, like you said, went got a couple tenths and at, at, a, at a light in a 50 class, and that's worth more points. So yeah, mm-hmm. or better yet, you could talk to a guy that got four 15s. You know what I mean? Yeah, he got f- 16, 15, 14, 17. He's going to get more points. Yeah, I don't agree with it. And he writes, sign, sign me up 100%. Hashtag screw Watson. Dude, fuck you and your stupid ass fucking game. Let's move on with the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, all right. All hey, righty. Yeah, people are, get, people are on, and now he gets mad. He lashes out. Yeah, tell him that I'll put my pay, PayPal account info on there. <laughs> just, okay. just start, just start, just start depositing. Yeah, we'll get around it. Hold <laughs> your breath. <laughs> yeah, hold your breath. Give me some money and and hold your breath. Yeah. It's a good. We're waiting for him to rebuild a couple of the clubs, and we'll be right with you. 
Start now. You got a 50-50 shot. Is uh, all right, all right, Tits. Let's Tits stop stalling. Is the Galaxy Theater even still around in Santa Ana? I don't even know. Is it? I love how these shows go along. That's that's right next to Anaheim. Yeah. All right. Fish Finder 71. At the Des Nations, is it legal to run a big bore kit in the MX3 class? Yes. I no, think I so. think they capped that class at 450. They did change it. I, I it was it at used one to time. Be. Yeah, it used to be uh, mm-hmm. up to 550 or whatever it was. I think they a few years back they capped it at uh, at 450. But so if you had for whatever reason, if you wanted to ride uh, 350 and bore it up to 400 or whatever they have there, could you do that? Yeah, Not you could do problem. that now in the 450 in the MX1 class. You're just boring yeah, up a 350. No, uh, that question was really weird right there. Yeah. Half Chinese. Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. Okay. GTL 212. <laughs> GT likes that one. It's so creepy. <laughs> that was weird. I was like, what was that? You raped her. Who? What is Is that <laughs> Tony? Is Tony. Yeah, it's Tony. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that episode. I mean, you got to listen. I'm, no, listen. I'm not asking. I'm if not, there's any episode you, you ever listen to, it needs to be that. I mean, one. I just this, the way he's just ranting right there with such heavy, deep breath and passion and insanity. There's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. MX Sports is done. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I sponsored Watson, them all. you listened to that, didn't you? With you, Smith. And that I, was I was crazy. here. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I was here. I stirred the sorry, pot. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You were here. You, I didn't answer the question. you didn't want him to call. You're all, no, no, no. We can't. No, I was like asking you guys, like, is I'm this all, a good yeah, idea? Yeah, this is going to be good. Have him call <laughs> well, I'll, I, as far as I heard, it was Mathers are just stirring the pot for ratings anyway. So. Always. Yeah. Jab, jab. Let's go. <laughs> all right. GTL 212. Who you got, Roxon or Tomac at the Designations? I have I have Tomac, but Roxon's so good at the Designations. But and in Germany, yeah, you do have Tomac. Anyone else? I have Tomac. What do you think, Debo? Man, I I, I loved watching Eli ride this season. He could not. He literally wanted to turn the throttle right off the handlebar. Yeah. And but Roxon, the most impressive uh, ride I've seen was him at uh, Colorado. Yeah. Was pretty awesome watching Roxon there. So, yeah. uh, if if Roxon is able to step up his game, he would be equal to, to Eli because right now he's not. So maybe they'll be even and it'll be a great battle. What do you think, JT? Uh, I think that Roxon's going to be good. I just think that uh, I think I think Roxon's going to get better starts, and I think that Eli's going to have a really tough time passing the four fifties in that in that uh, race. Like, he's not going to be able to move up the same way because he's going to be trying to pass 450s. Right. Yeah, that's what they thought about and Johnny O, too. I was going to say, I think Johnny O's going to win the whole that's thing. That's what I thought about Johnny O back in the day. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I understand. I just think Roxon on his home track, you know, he grew up right down the road. Um, I just think it's going to be, you know, Roxon has proven time after time that Motocross of Nations is kind of his event. So, we'll see. I think USA's going to win. Right. But I just think Roxon's going to have a great day. Me and JT are going, and we're going to be buddies that whole trip. It's going to be awesome. Oh, you guys are going? Yeah. Well, that's cool. And oh, lots, yeah. lots of elevation there, right? So the... Not really. Not too much. No. Thanks for the invite, Steve. That's why you didn't <laughs> hang out with us back in the day. Says the guy who doesn't go to Toronto. <laughs> I'd go to Germany. It's Oktoberfest. Are you kidding me? Hey, they're having still one here at Glen Helen, right? In 15? No, I don't think so. Someone told me that was off. Oh, really? Yeah. I better cancel my flight. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a good deal. My boss was getting that whole tour ready for oh. that thing. <laughs> dude, that, that's when it wouldn't have been a good time to do See? it, dude. Please, yeah. everybody, at Debo360, tell him what you tell him that tell him to do it. Hey, give me your charger now. It doesn't really work. It's kind of jacked up. Say what's, tell what my else? wife to go get one to get my charger. It, it doesn't charge. My phone's still dead. Tell her. Hey, next question. Pookie, go get the charger. Okay. You got one over there, tits? No. Come on, throw it over here, guy. I don't have one. 
I have a droid for uh, my 1985 flip phone plugged in. I've got a charger for my 4S, but not for your Lightning. Isn't that what that is right there? What's that white thing? If you want, I can plug it into my computer, but I don't have that cable. Next question. Next question. All right. 94 Mim. Can Chisholm return to his old top 10-ish no. form I love after Chisholm. his injuries? What goggles will you be wearing? You probably won't have to Hashtag do too soon. <laughs> Hashtag. What about uh, Chiz can do Is it 94 Dano or Mim Dano? I thought he. Uh, 94 Mim. Are they the same people? That, that, that's, his, that's his Twitter, but yeah. Uh, long, it's going to be Mim a tough Dano. deal, but Chisholm can do it. I mean, he's not like he's old or anything. And, but you know what? You know, there's, you know there's, what he has sorted for next season? Nothing he, right now. No, he does not have a rod. Hey, but there's dudes moving up in the class, too, so you had to, yeah. had to add them into the mix, too. Can't you see NFAB and Chisholm coming together? Yeah. Yamaha wants him. Yeah. They, they like Chisholm. Allen Alan Brown will wait until December to hire him. Though. Yeah, yeah, and pay him. Like, yeah, 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 he's going to wait. He's going to wait it out and just blowball him like he does, and that's what he does. How fast will Eli Tomac be on a 450 in Supercross? What, we, what do you guys got? Results? Top five. Yeah. Uh, Can you run podium? Like, he's got to get that bike sorted a little bit. I, you know, but he started on a factory bike when he raced last year, four races, and by the end of the series, he was on a production bike. Oh, he didn't like the factory bike? He didn't like it that Oh, much. really? So I, I don't know if he's going to like this one or how that's going to work. Uh, and Chad hated the bike. Uh, I don't know. JT, did Chad say much about that bike? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them were real happy with it, to be honest with you. Chad's tweet about finding the 2012 bike, finding some brand new yeah. 2012s. And didn't he say that Trey and uh, Trey and Justin were too young and dumb to realize what they were writing? Yeah. yeah. No, they, neither of them Neither of them liked it. Right. Yeah. And, and I know that Shane Drew was kind of like, huh, what are you talking about when you talked to him about this? Oh, but, I know. Yeah. Shane was like, what are you talking yeah. about? I'm like, uh, I got to go. I don't think they were as outspoken. Well, maybe Barsha was. They were. I don't Barsha? think Trey was as outspoken. Yeah. But uh, T- Timmy, they definitely all felt that there were issues with the current. Timmy Cassie. couldn't. Timmy couldn't have walked away any faster when that when that got right. Up. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. It's not. You right. know, Honda's going to figure it out. Yeah, but not every bike is perfect the first year. You know. Of course not, unless it's Suzuki, which has been the same for a while, and they've got it down pretty good. Jab, jab. Well, I think that's why they haven't changed it. You know. Oh yeah, I think it's why. Good. Why reinvent the wheel with something? Yeah, works. yeah, no, no. I, th- I there's not a whole up. lot of new stuff going on. It's a good bike. It's all a bike. Yeah, they're going to do a yeah. twin exhaust. Re- it's really easy to go backwards if you have you know from where you're at. Or just put the motor in backwards. <laughs> Ooh, don't don't start with JT because he's been under some fire. Under some fire. Yeah. Well, that. I think I'll be all How right. How am I under fire from? Uh, you're under fire for some of your Yamaha comments by you know different people. Um, he's putting words in your mouth. No, again, no, no. Who? JT JT knows. JT knows. Uh, I am. Yes, people were saying you never rode one. Uh, how do you know? Yeah, Larry heard. Brooks said that. Uh, <laughs> I heard that they said, "How would you know? Anyways, you're too short. You couldn't get the right feel for the bike." I think Larry Brooks is the only one that ever said that, but I actually have ridden. I rode Cal Chisholm's bike, and I, yeah, I'm 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 well qualified to talk about it. I, you know, yeah, whatever. Uh, me on the other hand, I'm not at all. So, uh, all right, tits. That's the question, tits. I'm sorry. Is there any chance that Reed actually would get a bunch of 2012 bikes and run them? I think it'd be awesome, no. but I don't think so. Okay. It'd be cool though to get That'd all really get cool. 2012s, all black plastic with a giant yeah. middle finger. What about that right. 1985 250 CR? That's yeah. thing was pretty fast. Yeah. The only chance you have of that happening is for Honda themselves to say, here, you can have as many factory 2012 Hondas as you want to go racing with. Then he would consider it. And this is my opinion. But obviously, they're never going to do that in a million years. So 
that's that's the only chance. But man, can we go develop one at this point? No. Right. Someone told me that he got a 2012, and he went and rode it, and he was like four seconds a lap faster on the 12. Is that true? Well, I don't know. I, I heard no he idea. was slower on the 12. Oh really? Yeah, I oh, did. So, I someone did. told me he was faster, and I was like, huh. I heard they wheeled it out, and he was slower, but I don't. No, if I don't know, I wasn't. You know, I, don't, I was really I hoping to see him on a incredible. Suzuki because he looked good on that Suzuki yeah, back a while back. RCA. Yeah, he. We struck out with him too. Ask Matheson, not JT. Hashtag too soon. <laughs> Hashtag trip. Hashtag tour. I like that when you guys said that he struck out and you're naming everybody. And JT chimes in. Chad Reed too. <laughs> <laughs> see, see fucking JT. I'm telling you, he stirs the pot. Uh, he's fucking. He stirs I'm the not pot. stirring the pot. Chad tweeted it. All right, let's right? go. Tits, come on. Big D663. Uh, does anybody know what's the deal with Tedesco on the KTM? Ask his best friend here in the world Is he testing or right just here. borrowing a bike? He's just borrowing what's... a bike. He's trying to help them a little bit on some stuff, just getting some feedback from different riders riding the bike. And was he, he has... two-stroke for a while too, right? Yeah, yeah he bought a Yamaha two-stroke. Oh, no, I thought he was on KTM two-stroke. No, he bought oh, a Yamaha okay. two-stroke. He's riding that. And then him and Dungey are friends, and Dungey and Frankie, they talked to – those guys at KTM, and they gave him a bike just to get some other input from other riders besides the guys that are racing it. And Ivan, in, you know. In your opinion, would Ivan show up on sort of a um, backdoor KTM? No. And race no. little rest coast stuff? Like he, no. he would never do it unless it's a full full deal. He wouldn't do it unless he's on a full team with yeah. good equipment. Salary, and all that. It's yeah. not, he's, I don't even think he's really worried about making a big salary. I think it's just he has to have the right program. For him to come back. He's not going to come back and, and yeah. do it just to do it. He wants to do it and have a legit program. Right. All right. Um, I got a number of people who asked this question or versions of it, but Anderson mm-hmm. Ben 101, why is DeCoster always a team manager for for Team USA? It wasn't what, always. He hasn't always done what, it. When he's not even Bevo American. did it. Bevo did it. Roy Jansen did it. Did uh, Steve Wetlock did ever do it? I don't think so. Um. Roger Roger got the team started when they didn't go for years in 1981. Peter Manet was busy. Peter Manet is the Russian team manager this year. I read that, yeah. Um, So uh, he started up. Roger started it. He was a driving force behind it. He's Belgian, but he's American now. Mm. Um, There are some people in the industry, though, that are not happy with that. But how do you argue against Roger's success? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's people that are like, why does he get to do it? I want to do it. Or or, this person should do it. Who's that, J-Bone? No, no, not <laughs> um, I don't think there's but, any other person out there that's more qualified to do it as a team manager. But when you're there, it's just strategy and points and all that crap. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's not like you're going there and testing. It's not like Roger's going over to the Honda pits and is going to help them with a bike the, setup. The one thing that's great about Roger is being Belgium and being European, he can talk to any contacts and teams over there for any help and advice. True. And go riding during the week before the race. or True. like. You know, if you got somebody like uh, J-Bone there, he'd be like, uh, I don't know. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like, that's true. Uh, Roger's well-connected all over the world with everybody. Sylvain Gabors and him are buddies. and But, um, yeah, that's a fair question. But, you know. Yeah, that was a good answer, though. But I mean, he can go over there and pull any yeah. string he needs yeah, and get anything I mean, done. In, in, in any you know, emer- his emergencies do When I was arise. on Team USA, uh, we spent the day at Lomo testing. I've told the story a few times. Did he know you were there? Well, we spoke, and Tim Ferry tested, and then he left when Ricky left. But. Uh-huh. You know, we were did like, he ever come over there and give input on setup or anything? No. Okay. But that night, I saw Roger in the elevator. And I said, "Hey, Roger, where do I get my pass tomorrow?" And he said, "Who are you?" <laughs> really? Yeah. And I'm like, "Ah, uh, we were at Lomo today. Timmy's mechanic." <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. 
Classic. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right, it's a good times. But uh, right. no, I, you know what? The first year they went without Roger, they lost. Uh, he couldn't make it to Switzerland or whatever. Whenever ninety four. But he didn't go the year. He didn't go the year when uh, Fro and those guys went. Lyles, right? And the, no, Jansen, yeah, that was Jansen and Bevo, right? And they won. Bevo lost in '94. I think Bevo lost once. And... Bevo is a team manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And Fro's the only person to go nine years in a row or something. No, eight years in a row. No, I don't. Think Seven so. years in a row. I don't. Think I just so. read it. Five. <laughs> yeah, just keep Four. going down. No, it's, uh, it's like six nobody years can in a row. top Jeff Jeff Ward nine and zero. Nine and zero. That's pretty gnarly. Seven and zero at the Motocross Nations. Two and zero at the trophy. Oh, uh, those don't count. Okay. All right, All let's right. go. Uh, we got a ton more, but I'm just going to stick with one last. Because Tits one. doesn't like when the show goes long, so right. Yeah. Um, DS three seventy four. This question is for you, JT. What is the best advice that you could give him, or I guess a writer in general, for them preparing to go to their first off season overseas race? Don't go. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic advice. Um, I would say just uh, <clears throat> try to find an arena cross track and work on sprints like all the time. Lap times and intensity, that's all that matters. You bring... one, lap, one lap to get your qualifying time and then just no longer than seven or eight minutes at a time, but everything you've got intensity-wise, that's all you need to worry about. Do that over and over and over and over. Danny, did you have a favorite European race you used to do, Bercy or Geneva? Bercy, the first year I went over there, that's when I was supposed to ride a, be a Honda rider, and I ended up not ever getting a Honda and signing with Suzuki, but it was too late to change bikes, so I went over there and rode a Honda that I'd never raced in my life. That was pretty ridiculous. And then the next year is when I did the 125 class. They introduced that, and I had won that year, and it was kind of be, it could be a big showdown between me and Everts because Everts was a superstar at that time. And mm-hmm. I went over there with my broken wrist, and it was pretty gnarly. I mean, it was chaos just getting main events. Everybody was just killing everybody. And I think I think Budman might have won that that season. That's when you were – the first year, I think they ran down the hallways and shit. Yeah. Now, that track's just crazy insane. And then Geneva is always a bigger, more fun track. But, I know, I just didn't ever do that great over there. I, I had fun. And, but right. I, never, I went to Antwerp and race, and that was when I think they, they used the whole track with a roller. We just assumed you had fun. I always yeah. had fun, yeah. <laughs> we had fun in Japan at Fukuoka. Fukuoka. I really enjoyed that one. I remember we were flying. That's when they took the top 20 riders. And uh, I remember we were flying over there. We were trying to figure out who, who – if the plane went down, who would be the next champion? <laughs> and I think it was like Anthony Pokoroba. Barry Carston. Barry Car- Carston and Pokoroba were going to go 1-2 in the next season. But Australia. Do you have any questions for uh, – Kenny, you didn't anything? No. You didn't really involve um, him in this segment at all. I'd like to keep him interested. He's Let's still see. here. Lucky I got nowhere to go, nowhere to stay, nothing going on tonight, so Yes, there's actually one. Okay, can you let's yeah, get it. Moto Fan two fifty four. Uh Kent, if you could change one thing about the nationals, what would it be? <laughs> That's a loaded um, if question. If I could change them, I would like to get rid of them. <laughs> and make more supercrosses. I don't because, think that's right. an answer. <laughs> Why do you not? That's changing one thing, just getting rid of it. No, if I could change one thing, I think they need to uh, do something with the intermission so there's a little bit more time in between. They do, they do a good job. I'm just talking out, out of my ass, but they do a good job. They just need to open it up a little bit and give the, the mechanics and the riders a little bit more time to recover and get the bikes because at the end of the day, the the rider the mechanics are so rushed they really can't go through the motorcycles like they need to so you're bringing up you know the fact of DNFing injuries you know they really can't inspect the motorcycle like they need to so that's what I say but on the other time it's it's on the other hand it's a catch twenty two because of the TV package so all in all 
it's it's okay. There needs to be some changes like I talked about earlier, but all in all, they do a good job. Thank you. No problem. Anything for you, tits. Yeah. You want to do voicemails or uh, emails? No? Yeah. Yeah, 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 let's, yeah let's, keep let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Like, Steve gets up and the show just dies. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you You're the host. Feel free to carry it someone. I tried. Anybody. I didn't. I didn't, wasn't addressed. Not hey, you, Danny. Anybody I've been, else. I've been yeah. to one race, you know, right. in hey, four t- years. Here, tits, I tried. Like, at the round table, I tried. There's round table 3.0 coming up. No way. Yes. I'm not, I'm not hosting yes, it. He's though. not hosting. He's going to be here. Who's hosting? Moser's going to host it. Dude, I want to be on it. <laughs> All this talk shit. What about what about your girl, the Omaha uh, scoops? You ever talk to that chick? She's she was from in Omaha, was she? She's yeah. from Nebraska. She's from Omaha. Oh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I don't listen to the show. There's a super, there's a super fan that she th- she Shoot calls herself a journalist, and she comes back and says, "Last year, she's telling me Brett Metcalf is going to sign with what team?" And I'm like, "Are you sure about that?" She goes, "Yes, I have a really good source telling me." I'm like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And she's from Nebraska. She's yeah. never called back or been that back on the show. Yeah, he ruined her. Yeah, yeah. Kenny. I find that easy to believe. Hey, <laughs> calm down, guys. Hey, now. Uh, no new updates on the tour right now, but I'll keep you. Oh, it's I'll good. Keep it today. Maybe they're twi- Maybe they're hitting me up. I don't know. Maybe I have to. Yeah. Just Did you check, check my your t- PayPal account balance? It's yet. probably really going off you the need bottom to put of the that. Uh, there. All right, let's do. What do we got to do? Uh, is JT? Uh, can JT, can you stick around for a little bit? No. Yep. Okay. JT, we, got, we got we got tariff questions for JT. Oh, let's do those real quick then. All yeah. right, we don't need to play them again. Expert on goggle right. tear-offs, though. All right. JT, are... 15 seconds or, no, or less. Yeah, these are submitted uh, by I don't, I don't adhere to your rules. Oh, but, I, we're, uh, we're going to ask him about colored tires still, too. Oh, yeah, JT, colored tires. Uh, someone asked that question. Um, they were no good, right? No, they, the, the uh, dye they had to put in them right. uh, made them really hard, so they didn't work. They were, you know, they were put in okay for, like, jump shows and stuff, but for racing, they, they, weren't, they didn't work. Okay. Hmm. They lost mm-hmm. all the pliability and the basically the what colors did you when the run? Tire rolls. What? What color tires did you run? I never, I never ran it. We tested it, but Michelin uh, did a bunch of testing with Pastrana with them, trying to make them work for Supercross, just marketing wise. But right, basically, when you add the dye to it, they're garbage after that. That's crazy. So I just say pr- spray paint them. Screw it. Hey, it worked with your gl- <laughs> worked with your glitter bikes. Yep. <laughs> that was a good looking bike. What year is it? Digging around the uh, the little half helmet and no shirt at Southwick. Ninety practice. Ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Half a helmet. Right. I think in a, in a, like a cut off jersey, sleeveless. Ryan, just... Remember Ryan Duff used to run the open face too. No, not Ryan Duff. There was that dude from Duffy. No, it was no. Josh. Josh. Oh, Ryan Duffy. It sounded like Strang, but it wasn't. He's was from Pennsylvania. Josh Steele. Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat. No, Josh Steele. Josh Steele. Josh Steele. He did right. Yeah. Jason. I'm yeah, pretty Josh, sure Ryan yeah, Duff yeah, did yeah. it too. No, Rod. Ryan he passed Duff. away though. He did. That guy passed away. No, Josh Sweat did. Sorry, getting too. <laughs> Who passed away? Getting, well, they're both. Uh, they're both the same era. They're both PA Ohio guys. Josh, Josh Sweat passed away. Josh uh, Steele did. I thought Josh Steele might have passed away from a boulder hitting him in the face. <laughs> you guys remember Josh Sweat? No, I don't. No, uh, he was uh, like Team Green, like prodigy kid from West Virginia. How did he pass know, away? Uh, I forget. It was a few years ago. I forget what happened. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I can't remember what happened. Steve oh, Wood. Pretty crazy. Steve Wood. <laughs> well, I just don't remember exactly, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, why, why something speculate? that serious, I don't want to get it wrong. You're, don't you're don't, don't oh. speculate. You're a dick, yeah. Kenny. Yeah. I'm glad you quit the show. 
<laughs> so am I. Uh, okay. So we're gonna, we're both agreeing <laughs> on something. Yeah, finally. <laughs> RC's right. It, what he said about you. It dude. took it took it this long to, for us to agree on something. Yeah, RC's totally right though. Yeah, he is. All right, JT. Uh, first question: What writer is or has attempted to follow in your footsteps by capitalizing on the money to be made at international races? Paul Lindsay. Uh, I think there's a lot, but um, well, Brayton seems to do a ton. Brayton's yeah, down. Brayton's. I mean, better than me though. No, but he's still like he's all about going to Europe and making money. Yeah, but he yeah. doesn't dig like JT. Dude, JT will go to Indonesia yeah, bro. for two hundred bucks. Yeah, and that's like Paul Lindsay. Paul would he would race some. JT really... went to Finland for a grand, a grand. JT Finland. I went. I made thirty eight hundred bucks. Something. Greece for a grand. What'd you do for a grand? Uh, I was already in Europe, but yes, I did go to Greece for a grand. Yeah, but I was already there. Did you ever race a hard Sorry, cross like Europe. Jones was talking about, like where it was actually on wood, with wood jumps and stuff? They had um, the closest I got to it. They, we had sections, but we did. It wasn't the whole track. Like, where, where, we, was uh, where, where was that? Hard cross, right? In Germany. Germany. Germany yeah. Did you we went into go- the stands and then rode across concrete, and then there was a couple wood berms. But <laughs> that's crazy. But like Mike Byer had full. Uh, wooden cross, jumps yeah, and down yeah, hallways and upstairs. I think I've seen some of those videos. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was full on. The whoops and everything were all wood. Yeah. I saw the videos, but it was a couple years before me. Yeah, that's. How, did you see the one that's on there that shows there were concrete whoops and they're whoop racing? It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, those guys' sports were so soft. All they would have to do is put Supercross stuff on and they'd be untouchable. Dude, perfect whoops. And you yeah. can just da 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 da. And they just, and they're concrete. They were yeah, yeah. And that, that, and there's a super start, motor race that they did that. Really? It looked yeah. pretty cool. Concrete? The whole track was concrete. The jumps, everything, and the whoops. I think it's, I want to say it was in Switzerland. Kind of a velodrome track, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think I've seen a video of that, too. Our next I could have found a way to screw those That's up. where they had the... Uh, you would have tried to jump your way through. <laughs> That's where they had, like, they were going to try to do the super, the donations for Supermoto or something there. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And uh, who was the team manager for the Super... Roger Acosta, yeah. <laughs> oh, got another tour. Got another person on the tour. Check, I gotta check my Where are you going? I'm going to check my Twitter account. Right now. Denny, right, don't put your headphone down like that. <laughs> Those are two hundred and seventy dollars each, and that's what—that's how they break, right there. That weakest link oh, really? is that microphone. Well, yeah. take it off my paycheck since I never got paid, anyways. So you never it. got paid. No, what I make? I did the Your show time for... on the show. You oh. never got paid. Okay, I did the show for how long? Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't. Two, over, two over. over. Your what? last year here. This is awkward. I gave you seven grand. I should probably Ooh. step away. How much money did I bring in sponsors? You didn't bring any in the last year except for that oh. Mammoth Mountain guy, the racing oh, guy. Oh, really? And I gave you half of that deal. Oh, really? I gave you half oh, of the money. I didn't bring any sponsors, but you got to talk about the ones that oh. I brought the first time that oh, carried yes, over. Yes, yes. Okay, you, they you, paid for me. You brought in JGR, and you brought in... Um, Somebody else. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm escaping me right now. Well, that's why, that's why you don't you call got, your sponsors. And, and you got, <laughs> <laughs> Just because you can't remember case, something that happened case, last year. In case you didn't realize, JGR is no longer on the show. I wonder why. The rest are going to be following us in. Okay. Let's keep it up. <laughs> Aren't you and Hanny going to have a show? <laughs> I'm thinking about moving out here and just becoming a co-host. I think, I think you I'm should. To, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on it. Well, if this fucking tour takes off, Danny, maybe. There's no reason why not to. Right. Let's just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Screw it. I haven't heard a way that this tour is going to make money yet. I'm not really sure either, but fuck it, we're going to do it. His lucrative. If, okay, that we just ta- if you kick eight people at two fifty a piece, you do it. What once. is that? What is that, tits? I add that up. That's, That's like forty five thousand dollars. Two grand. Yeah, two, two grand. Two Ooh. grand. 
Ooh, you're going to spend two grand in a day. In a day, you're going to spend eight Maybe hours with these people. Of that is profit. Okay, then you got to buy. How lunch. many? How many potential customers do you think are on this planet? Fifteen. Well, again, 20. we just we just we got ten right now, out of the gate. That's huge. No, I said, how many potential customers do you think are interested in something like this? How, how many? Customers? How, how many? many po- what's the population of America? Three hundred forty thousand. Three hundred twenty million. Okay, half you, that. A million. A million. A million. A million. You million think a million people are, people are interested in going around to places that don't exist in some <laughs> shoddy half-assed tour bus? <laughs> Consider hey. you don't even get a million people watching a freaking outdoor national. The the like, the Twitter replies do not lie. The Twitter replies do not Steve, lie. Steve, they just tell you what you want to hear. These are your fans, and so they can come celebrate you with your big after, after party. After, after after party, that is awesome. Okay, let's do this. Hey, do you come like on. that idea, JT? Mathis is going to host an after party after Anaheim. He's going to be the host. I like it. A Pulpamex <laughs> after party. Yeah. is going to be running around in a, a pair of Daisy Dukes with a cutoff T-shirt. Listen, uh, you have to you have to tell your uh, Twitter password at the door to get in. Yeah. DV DV at LeBlanc. Yeah. His nightclub in France. Yeah. He had a Pulpamex guy show up there. That's the power of Pulpamex. One show guy. Up, one guy showed up his at his pul- nightclub out of the whole country. <laughs> Fuck you, Danny. <laughs> All right. He also go. has a topless DJ. I've seen that before. All right. Let's, do you see the one where he had two chicks going at it on his thing? I, on his Twitter? He's like, welcome to LeBlanc. He, he's a big fan. Yeah. 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 All right. Are you fighting or hooking up? No, hooking up. Oh, okay. I was like, let me go to LeBlanc. And JT called it LeBlue. I can, see, I can see Steve Mathis standing in line to go to LeBlanc with a big bear claw in his hand. Where do I get in here? <laughs> <laughs> let, let me in here. I'm, uh, I'm Steve Mathis from Pulp MX from America. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I mean, yeah. It works. You check your Twitter account? You can't wear shorts to a club. Yeah, it's side like, like three. Okay, well, I got more. <laughs> people will, t- will hit you this hey, week. Hey, he'll, he'll get that special invite where he can wear shorts to the club. That's how people are going to know he's special. Because <laughs> you know you ever go to a nightclub and they go, you can't get in with tennis shoes, and you see that one guy with, with tennis shoes, and you're all, hey, why did he get in and I had to go change my shoes? Oh, do you know who that is? I had to put pants on for SDK. Restaurant. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. He called, actually. Yeah, they said no. You broke no. your streak? Yeah. No, my streak had been broken because I wore pants at the banquet. So I had no streak going, mm-hmm. really. I wore okay. pants at the Supercross banquet. It's like game you were talking about. It is. Okay. All right, let's do JT, Come on. Let's seriously. do this. All right, JT. Daniel set the standard for man friends for a long time, but with Wyndham retiring, who do you consider the best man friend? I don't agree with the first part of that statement. Daniel was pretty late to the game on the Wyndham program. Yes, he was. Uh, Setting the standard, um, I would say J.H. Leal set the standard. No, no. I'm going to have to – let me help you. Can I help you out on that question? Yeah, this question is for yeah. J.T. Okay, I'm going to help J.T. There's a gentleman named Lou. Ah, oh, Lou. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet, oh Lou. sweet Lou for MC. Sweet Lou was yeah. the original. <laughs> Not too many guys brought their friend lunch to the track and sat on the tailgate and ate it with him. Yeah. And then would go home yeah. and drive his yeah. boat all day. It's pretty cute. Back. Yeah, Lou was pretty good. There, was, there's, there's your yeah. standard. There's still, he's still around. He's still doing some stuff. Oh, sweet yeah. Lou. Yeah, he is. God bless his soul. He's a good dude. All right. All right. Third question. <laughs> of the riders on the Great Western Bank team, who did you look up to and or who influenced you the most? What? Come on, Moser. Who's this question for? For G-G. JT. Who did I look up to the most out of all the riders and teams? Well, they're all taller than him, so he looked up he to all of them. Up all no, but he's taller than Bud. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. So, Bud's out. Sorry, Tits. He looked up to question? Phil. He looked up to Phil. Yeah, Phil's the, the question was, who did you look up to the most or who influenced you the most? 
out of the memory. Uh, influenced me the most would have been Red Dog. Um, You're not answering a question. Red on Dog, the Great Western Bank team. What? Great on Western the, Bank team. On the Great Western members Bank of team. the Great Western. Bank oh, team. oh, oh, I man, honestly, uh, look up to that, that. Wasn't really my program. Those guys are way too cool for me. I was nerdy. I was freaking. You didn't party. You weren't partying with us I at never all. Drank. I didn't drink till I was like. 22 or something. Yeah, you were not around for those days when we were partying. <laughs> no. You were I not there. Totally yeah. missed it. Yeah. Hey, Denny? Right. Yeah, man, we killed it. You, yeah. you were always right there. I was, yeah. Right, right, on, the, right <laughs> on the hip side. Yeah, it was crazy, <laughs> man. I mean, sometimes, like, yeah. you and me and that, Chicken just tagging oh, broads. Man, I had that Coke problem, too, and all that. Like, yeah, it was crazy. That's, it's crazy, man. I, then it turned out it was just baby powder. <laughs> I was just trying to fit in. Just trying to. Yeah. I was just like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Like, what are you doing, man? That's just <laughs> you idiot. What are you doing? You're crazy, man." Uh, all right, that's the expert on goggle yeah. tear-offs for JT. What else we got? Nfab banging bars. Bang- we sweet. love. Thanks, thanks for my. Uh, thanks for my questions. Why don't you pay me a thousand bucks to come here? If I'm not even getting it. We did your questions. We did your questions. Did them. I want to do it again. Damn it. You want to do them again? <laughs> did I see a pair of Hannibal's over there with something hanging off them? <laughs> he did. That's next to the sand. You did. Tits, you want to show them? You want to... I no, see them sitting I, over I there. I don't want to touch them. Just show them the, the things. Okay, so uh, we have this term on our podcast, balls out. Right. A rider goes balls out. Um, and so our friend Moser, friend of the show, Moser, presented me with this, and I don't know what to do with it. But he, he created it. He crafted it. I, I see it laying um, on the floor. I was afraid to ask. It's a, it's a, a set of bars, and he shipped this to me at his expense and made it all up. And it's a podcast reference, and it's um, literally uh, it's a set of balls <laughs> coming out of a pair of pants. Wow, he did this all with boxers and everything. Yeah, huh? yeah, no, he did. This you is. Gotta, you got to know Moser, though. And so what basically Moser would say here, he wanted me to go bring us to the races every weekend. And, ha- and present and the, it. And the rider that I felt went balls out the most. You would hold it and you take a picture yeah, of them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that would happen. Yeah, I'm going to carry that on with me every weekend. <laughs> handlebars and balls. You know, so, I, I actually did talk to Moser on the phone once, I think. You we, did? Does, is he the one that does the, the just missed? Just short. Just short, yeah. Just missed. Just missed. He's going to be crushing. He, he, wanted to know about, he wanted to know about Cody, I think. Oh, I, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I missed his. I got, I got an idea. Why don't you take those handlebars with the nuts hanging off them to your after party and give it to the guy that goes balls to the walls? All sure. Or you know what? Bring it on the tour. Put it on the tour, Denny. You, you know, I could. You know, I'd hang them off the rearview mirror. And, just uh, the balls, though. Just the balls. Well, tits, yeah, tits, could you maybe make some more banging you know, noises? Some, while you're some states. Mic. Yeah, could you <laughs> maybe bang some things around a little more? Those are real popular hanging from your hitch uh, in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. What, NFAB banging bars saying it. Uh, NFAB, Jeep, uh, Jeep and truck products, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, other auto, off-road accessories. You got a truck, Denny? I do. Chevy 2000, still my one from when I get you know, you some was NFAB products. I just, you know, hey, I need to. You saw that same truck? The Chevy 2000, Silverado. Yeah, that, that we got that 145,000 miles in that baby. Need some NFAB. Uh, they, they commit, they're committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts. Do they make wheels? All the latest no. trucks and SUVs dating back to the 80s. Still haven't got wheels. N-Fab.com. Oh. They have Nicoletti. Uh, Chris Post wrote for them this year. They support the sport, and, they sh- and you should support them. You have to take the wheels off in the winter, though, because it snows. Yeah. And I'm too lazy to put them back on. So it just, yeah. I have them in my garage. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars in the industry today. Hands down. Best and we have to talk about the coming up next show, the NFAB JGR Tundra Contest coming up. 
I they, saw. Is that the contest where they, you're kind of trying to invent a, a bigger truck yes, or something? Yes, yes, you're inventing a truck. Does NFAB sponsor JGR? They work with Toyota, and Toyota works with JGR, and they're all, it's all synergy. Synergy. It's all synergy. Um, and we're going to need your votes, everybody, on the, uh, in, the, in the motocross world to get this truck built. Will you guys be doing another T-shirt contest or, that, or poster contest? I thought that was enjoyable. I enjoyed seeing the entries for that last year. Uh, he, he isn't too pumped on that, was he? He didn't like it. Because it really turned out not really good. Because this one, I was the king, and he was below me. He, he didn't like that. that. And then there was uh, That was really well done, though. There was one with flying dogs he didn't like either. It was very difficult to work with uh, when it came to the t-shirts. Well, I think it turned out they weren't really t-shirts; they were posters. Wow, that's kind of the winner yeah, was a yeah, Star the bad Wars. Guy was a, yeah, it was a. Was a bad don't we guy. have that somewhere? No. Are we keeping you up, Kenny? Yeah, this is bullshit. Let's go. I'm tired. Well, we have eight minutes of voicemails on the up. tour. Take them to Kenny's place and see me. Him and Jordan lived. Simi Valley. That's what. I, that's where Simi Valley, not uh, Rancho Cucamonga. He said. <laughs> Who said Rancho? He said some Ranch Valley. Ranch Valley. You're so far off the list. Hey, so. Hidden Valley Ranch. Danny, so yeah, there it is. because you're the guest this week in the studio. What am I? I'm a guest too. Yeah, but this is the Banging Bar segment. Okay. So, Danny, you touched on a little bit with Jonesy. Uh, the best battle you've ever had. I like all your stories with Jonesy. Just ended up with him losing, though, by the way. <laughs> all your stories were like, hey, remember that one? Yeah, it was great. I won. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's probably not one of your highest moments. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, uh, your, your biggest battle you've ever had. Uh, is there one that comes out? Is it? Well, I have a pretty Jones good one that uh, my Cody posted on Instagram video um, at Des Moines. I'd already gone to a couple of arena crosses and gotten hurt, blew mm-hmm. my finger out one weekend, broke my leg another weekend. So I'm finally back at arena cross, and I'm hoping just to get through the whole weekend. And we're in Des Moines, where Chad Pedersen's from. And I lead the whole main event, 125 main, and the last lap I cased the catapult, come out of the corner. Chad tries to go around me, and I just went straight and just blew Chad off the track <laughs> and took the win. And, well, Chad's from Iowa, so the stand, yeah. people were ready to come out of the stands at me. They were not happy. Not. Chad ended up getting up and getting second, and they're flipping me off, hanging over the stands and stuff, and I think I might have thrown a couple birds back their way. And so they're interviewing me after the end of the race, and they interview Chad, and the place just erupts, obviously. And Chad's like, oh, you know, Danny and I are, like, really good friends. We've yeah. been racing since we were little kids. It was a good race. I would have done the exact same thing to him. They go to interview me. The crowd's just booing, hissing, wow. throwing yeah, yeah. things on the track. And I proceed to race. He tell them, hey, you just heard from the man himself. Chad and I had a great race, probably one of the best I've been involved with. And if you don't like what you saw, you can all kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> good way to win him over. Well, I did stay and sign autographs till you know forever because oh, yeah? I'm from Omaha, so I had yeah. a lot of fans there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I ended up getting yelled at by Art Ekman on Motor World. They told him that, that he did a full piece and said I should my kid should have fined me and killed my purse money. Art said stuff. this. Art did, yeah. And so I wrote then wrote a letter to Cyclers explaining what happened and told Art, you know, sit behind your desk and I'll do the writing. Really? And then Art years and later had a beer and laughed it out, laughed about it. Oh yeah. wow! So that's Jeez, my Jeez, dude. That Remember when people used to F- write you, letters? Dude. Yeah. yeah, that's what. That's funny. I told Cody that. I wrote a letter. So I goes, you wrote a letter, <laughs> like with a pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good times. Um, uh, what else we got? Tits, voicemails. All right, let's play them. I, I don't remember if there's any good ones or not. They're not. It's not that long, actually. Uh, let's. We're losing Kenny, which is a common. You're, like you're losing me as well. So well, that's okay. Yeah. I want fourteen Red Bulls. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Bo in Denver. Uh, hey, I had Bo. a couple of questions about some tracks. Um, Miller Motorsports Park. I didn't even notice it during the broadcast. Uh, I didn't notice it until after the week after the event, but 
the Amex track was going over certain parts of the, the road circuit, so what are they going to do with that until next year's national? Just curious. Also, I was wondering if you guys could expound on, uh, they mentioned expound. Blake Elsinore changing owners, um, and and just listening to you guys talking about it a little bit on the Blake Elsinore wrap-up Racer X podcast. Um so the guys that sunk all that money into that track at the end of 2011 to bring it back to life, they're pretty much, like, going broke. I mean, the place is going away. If you guys have any more information, it would be cool to hear you talk about it. All right, thanks uh, for putting out all the awesome content during the week, the live show and everything else. Uh, keep up the good work. Later, guys. Elsinore, from what I understand, will be back next year at the Nationals. I don't know if it will rerun during the week as a practice track or not. I don't know about that. And Miller Motorsports, I think they said they were going to leave the dirt in there, JT. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. think that they could really – I mean, I, they, it was like a huge undertaking. No, but it was on the track even. Some of the, some of the dirt was on the track. Mm-hmm. And I think they were just going to leave that too. They had nothing going on for a while or something. No, they'll probably move huh. it and move it back. Yeah. There's so they're, no so they're planning they, going back with the same layout, or is he going to probably go back there? They need to change the layout a little bit. Move some dirt. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do Hey, Sonic from Arizona. Hey, uh, just curious, now that uh, Elsinore's done, um, Martin Gavilos, um, and please be humble when you're talking about him, Steve, so you don't diss anybody off, but um, where'd he go after Pro Circuit? Um, does he have an agent? Is his agent shopping him around? Possibility of him going to Europe at all? I would think he's pretty much done here in the United States, unless it's a super press only deal. That seems to be the only place he should any speed, but... It just kind of seems he's really forgotten this year. But um, anyway, just curious what you think. And uh, and also, I didn't know how long his contract is good for. Um, thanks. Love the show. Bye. Uh, thanks, Donnie. I think he's going back to Pro Circuit next year. That's what Mitch told me. So Just happy you survived Phoenix. Look for him. Yeah. That was gnarly, huh? That was crazy. I was sitting in the stands. My mom and uh, her husband live out in Phoenix. So Riley and I flew out to watch the race, hang yeah. out with them. And her husband never seen a race. Because you're at Millville and you're Phoenix. I never saw you in either one race. Neither one of them. Yeah. Well, they happened so dang quick. Right. We got there because it was cold at Phoenix, so we ended up not coming early for the day. We got there just for the night program, and I walked around the pits for a while trying to see some people, and I ran into Bud Man, and everybody else was kind of getting the hell out of there. But, yeah, that was one hell of a crash. I yeah. was just happy he survived. Maybe I, maybe Kenny a spot on the RCH 250 team? The, the, yeah, the new light, yeah. Yeah. lights, right? Maybe. You never know. They still yeah. call it lights, right? Um, No, they don't. Oh, 125? No, oh, no, damn. not that one either. Crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to be back at Pro Circuit next year, from what I hear. Um, I don't know what Mitch is going to do. He's got like seven guys. Um, he did make a mention that outdoors, I won't have seven guys. We'll we'll give some guys a summer vacation if they don't perform. And how many guys are on the Geico Honda team? I mean, they got like a lot, too. Is Mikel Rath move up? and uh... Mikel Rath's on Troy Lee. Oh, yeah. The, the Bishaglia, Bogle, Osborne. I'm missing a guy. Oh, Zach Bell. And then on the 450 truck, they'll have Will Hahn and Tomac. And, and Hahn will have another truck. Hahn will be out of pity now that even with the 250 for outdoors. I don't then. know how that'll work for outdoors. Yeah, maybe he'll be back in the other truck. I don't know. Because they had five guys this year. So, uh, All right, next question. And Ken, when will we be back, right? Matt, this is Thor yeah. in Houston. I just wanted to clarify after Fox and Ocelot called in, uh, I'm not trying to have a handle. It actually is my name. This for the record. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm just making my favorite song there, but no. Uh, I just seen uh, Reed tweet that Yamaha will be running a seamless gearbox 
at Minsano or Misano, whatever the track's called. Uh, can you touch on that? What's a seamless gearbox? Uh, I'd like to know. All right, thank you. See you later. Uh, seamless gearbox. JT, any idea? I know that the uh, Yamaha MotoGP, MotoGP team ran a seamless gearbox at Mazano this past weekend, but I don't know anything about a motocross bike doing that. Yeah, I don't know if, if Chad meant road racing or motocross or not. It's basically electronic I'm, shifting, right, is what it is? Well, yeah, it was the first, this was the first weekend that the MotoGP team ran it, so I'm, I'm thinking that's what he meant. I didn't see the tweet myself, but I can't imagine he meant anything else. Just the timing's too convenient. Right. I right. think I think that's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I don't know how it works. I, I'm not a you know I, I'm a huge MotoGP fan, but the technical side, I'm I don't know. When's that series over? Uh, November, I think. Is uh, the doctor still in it, or is he over it? Uh, he's pretty far out. Yeah, he's really not. He's really not that competitive with the top three guys. Really, uh, that rookie's hauling Alex with Mark Marquez or whatever. Yeah, Lorenzo's kind of come back though. He crushed those guys yesterday. Did he? Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, we went to Spain a couple of times when I was working with Bob Walker doing some of the agent stuff. You know, everybody was trying to yep. get their get their feet wet in MotoGP. I think, you know, uh, asked and those guys would go over there and and uh, it's definitely a, a crazy man. It's it's so popular over there. I never seen anything like it. With yeah, a couple hundred thousand people to track and and they stay to the yeah. very end. Nobody leaves early. It's uh it's right. pretty pretty impressive. It's such a professional run sport too. I can't get into I can't uh, get into road racing at all. I cannot. Kenny, you into it? MotoGP is the only thing I can yeah, watch. I like, like MotoGP. I can't watch anything else. Yeah, I, like I just started watching. There was one on TV a while back, a couple weeks ago, when Hayden cleaned the guy out in the last corner, and there was you know yeah. big Lorenzo passed yeah. in the last lap. It was one of the better races to watch. Uh, I'd know? rather watch. But it's weird, you know, because you know Nikki's really struggling. Uh, SDA, huh? Hockey. Well, hockey. Would really you no... rather watch enduro racing? Enduro cross, I think. I want to oh, watch God. women's enduro cross. It's like a slow moving. Accident on ice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you what did it for MotoGP with me is I just got really lucky and went with Chad to a couple of races. You got to meet all the guys, and then you kind of get on the personal level where you're kind of rooting for certain guys. And then obviously the whole once you get you know on the they get uh, humanized a little bit, and you can kind of identify with the riders, and it totally changes how it, you know how it is. So. See this photo you did? Uh, you, you poop your pants in this photo. I've been known to do it before, but I don't think I did it that weekend, though. Okay. I did it at the Rockford Arena Cross once. I had really bad stomach cramps and come out of the last corner and hit a hole and went... Hey, there's something you don't know about Denny Stevenson. Yeah. Ask him what he used to eat before he raced at Outdoor Nationals. You can ask him. He's right there. You ask him, because I know what he ate. He didn't eat nothing. I think I maybe ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I just couldn't eat all day. Just... Yeah, that would really hurt you. Like, it would really struggle. I would say, Probably, and, I weighed, way, right? and I weighed like 140 pounds, so I wasn't yeah. going on much. Yeah. Then I would eat like, you know, those little, you know those, like power bar. I figured if yeah, one thing. Pro always talks about the same thing. He could never eat. Yeah, I, I, and my dad's always trying to get me to eat something. And I could never really, I just had no appetite on, during race days. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so that was probably not good. So then I started making shakes, and I tried to do that. And... Then he's, that's when he started pooping himself. <laughs> yeah. What's well, amazing? I have dirt on my butt on a motocross track. Who would? Who's shocker? That's not dirt. That's something wet. I didn't shit myself. I'm quite certain. Yeah, I think you would tell us. I would you completely. Like I, I, yeah. I said literally at yeah. Rockford, Illinois. I did right, one year. Right, right. And uh, um, well, hey, Denny, uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, appreciate it. Really, I'm glad we can make it happen. No, yeah, I'm, I always have a good time. I'm, I, and I'm I, glad you know you're alive and you're well. And 
You know, it's Las Vegas. I was a little nervous coming out here because it's so crazy, and uh, it lived up to my expectations. And uh, yeah. I lasted all the way until Tuesday. Well, it's only Monday, but tomorrow yeah, I'm, sure I'll, be, I'm yeah. sure I'll be here tomorrow because right. I'm staying here. So, um, yeah, I, I love the city. I've loved being a part of the show. It's always a good time. I'm a big fan of yours. Always been, even though I don't listen to the show particularly, but I always read what you write. And K Dub, I love to death. So it's always good to see hey, him. Hey, yeah, me too. Me. Guy came no. all the way up the flu up here. Uh, just dude, for I've you. already sent in three resumes for for jobs. He keeps interviewing, or you know, keeps ignoring yeah. me. So I mean, hopefully, right now I'm in his face. He's got so many people over there at the race. Very popular. He's got like 15 guys on that team. Yeah. So it's got to be a spot for you. Yeah, I'm figuring. I, and then you can do the tour during the week. Then the work, yeah. And then I'm gonna come do this on a regular. I'm taking over his hosting duties. I, I think I, I see the horizon really happening in the moto world again. Yeah, yeah, you're back. I think, yeah. Then there's, I think I might have a shot in the Swifty team. Uh, you know, as I'm oh, coming yeah, back, yeah, the previous yeah, champion. Yeah, I don't have to ride qualifiers. <laughs> good point. I never thought of that. <laughs> Kenny, thanks for coming back up. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's nice to, nice uh, to have you Save your drama for your mama. I'm over it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. For yeah, that. no worries. Glad to be here. Uh, and JT, thanks once again. Appreciate it. Um, yep, no worries. Tits, are we back next week or are we back the week after? What would we, we say? Uh, it's Tuesday. After Tuesday, Des Nations, so. we're back. Yeah. But are we back next week or no? I think we have to do a Des Nations preview yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah, do, for sure. A preview? Sorry. we got to talk we, about Leon. We, well, no, I mean, we have to do one before Destinations. That's next Monday. No? Right. JT, are you going to the Destination? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, you and No Matthew show first. next week, and then the first is Tuesday. That's it, yeah. That's yeah, the, yeah we're, yeah, we're going to take show. next week off, and then we're going to come back with, I think, four and five weeks. It works out to be. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, and and actually, you're lazy. And uh, it's Tits, man. Tits runs the show. He produces yeah, it. I am. Um, Tuesday after Motocross the Nations, we'll be have a pulp show. So not the Monday, Tuesday, we'll be back for that. Um, recapping Motocross the Nations, Jason, Jason Thomas and I will come back on to talk about, no doubt, the hookers and the blow and Team America. And Are you flying first class? Yeah. Nice. I, I, mean, I use miles and money. Like, it's not, it's not like I got, you know. Are you working it or just going to watch? No, I'm working it. Yeah, always, bro. Is X brand riders in Europe? What riders in the GPs run that? Are you going over for that? Uh, not going for X brand guys. No, none of, uh, our guys didn't make it. Kevin Stribos, uh, Joel it's Rollins. Brand of, I thought it was a brand of champions. No, it is. It's the brand of champions. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yep. okay. Yep. They just all decided not to go. Selected champions. Uh, thanks for coming, JT. <laughs> thanks for coming on. People's, people's champions. All right. Hey, and JT, don't forget uh, – Maybe you can sign up for that tour and help Denny out a little bit. <laughs> I'll give you half off if you, you know, contribute a little. Well, bit. I figure I can go on my tour and I can do the VIP experience. There we go. That's a swift yeah, trade there right go. there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Let's make it happen. Uh, thanks, JT, and we'll talk soon. All right, All right. that's there Jason Thomas, Fly Racing's Jason Thomas, and uh, Tits. Thank you, thank you for coming by. Watson again. Thanks, Denny. Thank you. Uh, thanks to our great sponsors: BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension. X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, and Fab Cheap and Truck Bars. Showy helmets, free gun underwear. Kenny, you're rocking your free guns? Always. And, uh, I want to t- get some underwear. Oh, we'll get you hooked up. Be fantastic. With free gun. Uh, Works Connection, Tech One Designs. Uh, check them out. Uh, custom graphics, anything you need, anything you want, they'll do it. They're official graphics of the Pulp Mech Show. FMF Racing, what more can you say about those guys? Thank you. Brought Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. You want better starting, better throttle response? Uh, help your bike out. Check out blackopsmoto.com and Optrix. All on board with us on this Monday night. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks to Brian Swink for not coming on. Jeff Matasevich. Uh, Cody, Cody Gilmore. Cody Gilmore. And, uh, yeah, that other guy. Mike Jones. Mad Mike Jones. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you in a couple weeks. Coming at you! Something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. 
And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.